and Saints. Don't miss All Access Sports Talk with Ken Trahan and Jude Young Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher on WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 1061 Nash Icon. Good evening and welcome to Countdown to the Original, live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans, and at NashFM1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Countdown to the original is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive locations throughout the New Orleans area, by Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant in West End, Quarter View Restaurant in Metairie. Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, Katie's in Mid-City, and by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill in Gretna. Now let's head live to Francesca's by Katie's Deli Pizzeria for Countdown to the Original. Here are your hosts, Les East and Jude Young of Cumulus Radio New Orleans and CrescentCitySports.com. Good evening and welcome to Countdown to Ken Trahan's original prep football report. It is week seven already of the prep football season. I'm Les East and I'm joined by Jude Young for Riverdale night at Francesca's 515 Harrison Avenue. And uh, we have some rebels here already, but we have some room for more. So if y'all are listening and want to come out, if you're a rebel, join us. If you just like good food and good company, go ahead and join us. Jude, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. And if you like red, this is the place to be. We've got St. Louis Cardinal red all over the place. And now Riverdale Rebel Red continues to fill in tonight. And uh, we've got a good group already with more lined up. So you love to see it. Absolutely. And uh, one of the people wearing red is head coach Kyle Walker of the Rebels, who joins us now. Coach, how you doing? Good. I appreciate y'all having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. It's good to have you here. And we are able to have you here because you played on Thursday night, which y'all often do. And uh, last night you had a non-district game against Homa Christian, and um, y'all 
came back from a deficit early on and very nearly caught up but came, came up just a little bit short. Yeah, it's hard to spot somebody 28 points in the second quarter and then and think you're going to make it up in the second half, which, you know, we had opportunities to go ahead and, and, and tie it up at the end. We, we unfortunately missed that opportunity, but, you know, um, we're still on a good track for a good season. Well, and big picture-wise, you've, you've already matched last year's win total. You're 1-0 in district, and from here on out, everything is district. So it, it's overall, it's a good start to the season, and everything you want to accomplish is still in front of you. Absolutely. You know, the goal is always to be a uh, district champion, and, you know, where we're at with three games to go and all district games, you know, we feel comfortable where we're at, and, you know, we have a good opportunity ahead of us with um, – Delisal, Booker T, and Kenner Discover. Yeah, and you're in your fourth season with the Rebels, and it was sort of odd timing to take over a program. We know what 2020 was like. You can certainly fill us in on the details of that while you're trying to establish what your program wanted to be. Just give us a feel for uh, humble beginnings, not by choice, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it was really rough, you know, getting hired in November, and then first fundraiser we're starting off in March, and it gets shut down immediately, and, you know, from then on, it's a, it's a weird picture trying to deal with and a shortened season and trying to be in pods and trying to be in small groups and, and things like that and really made it tough when you're trying to establish your, your footing in there to get a program going. And then you move into year two and you, you get hit with a hurricane with another shortened season. So last year was some normalcy finally and we win three games, you know. So it, it, it's been good and it's been a little rough to start, but it, it, it's evening itself out. Well, and all things considered, you should be pretty happy with the progress y'all have made under those circumstances. And even if those weren't the circumstances, it's, it's still been a, a building process that seems to be on track. Absolutely. It is. It, it is a process. And, that, and that's what, you know, my principal understands and, and they understand at the school that it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. And it's happening in the middle school, moving into the high school. And, and we can see the change. The, the community can see the change. The school body can see the ch uh, change. The staff sees the change. And the people that have been at Riverdale see the change in the four years that I've been there. And ask about the changes and how that affects the perception of the Riverdale football program and making it something that people want to be a part of. Talk about the progress as far as that has gone. Yeah, it's, 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 it's exciting because the people realize that, wait, we're going to go to the games. We're going to cheer on our players. We're going to have the band. We're going to have all our um, teams there and, and cheer on one another and have each other's backs. We're going to have pep rallies that are fun and, you know, not just about other things. It's about football. It's about uh, basketball. We're, we're, the sports programs are really starting to take off at Riverdale. Now, we, we talked about this being your fourth season and, and the building y'all are going through. Tell us a little bit about your background as a coach prior to coming to Riverdale? So when I finished playing um, at Southeastern in Louisiana College, I decided to go back and help out um, my dad, who was at De La Salle at the time, and Graham Jarrett, who was the offensive coordinator underneath my dad. And um, so I coached under him um, for three years and then parted ways and kind of got out of coaching. Then went and got my teacher's um, degree and got my dad and Coach Tucker, who wound up back together at Chalmette, called me and offered me a job to get back into it. And so I spent seven years at Chalmette, um, two years being the offensive coordinator, and then um, the job 
at Riverdale opened up, and I, I thought it as an opportunity to, to get my foot in the door as a head coach. And doing that now at a school where you've seen so much change in a short amount of time, uh, give us some insight on the reorganization in Jefferson Parish with the schools. I know you have extra players on your team because uh, of some of that movement. It's sort of dramatic what's happened. We had Haynes Academy night here recently, and uh, they've certainly been affected by it moving campuses. What's that done at Riverdale? Yeah, we see a change in, you know, adding student body. When you add about 250 students, you definitely see a change, and, and they're not used to our ways at Riverdale. You know, it's like going to a new place. Even though you might be a senior this year, you're at a brand-new school, which is not your school. Um, so it has been a change, and the players that we've gained from this have joined in on our program and have no hard feelings. There's no any of that. They, they've joined into the Riverdale way and really have bought into our program. And, and we got some young guys from Grace King, which is good. Um, Greg Paris, who starts um, at defensive end for us as a sophomore. So it, it's been a good game for us. Now, I, I was able to see your game last week. Y'all played the Willow School uh, at their place, the, the Breeze Family Field. Nice facility out there. And uh, it was a game where um, – it was a wild game, <laughs> and, and there, were, there were penalties, there were turnovers, there were four lead changes in the last four minutes, and they were, I'm sure there was stuff you could point to in practice the following week that you wanted to clean up, but it was one of those games where it was just the heart and the character of your players. They, they refused to lose a game that they could have easily lost on numerous occasions. They, they absolutely um, carried them, themselves well. Um, even, even after the play call where, you know, we, we give up the touchdown at the end and everybody thinks the air is out and we've given up the lead and everything, we return the next kickoff for a touchdown and it, it just re-got re our guys going. They were excited and then they come down and score and then it, it was like, okay, that's okay. We're okay. We have a minute and 20. We're going to go down and score and, and, and that's the characters that – that we're trying to build through team and through teammates. And, and they really do a good job getting on one another in a positive way. And, and I think that's the big change that we're trying to make is make sure our, our team is positive all the time. There's going to be adversity and negative things that happen. We have to be positive all the time. And that carried over last night, falling down by four scores and coming back close, falling by seven in the end. It's cliche, some people say, oh, take it play by play, don't worry about the score, but it's pretty obvious that your team's doing that right now. Absolutely. You know, my, my message to them in the locker room at halftime, I, I went in there and spoke to them and brought my staff in and said, listen, guys, this is going to be up to y'all as a unit. This has nothing to do with the staff, the coaching, the, the plays and the adjustments are already made. It's up to you with what you're going to come out and show on the field. It's 28 to nothing. We're giving them the ball. What are you going to come out to do? And, and they came out and they performed. And I was excited how we ended the game, you know, with an opportunity, a couple onside kicks, one onside kick that we got, but we were offsides. That, that could have changed the thing. We could have walked away with either a tie and gotten to overtime or a win. And you were playing that game without one of your best players, Elijah Brown, the running back, who's having an outstanding game against the Willow School and unfortunately got hurt, was down on the ground for, for a concerning period of time. But fortunately, things have got or are looking much better now. Uh, you're probably not going to have him next week, but, but he's, he's on the mend. 
Correct. Yeah, it was a scary moment last week. You know, you never want to see one of your players laying on the field. And um, so, you know, good job by the medical staff getting out there and, and the doctors and everybody. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll be without Elijah for another week. Um, he's in concussion protocol. He'll be um, at least five more days out um, before we actually get him back moving around and, and things like that. So it certainly last night was, was a big miss when you're missing your senior running back. And that brings up the question of your numbers right now as a program. You mentioned an influx to the student body, but that's just for this year. It has had some effect. But in general, participation rate and consistency, how has that process gone over these four years? I, it, it's been great. You know, when I took over the program, there was probably about 35 to 40 guys total in the program. Um, we're at about 80 now. And we, we play a true freshman schedule. We play a fruit, true uh, JV schedule. So the, the young guys see the progress being made. You know, I coached the middle school team during um, January, February, and March. So those guys come right over into um, their high school years and are ready to go and, and know what to expect and know that we're going to have 75 guys on the team and you're going to have to compete for your job every week. And you mentioned the, the kickoff return that was such a big play last week against the Willow School. And Torn Signal ran it back 90 yards. He had an 82-yard return, I believe, to reverse field on that touchdown run. And I asked you about him after the game, and you got a big smile on your face when you told me he's a sophomore. Tell, <laughs> tell us about him. Yeah, he, you know, that sophomore group is, is a huge group, and he's a huge part of it, um, you know. He, he's going to make some things happen that, that we don't expect to happen. And just like you're talking about re returning the kickoff, um, reversing field on a, on a play that was pretty much broken up and Willow had stopped, he reverses field and goes 82. Um, you know, so the, the sophomore class is, is a huge class, and, and that was really my junior class and my sophomore class now are the, really the guys that I really first started getting a hold of, even though my senior class is the first group that I took over. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take our first break, but it is Riverdale night here at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. So all you Rebels, come out and join us. And uh, when we come back, we're going to get a statewide weather report from Hank Allen of WGNO ABC 26. And we'll talk to Hunter Bauer of GoPreps.com and start getting previews of all the biggest games in the state. So stick with us on Countdown to the Original. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. 
SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-743-8080. That's 1-800-743-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. This report is sponsored by Blindster.com. Hi, I'm Kyle at Blindster.com. Since 2010, Blindster has sold millions of custom blinds, shades, and shutters to satisfied customers across the country with 20,000 five-star reviews and an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. Custom blinds at low prices and free shipping. Blindster.com. Heading for the game? Need to dress right? Ready for some game previews? Time to get you ready for the evening with more of Countdown to the Original. Here's your statewide weather forecast with meteorologist Hank Allen of WGNO ABC 26. Hey everybody, welcome to another night of high school football. Some mild conditions out there this evening. Looking pretty good across the state though. Maybe just a very slight chance of a couple of spotty showers in the western part of the state as you get closer to the Texas border. That uh, weak little front moving towards us. Could see a couple of spotty showers, but that's really about it. I don't expect to see a whole lot out there this evening. And we'll look for warm temperatures here, uh, mainly in the upper 70s, really across the state by the start of these games. Uh, central parts of the state actually warmer this afternoon than southeastern Louisiana. So uh, at the end of the day, once these games kick off, a lot of us will be around that 77 to 78 degree mark. And then by the end of these games, we'll be dropping down into the mid-70s. So we'll wrap it up anywhere from 74 to 76 as you go through later this evening. And then, of course, that big fall front comes in across the state tomorrow. So mild conditions out there this evening. A little bit on the muggy side overall, though, a pretty good night. Hope you have a great weekend. I'm WGNO Chief Meteorologist Hank Allen for the original. Thank you, Hank. And now we are going to be joined by Hunter Bauer, our partner at GoPreps.com, which is joined with CrescentCitySports.com to form the best prep sports coverage on the internet in the state of Louisiana or probably in the state of Louisiana in any format. Hunter, how you doing? Hey guys, how are y'all doing tonight? We're doing well. Uh, we want to uh, pick your brain a little bit about uh, week seven of the high school season. Why don't you pick out a couple of games for us that you're going to be watching most closely? Yeah, for sure. You know, week seven's here. Uh, we're getting closer to the playoffs, so power ratings are starting to take shape, which uh, help determine the the uh, the fields for for each division playoff bracket. So uh, it, it's getting down to the nitty gritty, and we're excited. Probably uh, one of the games that I'm going to have my eye on tonight is well, certainly is the Cadiana versus John Curtis, the showdown of two Class Five A powerhouses. Uh, Curtis taking last year's meeting 35 to 14, trying to bounce back from a pair of uh, 
of losses the last two weeks. They're still trying to get JT Curtis to the all-time win, national all-time wins mark. Uh, so it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see how they bounce back, and they're going to have to do it against uh, the highest scoring offense in the state in Acadiana, 52 points per game. Uh, Acadiana's got a really good team speed all over the field, um, and Curtis is going to have to try to contain that with the with a young defense. Uh, offensively, they, uh, Curtis can't turn the ball over. They have to sustain drives. Uh, talking to Matt McCullough, the Acadiana coach, uh, he's talking about how it should be a good game. Of course, the normal keys are limiting the big plays on defense and the turnover battle. So that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch uh, as Week 7 begins. Another one up in North Louisiana, uh, North DeSoto at Evangel. Dennis Dunn, who, who helped uh, create that winning atmosphere at Evangel over all those years, is now the head coach at North DeSoto. And, of course, they're taking on the Eagles tonight in District 1-4A. Uh, action really probably for either the district title or to be number one in that district for at least the next couple weeks if Northwood Shreveport has anything to say about it. Um, talking to Coach Dunn, he was saying this is the team that uh, Evangel has been waiting on. Most of those starters have been targeting since they were freshmen. Uh, Evangel has two losses uh, against two of the best teams in the state. Uh, probably should have beaten Neville uh, a couple weeks ago. They got a good defensive uh, front. Offensively, they're playing with a lot of confidence. But so is North DeSoto. They have a really good quarterback in Luke Delafield. Evangel has uh, Parker Fulgham. So it's going to be a really interesting matchup. I think a lot of points are going to be scored in that game tonight. Uh, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Probably uh, the other, only other game that I can see uh, that's really going to turn a lot of heads tonight is Union Parish at Sterlington, again, up in northeast Louisiana. Uh, Union Parish has a prolific runner, Jamarian Island, 1,200 yards on the year. Um, a rubber match from last season when Union Parish took both meetings, both in the regular season and the playoffs, uh, against Sterlington. So a good district matchup. Uh, other games across the state, Holy Cross uh, against Brother Martin, Franklin Parish against Tioga, Catholic against Central Baton Rouge, uh, and then University Labs against Madison Prep. So those district matchups are heating up. Uh, the power ratings are heating up. It's going to be a great night for high school football, guys. And I know where you're supposed to go if you want to know the power ratings every day and football and many other sports. It's got to be gopreps.com. Hunter does an outstanding job there. That's your go-to source for that. And he knows a little bit about ball as well, as we just heard right there. So, uh, Hunter, uh, thanks again for joining us tonight. And uh, you said we need to keep an eye on that Acadiana-John Curtis game. Those two teams have their say. Don't blink. You might miss the whole thing. They're going to run the football. Absolutely. Veer versus Veer. And it, I thought it was funny that uh, Acadiana, 52 points per game leading in the state, and they're doing it with the Veer. So that's some high school football there for you. <laughs> All right, Hunter, thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll look forward to checking out the latest info on your website, gopreps.com. And we'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys. Thank you all for the time. You'll have a good one. Thank you, Hunter, and we are going to start getting updates and previews from around the state. First up, we have an update on Country Day in Willow School from Mike McGuire. Mike. Hey, guys, with two minutes and 30 to go in the ball game, Country Day 38, Willow 0. It's been an all, all Country Day all day. Um, we got an opening drive and ended it with three points, and then um, – Senate Bland ran in a touchdown. We blocked a punt. We blocked a kick and ran it all the way back. Casey Rizzi ran 85 yards for a touchdown right before the half to make it 31 nothing. And then um, Justin Drago just scored a touchdown to make it 38 nothing. So it's been all Cajun 
um, today. And um, uh, next week, Country Day plays Newman at Country Day. So this is a much-needed win for the Cajuns. Reporting for the original. Thank you, Mike. And now we're going to get our first preview, and it's one of those marquee games that Hunter Bauer was talking about. Union Parish at Sterlington, and Chris Snell has the preview. Chris. Hey, guys. We've got a good one setting up to go tonight as Union Farmers travel just across the bridge into Washington Parish, into Sterlington, to take on the Panthers. Uh, just two mirror images of teams right here that just play hard-nosed football. One of the rare breeds you see now, where both of them are just hard-nosed running teams. Uh, this is the fifth time in three years that the Farmers and Panthers have met up. Twice last year with the Farmers eliminating the Panthers in the playoffs, and then the year you go back to 21 where, of course, that was the Exit Dome game where the Panthers come out victorious in the championship game. So two teams that know each other very well, like to play uh, farm union got the number two leading rusher in the state right now, Jamarian Island. So wait to see the matchup between just two really good football teams. Thank you, Chris. And we have another update. This is Washita Christian at Harding Academy of Arkansas, and Jonathan Oglesby has the update. Jonathan. Hey, guys. We are just now starting the second quarter for this game here. We are in Monticello, Arkansas, Washita Christian, and uh, Harding Academy out of Thursday, Arkansas, met about halfway here. Uh, very, very eventful first quarter. No points scored, which is a big deal for Harding. Uh, uh, one of our coaches had a stat from them. They have only been held under 30 points once in the last 62 games. Uh, big, high-powered offense. They run a lot of tempo. A lot of, you know, they have gone all the way down the field, probably gone 90 yards. We have gone 90 yards. But nobody's able to convert. This field goal, which was very uncharacteristic by a sophomore kicker, uh, but big, big, uh, big special team play uh, on uh, on that play. You know, them not being able to convert versus also a big defensive play by Washington Christian. They've tried a strip in the red zone to keep uh, keep Harding out. So we're just now coming underway for uh, the second quarter, and Harding is busted across the uh, busted across the fifty. So they're now in Washington Christian territory. So it should be, a, should be a heck of a defensive game here to see what's going on. Thank you, Jonathan. And now to one of the marquee matchups in North Louisiana. North DeSoto is at Evangel, and Dan Newman has the preview. Dan. Yes, we are ready to go. Expected to be the biggest crowd of the year. There's a big rivalry between North DeSoto and Evangel Christian Academy in Shreveport. Many will remember that Dennis Dunn, now the head coach at North DeSoto, has a pocket full of state championships when he coached here at Evangel Christian Academy. He moved on to college and came back to North Louisiana, and he is doing what he does best. He's put an amazing football team on the field. Evangel is having a great season, and a bunch of seniors a very mature football team. It's going to be an exciting game. A lot of people think the score is going to be high, but I know both of these head coaches well. They both are defensive-minded. Even Denny Duran, who is known for being an all-wide-open throw-the-ball, he has got a huge defense. So it's going to be a great game, probably the game of the week in Louisiana, for sure, in northwest Louisiana. So it's, it's North DeSoto at Evangel Christian Academy. We're set to kick off in one hour. This is Dan Newman. Back to you guys. 
Thank you, Dan. And we're going to go ahead and take another quick break, but don't go anywhere. It's Riverdale night here at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. We're counting down to Ken Tryan's original prep football report. And when we come back, we'll have a whole bunch more previews from all the biggest games in the state. So stick with us on Countdown to the Original. Want my secret for finding fall style that can take you from home games to holiday get-togethers? Get to Kohl's. I just went and found myself the coziest sweaters for just $24.99 and jeans for my husband at $29.99. Plus, I saved 20% on some of my other faves and earned Kohl's cash. So if you want to find new faves for every fall day and everyday savings, you know where to go. Select styles. Offers end October 15th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. This is Brandon Presley, and you might have heard Tate Reeves' ball-faced lies about me. I don't support sex changes for minors or boys playing girls' sports. Never have. Look, you know me. I'm not a member of a country club, don't take money from power companies, and don't have rich parents that can fund my campaign. So I'll never be able to compete with the millions more in campaign dollars that he has, but I know the truth is on my side. So here it is. I've never been afraid to stand up to my own party. That's why I'm pro-life, pro-gun, and pro-law enforcement. And it's been the honor of my life to serve North Mississippi on the Public Service Commission. But unlike Tate Reeves, I will expand Medicaid so we can keep our hospitals open and our people healthy. I'm Brandon Presley, and I'll make you the promise that I've made you all these years. As your governor, I'll never forget where I'm from or who sent me paid for by the Brandon Presley campaign. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food in a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's original prep football report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or Rome. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. This report is sponsored by Blindster.com. Hi, I'm Kyle at Blindster.com. If you're like many people, you may think custom blinds is a job for expensive professionals. Well, at Blindster, if you have a tape measure and a screwdriver, you can install our custom blinds and save big. Plus, we guarantee they'll fit. Blindster.com. We're counting down to the original on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Les East and Jude Young at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview. Welcome back to Countdown to the Original and we're going to resume our previews. Next up, Acadiana is going to face John Curtis at the Shrine on Airline and Bob Utsler has the preview. Bob. Well, the Acadiana team comes in with a 5-1 and one record. Their only loss was to Lafayette Christian Academy, first game of the season, 61-38. to But after that, it's all been lopsided in favor of Acadiana High School, 56-7, to 63-12, 70-18, 56-13. So, obviously, they have a potent offense. 
and they also have a five-game winning streak. The Patriots are going the other way. They are three and two, with two game of uh, two game losing streak. Their losses come in the last play of both games. Tonight is special for Curtis with the Hall of Fame game. Some of the best athletes that have gone through John Curtis will be presented at halftime. Hopefully that might bring back some winning ways. Back to you in the original. Thank you, Bob. Next up, West Washita is at West Monroe, and Cody Futrell has the preview. Cody. Here at Don Schaus Field at Rebel Stadium as they're right now honoring the uh, first state championship team in uh, West Monroe history, the 93 team that started a uh, string of eight titles in 16 years here at West Monroe. It's uh, been a little bit different story for this West Monroe program the last few years, but they hope to keep in contention for the District 2-5-A championship tonight as uh, they at 5-1 and one also hope, uh, uh, welcome in 5-1 and one West Washita. West Washita, a uh, upstart team that started 5-0 and oh on the year, had their first loss of the year to Washita last week, and uh, this is a, a very big game for uh, both teams. The uh, West Washita Chiefs will be playing without star tailback Cadillac, Antonio Cadillac, Ford, and C.J. Barr, both out with foot injuries. Uh, they will uh, look to quarterback Sam Ozark, who passed for 110 yards, had a passing and a rushing touchdown last week. And uh, also M.J. Owens, the uh, backup running back, had 112 yards in the loss to Washita last week. Haiti Federico, the West Monroe star quarterback, of course, is a baseball stud that uh, almost made two USA. He'll be going to Ole Miss next year for baseball, but he's been tearing it up on the football field as of late. He had two rushing touchdowns and a win at Pineville last week. And Kendrick Miles had a breakout game, nine carries, 87 yards, his most yards of the season at running back for West Monroe. Nine different ball, uh, running backs played for West Monroe last week. And uh, they also get star offensive uh, lineman Nate Green back. The uh, Louisiana Tech committed this last two games with an injury, and he is expected to make the start at left guard tonight. So we'll keep you posted here from West Monroe and West Washington, a District 2-5A battle. Back to the original. Thank you, Cody. Arcadia is at Haynesville, and Dwayne Woodard has a preview. Dwayne. Good, good evening, guys. Um, the storyline tonight is how will Haynesville respond to the beatdown they received in Close, Very close for a quarter and a half. It's two costly mistakes by Hainsville that turned the game completely around. Hainsville was really different. We're moving to playing Dealing's game. Hainsville has struggled to move the ball on the ground. The question is, can they get that coded running game back? Because it's odd when a Hainsville team throws for 275 yards in the air with three touchdowns. Arcadia has a history of always playing Hainsville close, regardless of what type of team we Play. The last four meetings have all been really, really close. And at halftime, they had less than one one touchdown. But that's the report tonight from Hainful, uh, Red Franklin Memorial Station. Thank you, Dwayne. St. Paul's is at North Shore, and Logan Graffia has the preview. Logan. Les, Les we got us a good one here on tap tonight. I mean, both teams are 3-0 and in district. Both teams are on win streak. Winner takes a 4-0 lead in district play. The 3-3 North Shore Panthers, the 5-1 St. Paul Wolves. This is a really good one here tonight, Les. You don't want to miss it. And thanks to Logan, we won't miss it. Uh, next up, Bell Chase is at Shaw, and David Myers has a preview. David. 
Yeah, how you doing? Uh, we got a good West Bank battle here between the Shaw Eagles and the Belt Chase Cardinals. Uh, battle of the Birds. And we got uh, Shaw, who is four and 4-2, and Belt Chase, who is and 3-2. Uh, they didn't play their first week of the game. They have played every game that they lost. They lost last week to Newman. Belt Chase did in uh, double overtime. Kept it close. Uh, the other loss came to Vanderbilt Catholic. Which they only lost, I believe the score was sixteen to seven. So uh, they kept it close. Shaw with the return, second year return of Coach Hank Tierney. Um, they are definitely looking for bigger and better things, and they have way more experience than what Bell Chase does. Is Bell Chase is uh, normally pounds the ball and likes to run the ball a lot, but as of late they've been passing a little more. But I think a lot of that has to do with is they lost uh, four out of five starting offensive lineman that graduated last year. And from what I understand, their one returning starter from last year got hurt last week and is out this week. So they have two freshmen that will be starting on the offensive line. So it will be a huge test for uh, Belchase, no doubt. I know Coach Steven Myers, his ball team, he likes to play. He's just going to try to keep it close, play defense, not be, give up big plays, and just give them a chance at the end. And um, if he can do that, you know, it could be a, uh, a big upset here uh, as, Shaw is, uh, I would think, would be definitely the favorite. And um, I'm looking for a great battle here over here on the West Bank at uh, Shaw High School where they'll chase battles Shaw Eagles. Thank you, David. Holy Cross and Brother Martin will meet at Tad Gormley Stadium, and Matt Sims has the preview. Matt. Yeah, hey, Les, uh, arguably the game of the night in the New Orleans metro area. Holy Cross coming into the game 6-0, and looking to see if they can stretch it to 7-0. and 6-0 for the first time since 2013, ranked number six in the LSWA Class 5A rankings this week. They beat St. Aug last Saturday 55-30. to They're led by Cole Canatello, who's got 1,199 yards passing on the season with 15 touchdowns and only three interceptions. He had six. He threw for six touchdowns in that win over St. Aug last week. And they've got Kobe Young, the Georgia Tech commit, this is top receiver. He had five catches for 107 yards and three touchdowns in that winning effort as well. So for Brother Martin, they've got to slow down this high-potent Holy Cross offense. But defensively, uh, the Crusaders are doing really well. They're only giving up 12.6 points per game this year. They're coming to the game four and two on the season. They beat Jesuit 15-3 in their last three games. They've given up fewer and fewer points. They've only given up a big sum of points one time this year. That was 41 points to St. Thomas More. This will arguably be the most high-potent offense they will have faced since that game. Um, they got six quarterback sacks against Bo Perez and Jesuit last week. They're going to need that same type of effort again this week to try to slow Cole Canatello down and see if they can hand Holy Cross their first loss. Should be a really good one here tonight at Tad Gormley Stadium, and I'll be looking forward to bringing you the update. Thank you, Matt. E.D. White is at Donaldsonville, and Eric Brown has the preview. Eric. Yes. How are you gentlemen doing tonight? I'm on my way to Donaldsonville right now as we speak to see the 3-3 three and three Tigers of Donaldsonville, 1-0 in district, one more district win than they had a year ago, versus an E.D. White team coming in 6-0, 1-0 in district, the Cardinals of E.D. White, who, has, who have very high aspirations. They went to the semifinals a year ago, getting blown out by St. Thomas Moore in the Division II playoffs. 
but this Ed White team's been dominant, six and zero this year. They've scored at least forty-one points in each game, while allowing just over eight points a game. Wide receiver Paxton Lafont has seven touchdowns. They have a two-headed monster in the backfield of Andrew Duet and Philip Hillman. Linebacker Nathan Thompson leads their, their their powerful defense, only giving up eight points a game. Edie White's won the last three meetings. The last two, they've won by big margins, including a 41-8 victory a season ago against Donaldsonville. Donaldsonville's coming in on a two-game win streak. They improved to 3-3 three and three with a win a big win over Sarah Reed and Berwick, a district win, a revenge game from last year, a 22-19 win last year to get them in the win column in district. Donaldsonville is led by running back Blake Thompson, middle linebacker Jaden Allen. But looking to improve on that 4-7 and seven mark, they've already won one district game from going 0-4 in district a year ago. So this is a huge opportunity for Donaldsonville, and there's a huge opportunity for E.D. White to keep it rolling and get to 7-0, get a really good seed in that Division two, and push towards that Superdome, which is ultimately the goal of the E.D. White Cardinals. And I'll be here in Donaldsonville, Louisiana, with all your action all night long. This is Eric Brown for the original. Thank you, Eric. Pine is at a meet, and Clay Thomas has the preview. Clay. All right, yeah, I, I just got on the scene here, and it, I've never seen a livelier crowd than what's going on here. They admit it's their homecoming, and there must be a hundred tents out there. They're, 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 they're cooking, partying. It's awesome. It's an awesome atmosphere. Um, Pine, we're coming. You know, we're coming in six and zero. Number, I think, I think we're number one in the state now, according to the PowerPoints. But we go against a very talented AMIT team, who uh, and then you know, coming off a big win last week at Bogalusa. So I expect and look for a great game. Tons of people here, so someone's looking for a great game tonight for sure. All right, thank you, Clay. And uh, here's a game that will be getting the attention of the Riverdale folks. De La Salle is at Newman, and Kelly France has the preview. Kelly. Thank you, Les. Kelly France for the original at Lupin Field on the campus of Isidore Newman for the matchup between De La Salle and Newman. Other than in the Newman Jamboree, these teams last played in 2008, 15 years ago. Last week, the Cavs won their first district game over Kenneth Discovery and hopes to continue winning tonight behind quarterback Evan Arsenault, who had four touchdown passes last week. Newman beat Belchase last week with Eli Friend leading them at quarterback. Uh, tonight, the, the, the De La Salle band, cheerleaders, cavalettes, and support people all paraded to the game, and so it promises to be an exciting game tonight between two uptown neighbors. Kelly France for the original. Thank you. Thank you. And next up, we have Jesuit and Carr getting ready to meet at Morris Jeff. And Benny Jones has the preview. Benny. Are you there? Okay, we seem to have lost Benny. We'll see if we can get him back. But Jude, Jesuit and Carr in a District 95A meeting at the stadium formerly known as Berman Stadium, and uh, Jesuits shown some signs in recent weeks of uh, improvement, but boy, Carr has just been on a roll all season long. Well, we know that Brother Martin, uh, who matches up 
personnel-wise, a lot like Jesuit is going to try to do tonight against the speed of Carr, was able to slow down that game and give themselves a chance in the second half a couple of weeks ago. Jesuit will just try to take or avoid the early blows and falling behind a couple scores early. If that happens, Jesuit probably will be in a lot of trouble, so just trying to stay in that one as long as they can. Carr still with everything uh, to play for with their undefeated record, and uh, yet still somewhat going below the radar, I think, the Cougars this year. Yeah, they, they haven't week in and week out been as dominant as some car teams have been, but they continue to win, and uh, they're building toward the playoffs like everybody else is trying to do. By the way, Tulane has the lead on Memphis 7-0 at the end of the first quarter in that big American showdown. We're going to take another quick break when we come back. Riverdale coach Kyle Walker will rejoin us and we'll be joined by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football. So stick with us on Countdown to the Original. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food at a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or if you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. We're getting closer to game time and reports from all over the state on the best prep show in the country. This is Countdown to the Original at Francesca's by Katie's on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com, and on the Original Network. Welcome back to Countdown to the Original, and we are joined now by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football. And Ed, I'm going to take a wild guess here and guess that you are at the stadium formerly known as Zephyr Field. Am I correct? Or incorrect, sir. I am at Brother Martin and Holy Cross tonight. Oh, okay. I'm surprised. You have a lot of good games to choose from. Yeah, and, so and you, uh, you know, yeah. I just figured I would... Uh, 
I think this it's going to be a huge crowd here tonight. There are there are, I mean, there are a lot of people here tonight. I I I I, I got here pretty early, and um, I mean, there's going to be this will be this is like a Jesuit Holy Cross crowd tonight. That's that's what this is like tonight. It's going to be a lot of people here. Well, you know, we have a lot of people here at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue, for Riverdale night. And we have with us the head coach of the Rebels, Kyle Walker. Say hello and ask him a question, Ed. Coach, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I appreciate it. Good, good. Are you going to be in our seven-on-seven? That's my question for tonight, Coach. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it this year. We'll definitely be back. Good. June 29th. Coach, mark it on your calendar. We will mark it down. We'll, we'll be there. Good. Professional good. move good. there, Ed. Very, What's very that? impressed. Very impressed there to get him on the air and on the record. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, I know it's being recorded, and I've got <laughs> So if he tries to back out, I'm just going to call him up and play it for him. You're right about that. <laughs> June 29th? Is that what you, you plan stuff that far out? Oh, yeah. We're already planning for next year. No doubt. All right. <laughs> well, well, Ed, your thoughts on Coach Walker's program at Riverdale, his fourth year at the helm, and some good things brewing, uh, matching their win total from last year already, and 14th in the power ratings and uh, Division One select. So good things happening for the Rebels, huh? No doubt. I mean, you know, coaches work very hard and uh, built that program, and and good for him, you know, because uh, you want to see good people do well. And, uh, you know, Coach, I, I don't know if we'll be at the game on Thursday night. I'd like to, but um, we got Saints-Jaguars that night. But I, I know you guys are, are retiring Dante's number. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, I appreciate the, the kind words as well. Um, we are going to retire Dante's number on Thursday night, um, and he will actually be in attendance for it. So it, 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 it's going to be a big yeah. night for us and for, and for the school. That's fantastic, of Coach. Of course, that's Dante Jackson, the legendary Riverdale defensive back who starred at LSU and is mm -hmm. now with the Carolina Panthers who have an open date next week, which is very yeah. fortunate. So he's able to come back here yeah. and be honored as he should yeah. be by his right. high school. Well, the two, the two fastest people that I've ever watched playing high school football in New Orleans were Dante Jackson and Skyler Green. Those are two yeah. pretty fast guys. Yeah. yeah, I would agree with you there. <laughs> I mean, those guys, and I'm, I know there's probably some in that, in, that, uh, in that zip code, but when I think of speed, I just think of pure speed. Both of those guys are ridiculous. I mean, they could just absolutely flat out get it. And there's a, there's a few other guys along the way that have, that, have, that, have, that have been super, super special speed, but, but those guys were incredible. Of course, Skylar Green at Higgins at the time, uh, leading them to great success. And uh, we saw what he did at LSU and then in a fine pro career as well. Ed, uh, we want to get a feel for, uh, we mentioned the good games locally again tonight as we get deeper into district. That always happens. What are some of the highlight packages we can look forward to tonight on Friday Night Football? Okay, well, we're going to be at Mandeville Fountain Blue because we think that's a big rivalry. Both of those teams are three and three, but we think that's a good one. We're going to be at Pine and <coughs> excuse me, 
Pine and Amy. That's a big game in Tangipaho Parish tonight. We're going to be at St. Paul's in North Shore. We're going to be at the Shrine. You know what? My, my, my memory's fading, but there's several more that we're going to be at as well. But, um, you know, we got a lot of, we got a lot of good games tonight. Yeah, Dallas Al Newman is another Dallas good Al one. Dallas Al Newman, we're going to be at Dolce Shaw. So, I mean, there's a lot of great games. This is a really, this is a really good card for week, week, um, week seven. Well, I can ask both you and Coach Walker here. Now, since we know what the playoff brackets are going to be, you can actually look at those power ratings and start to wonder how far can you go as far as the ladder goes. Right, Coach? That, that's exactly right. You know, I mean, just – just one week difference, you know, you, you see where you're going to be, and, and it, it gives us an opportunity as a select school to, to really make a, a statement in the playoffs. And, and Kyle says, Ed, that he likes playing on Thursday night, so you're going to have to do some more Thursday night football coverage. For no, the you know what? That, that, that's perfectly good. <laughs> if, look, if Coach wants to play on a Thursday in December, I'm not opposed. If he ever wants to do that. Okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not opposed to that either. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Well, you know, Ed, the only other thing as speedy as Skylar Green and Dante Jackson is the uh -huh. speed with which you go through the highlights on Friday Night Football. Uh -huh. We're looking forward to it at 11 o'clock from NOLA 38 WGNO with you and uh -huh. JT Curtis. Uh -huh. So have a good well, one. I'm looking forward to it. I can tell you what's also speedy. You ready? Yeah. Throw Brown going to the lunch counter at that Samore or I'm not, at uh, at um, at Francesca's. I've seen that before. That's fast. Wow. Okay. Well, just got speed all over the place tonight. Speed all over when the place tonight. And we know how, how speedy you're going to be getting back to the sideline to watch this game. So we're going to let you go, Ed. I wish he'd leave my name out of his uh, mouth, I knew please. It. I knew please. It. He's listening. I wish he. <laughs> there are no He's such things eating. as innocent That's bystanders amongst I wish he'd this group of friends right. here. Y'all have a good one. See y'all later. All right, All right Ed. Edward. You know, Ro, Ro wasn't with us last week, so Ed's been working on that, that shot for, for a full week to try and uh, say something to Roe. Sharpening his fangs before Halloween, it sounds like. <laughs> well, we do have a couple of minutes left here on Countdown before we throw it to Roe and Ken in the studio. And I wanted to give hour. Coach a chance to talk about the administration, the support, and his own coaching staff, people who deserve to be recognized as you continue to build that Riverdale program. Yeah, absolutely. No, I appreciate it. As you can see, you know, my principal is here, Miss uh, Danielle Yanusa. She's here in support. Um, she, she's been a huge supporter of the program, and when she hired me, you know, she's, she's always done anything I've, I've asked for and to an extent. Um, and then, you know, our administration's been really good. You know, our athletic director, Sean Temple, does a good job um, helping me organize things and get things going, especially as a first-year head coach when he, when he hired me, you know. Um, and then, again, I got um, half of my staff here. Right now, you know, some other guys are out scouting and, and doing some things. So, you know, it, it's good to have good support staff around you, and that's what, that's what makes my, my program go. It, it's not me. It's, it's the guys around me. It's, you know, my family. It's um, the people that, that are always there to support you, even when things are bad. And, you know, luckily for us, we're on the upward track, so things are in a good way, and, and there's always positivity. So and it, it, it is a good thing. 
And I know that's true of Sean Temple, who had a fine career in sports media, and now, as you mentioned, your athletic director. Great guy, always positive. I think that's the one way to describe him above everything else. <laughs> he is. He's always positive and, and always looking to, to better each program and to see how we can better each program. I mean, we, him and I sat today before um, school was let out and talked for 30 minutes just about how we could better the football program for next year, and we're, we're, we're not even done this year. Um, so he's just got ideas, and, and we throw things back and forth. We talk every morning at literally at 7.30. We're on the phone from 7.30 to 7.45 every morning. Um, so it's just a conversation that him and I have every day and in order to make sure we're on track for the day and for the week. And I know you're going to be keeping track of that uh, Dallas Al Newman game, one of the highlights of the night, because you all get the Cavaliers next week in a big district matchup. I don't know if you heard earlier, but – Country Day was leading the Willow School 38 to nothing. Wow. So I think y'all probably beat up the Willow School a little bit last week. That's a surprising score there. Yes, it is. That is a very surprising score. Very impressive performance by the Cajuns. We're going to go ahead and yeah, take 38 a 14 break. final. 38-14 wow, final. Okay. That, that vo the voice from beyond. That was Ken <laughs> Trahan jumping in there. And he's going to be back in just a couple of moments after we take a quick break. And we join him and Roe and the crew in the studio for Ken Trahan's original prep football report. So stick with us. That's it for the countdown. Thanks for listening to Countdown to the Original live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria featuring St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans, and at nashfm1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM, Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Countdown to the Original was presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the Original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, by Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Porterview Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Rigo. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Pull Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by Vatsamori Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. 
Now, stay tuned for the most celebrated, longest-running, most comprehensive prep football show anywhere. Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report. Coming up next on 1061 Nash Icon, the original network, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to the 29th year of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe. WSLA 1560 and 93.9 FM. The original is also brought to you by CrescentCitySports.com with the state's best scoreboard and best prep coverage. The original is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Quarter View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Olde College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Rigo, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Pull Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Pull Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now it's time for the best, most comprehensive prep football show in Louisiana. Here's your host and creator for the 29th year of the original from CrescentCitySports.com, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and Delgado Baseball, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director, Ken Trahan. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to week number seven, year number 29 of the original I'm Ken Trahan, joined by my friend Roe Brown. We've got Rudy Dixon, Daryl Ashley, taking care of business here tonight. We've got Emmanuel Peppis on the scoreboard, and we'll head back to Francesca's to check in on Riverdale night with Les Easton, Jude Young, and Kyle Walker coming up shortly. We update Tulane. They're up 10-0, 8-11 to play first half at Memphis as we speak, and we always get started by telling you about our Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, sponsored by the r Carriers New Orleans Bowl Player of the Week for Nash Icon 106.1 FM. CrescentCitySports.com and Friday Night Football for week number six. Running back Dedrick Lasty, the junior, at 18 carries for 351 yards and four touchdowns as Riverside Academy blasted previously unbeaten St. Martin's Episcopal 55-14. to Lasty is coached by Lee Roussel. He'll be honored at the year-end luncheon of the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club 
on December 12th. Next meeting of the quarterback club coming up on October the 24th. We hope you will be there at the cannery for that. As mentioned, Ro Brown back in the house tonight. I don't know. It seems like an hour, a year, two years. <laughs> Where you been, Ro? How you doing, man? Did you miss me? Oh, man. What do you think? Daryl, did you miss me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Rudy, did you miss me? Well, I don't care what Ed Daniel says. Yeah, you, right. If you three miss me, I'm all right. I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you back, buddy. A lot of lot of really good games tonight, too. Oh, yeah. The previews yeah. kind of told you all that. There's a there's a whole bunch there. St. Paul's North Shore is a big game, obviously. Katie John Curtis, a big game. Yeah, of course, it, Newman Dola sounds very interesting. Holy Cross, Brother Martin. Uh, Pine Amy, a lot of good games. Yeah, because you get, you know, we're in the seventh week of the season. So, you know, like between five and seven, those weeks, you don't you get games that don't necessarily decide districts, but you know you get teams with a trying to put themselves in a position to control winning the district. You know, because we got a lot of games where you know it's one and two and oh Union Parish and Sterlington all the way up. You know, we got all kind of games like that. The Amit Pine game and seven three A is the same thing, undefeated. You know, and the winner could would have a leg up. So we got a lot of games like that. Of course, St. Paul's and North Shore is another one like that. You know, you got some undefeated teams in district, and that's what's good about this week. All right, it is Riverdale night at Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. That's where Jude Young and Les East are standing by with my friend Kyle Walker. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening, Ken. We have a bunch of Rebels here hanging out, having some good food, enjoying the company, and enjoying a good season by the Riverdale Rebels as they uh, prepare to enter the teeth of their district schedule and Coach Walker is here to, to handle whatever questions you have for him. Well, first of all, Kyle, we appreciate you being there and listen, I was at lunch with Sean Temple over there at Francesca's earlier this week. So that, we That's get, what he said. <laughs> yeah, we get over there quite a bit and he's a good guy and I know he's very, very high on what you're doing and fond of you as well. He should be and listen, I know it was difficult last night, but Again, matching last year's win total, I've seen you play as Les has, and there's no doubt you've made progress. And, again, you know, it's inch by inch, right? That's it. You know, progress each year, and, and that's what we're aiming for. And, and eventually, you know, if, if you keep growing the program, it'll, it'll take off by itself. And, and if, it, once it's established, I think we'll be in good shape. And, and each week we're getting better, each year we're getting better, and each offseason we're getting better. So I believe, you know, the program is, is starting to, to evolve. Of course, Dad's now athletic director, and the Owls had a good win last night. They've got a pretty good team. They lost to Holy Cross in very competitive fashion. Other than that, they've won them all, so they're looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, he's happy He's happy to be an athletic director, not really getting into the coaching anymore. Um, so it makes it easy for me to ask him questions now. <laughs> <laughs> Ro Brown, I know you got a question for Kyle Walker. Coach Walker, congratulations on your success this year, being three and four. And you talked about getting a little bit better, something better every year. What's been the biggest step this year for your club? Um, the biggest step is on how we prepare for games. Um, I feel in the past we weren't as well prepared, not, not as far as coaching, but as, as get being ready to go. And this year I feel our, our guys are ready to go. They understand the game plans a little bit better and I think that's just become because they've been around me for now four years and so they understand my expectations and, and they're starting to get there and they know going into a week they're gonna they're gonna have a plan well it goes without saying that they're doing the job in in good fashion and 
Uh, you talked about the retirement of Dante's jersey next week. And, and of course, only three people now, counting Dante, will have had their, their numbers retired or their uniforms retired. Two in football. So I'd, I'd question Roe Brown about the other Riverdale football player. All right, Roe, your, your trivia question for the night. The Ooh. other Riverdale football player is Michael Tobias. How he, about that? You he wore number 51. He, he sure went did. to Southern yep. Mississippi. Yes, he did. And I once took him to the World's Fair (laughs) 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 when he was a child. His mother and my wife were best friends. They worked together at Turo, and Michael is living in California now, if you want to know. If you don't know, that's where he is now. He was an excellent player. Yep. And, you know, they were competitive. Ramon Phillips. Ramon Phillips, very much so. Wide receiver and a horizontal leaper. Yep. Yep. And... Listen, uh, it can happen, okay? You can win there. It's all about the, the commitment. It's all about having an administration that wants to win, an athletic director wants to win, and kids that buy in. And you're starting to see a little bit of that, aren't you, Coach? We are. We are. We are seeing it from the middle school level all the way up to the high school level. The administration does a great job with the support. And as you know, you know, Sean does a great job. My staff that I have you know, accumulated over the years here kind of getting guys together, and, and adding piece by piece, we're, we're getting better every year on every level. Well, listen, it's, it's obvious uh, anybody that's watched you understands that that's the case and that it's getting better, and you have an opportunity to make it even better in the near future. And, and listen, we appreciate you being there tonight and glad to provide the publicity for you. Uh, happy to do that, and hopefully it helps, and hopefully things continue to go well for the Rebels. No, I greatly appreciate the opportunity to be on. You know, my, my staff was excited to come here. We, you know, the food's great, and we're, we're really excited about being here. Outstanding. Well, we're going to check back in with you in a little bit and check back in at Francesca's with the guys as well. A few scores to pass along. John Curtis has scored. Lead Acadiana 7 nothing in the first quarter. Booker T. Washington has scored. Lions lead Kenner Discovery 8 nothing in the first quarter. And it's now at halftime, and, and Washtenaw Christian is uh, playing, of course, a really good football team on the road tonight. And they're tied 14-14 with Harding Academy of Arkansas at the half. We'll have more scores for you coming up at this time, though. We want to tell you that Copeland's restaurants are a New Orleans tradition with the right spice. Crawfish beignets are a great way to start. Sandwiches, terrific. Pasta dishes, penthouse salads, they got it all. And Copeland's remodeling to make themselves even more modern and nicer everywhere you go at every location throughout the metropolitan New Orleans area. Visit copelandsofneworleans.com. We thank our friends at Chateau Cafe at 139 Allen Tucson Boulevard in Lakeview. I ate there yesterday. Also 701 West Esplanade in Kenner with a drive-thru. Chateau Cafe has outstanding breakfasts, including the grit bowl, the omelets, the waffles, the pancakes, lunch and dinner items, specialty salads, sandwiches, daily specials, many gourmet coffee choices, and much more. Open seven days a week. Go to ChateauCafe.com. Central City Barbecue is a five-star award-winning restaurant. 1201 South Rampart Street. Open seven days a week. They have it all. Smoked rib tips. Of course, the ribs themselves. The the beef, the smoked chicken, the smoked turkey. The barbecue sandwich is outstanding. And you want to try the, the beef nachos, too. They have a nice courtyard for entertainment. Extensive catering, too. Go to CentralCityBBQ.com. And we salute Bears Po' Boys at Gennaro's. Best Po' Boys in town, bar none. The onion rings are great. They have every burger you could ever want, along with delicious sandwiches, including the best roast beef sandwich in the country. The Ferdy's outstanding. Grilled shrimp Po' Boy. The salad's open daily. And for lunch and dinner, you can go to Bears, 3206 Menory Road Causeway for an outstanding and expensive dining experience. We'll go to the playing fields next when we continue on the original. 
Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. We're Deli DeBosier, and we're proud to be the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are back with a new season ahead with a whole lot to play for. Let's go, Louisiana. It's time to rally behind the black and gold. Demand Deli DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Deli, New Orleans, LA 23-15653. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfasts with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. It's time to head to the stadium playing fields to hear from our reporters on Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon New Orleans, the original network, and at CrescentCitySports.com. And we salute Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House, 4941 West Napoleon near Transcontinental, serving Metairie for over three decades with the best homemade pizza around, pastas, salads, sandwiches, in a purely Italian atmosphere with the Italian music in the background. Open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Friday, dinner Saturday, Call Geo's 504-885-3515 or go to geospizza.net. And we thank Francesca's Deli Pizzeria and Catering by Katie's, conveniently located at 515 Harrison Avenue in the home of the original, including tonight on Riverdale Night. Francesca's has every type of sandwich you can imagine. They have the muffaladas, the great pizzas, the frips are unique and they're a delight. Had them earlier this week. Make sure you get an order of them. And they got great salads and sides and the pizzas are outstanding. And if you like Katie's, you'll love Francesca's, 515 Harrison Avenue. And don't just settle for boring old frozen pizza for dinner. Head over to Fat Boys, where size matters. Large pies, 30 inches across, and the number scarcely does it justice. When you see that 30-inch pie, your whole world got smaller and your idea of pizza got bigger. Delicious choices, mouth-watering chicken wings, garlic knots. Find a Fat Boys pizza near you. Visit eatfatboyspizza.com or follow them on social media, Eat Fat Boys Pizza. All right, scores to update. Holy Cross drives the field and scores. Extra point fails, 6 nothing. Holy Cross over Brother Martin, 6-20 to play in the first quarter. Booker T. Washington now leads Kenner Discovery, 14-0 in the first quarter. Warren Easton leads Douglas, 7-0 in the first quarter of that game. And St. James leads Patterson, 7-0 in the first quarter there. 
right, let's check in on the playing fields we head now. And first up, Mike McGuire with a final score, Country Day and the Willow School. Mike, take it away. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Good, Mike. Uh, uh, so, Country Day wins 38-14, had a great defensive plan and also had some big breaks uh, offensively. We had uh, four different guys score on offense, sent it playing with a quarterback sneak. Then we had a pick six by Owen Marshall. Uh, a blocked field goal by Casey Rizzi picked it up and ran 85 yards for a touchdown. And at the half, it was 31 nothing country day. End of three, it was 31 nothing, and we scored late with uh, Justin Drago, freshman Justin Drago, scored his first touchdown as a Cajun, ran the ball 15 yards for a touchdown, then put in the JV guys, and ended up winning 38-14 country day over Willow. All right, Mike. Thank you very much. Now we head to Kevin Foote from the Acadiana Advocate Northside at St. Thomas More. Kevin, good evening to you. Hello, Kenny. Well, so far, not a whole lot has happened. Northside held St. Thomas More to a three-and-out punt on its first possession. Northside drove the ball 0-8. As we're speaking, St. Thomas More just got a long run. Yes, and they are going to go. Uh, St. Pierre is going to go 69 yards for a touchdown. Uh, it was uh, first and 10. They had just thrown two short passes to get a first down. And then St. Pierre just broke it loose, 69-yard touchdown run. So, uh, again, uh, for the first seven plays, Northside's defense held, but then STM hits a big one. So with 4.27 to go in the first quarter, it's 6-0 pending the extra point. We'll stay with you and see if they make the extra point so that we at least get the score updated there. So uh, St. Thomas Moore certainly a prohibitive favorite in this game. Uh, Some statement made by Lafayette Christian last night, right, Kevin? Oh, yes, quite a statement. I thought they'd win, but I didn't think they'd win by that much. Extra point is good, so 7 nothing Cougars. All right, Kevin, thank you very much for that update. Let's check out with Robert Hemel. It's West St. John. It's St. Martin's, and good evening to you, Robert. How's it going? Hey, Ken. Uh, here in the reserve, long-time rivalry, West St. John versus Riverside. It's the 429 mark in the first quarter. West St. John got the opening kickoff, couldn't do much with it, and their punter fumbled the snap. Riverside recovered at about the 10. A couple plays later, later Dedrick Lasty uh, punched it in from about the 2. And uh, next possession for West St. John didn't go much better. Uh, three plays and punt. The punt only went about 10 yards. And so Riverside took over at about, their, uh, about West St. John's 20-yard line. And Brock Bourgeois threw a 20-yard touchdown pass to Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick Johnson. So it is 4:09 left in the first, and Riverside's up 14 nothing, and getting ready. West St. John's getting ready to punt. All right, appreciate from, it. from reserve. This is Robert for the original. All right, Robert. Yeah, Riverside, of course, on top of West St. John. To correct that, Jason Russell is watching Salmon at Archbishop Hannon. Jason, good evening. Yes, sir. We are winding down at the end of the first quarter in a game that started about 10 minutes early. Too much to the delight of everyone here at Hannon High School where Salmon and Hannon High School are locked in a very tight battle. Uh, three to nothing, Salmon with a 32-yard field goal about five minutes ago, gave them a 3 nothing lead. Salmon drove down the field on their first drive and threw an interception in the end zone, intercepted by Hannon's Hayden Alonzo to keep them, out, keep them out of the end zone. But Salmon did get a field goal, so we're going to the start of the second quarter. Salmon 3, Archbishop Hannon 0, Jason Russell for the original. And at the Shrine on Airline, John Curtis, Christian Acadiana. Here's Bob Utzler, Bob. Hey, Kenny. We are 
at 2.15 remaining in the first quarter. The score is the Patriots 14, Acadiana nothing. The game started with the Patriots receiving the opening kickoff. On the first play of the game, they fumble the ball. Acadiana gets it back. On the first play of their play, they fumble the ball. We get it back. And then we go on a 50-yard touchdown run by Prout for six points, and Kippers kicks an extra point. And just moments ago, Bruno, the quarterback, ran it in for another touchdown. So right now it's 14 to nothing. John Curtis going up against Acadiana. Back to you in the original. All right, thank you very much. And it is Matt Martin standing by, Logan Sports at Northwood Lena. Hey, Matt, good evening. Hey, good evening. Uh, for the fourth consecutive week, Logan Sport is on the road this time in Northwood Lena. Uh, Northwood Lena got the opening kickoff, had a three and out. Logan Sport took over, took it right in for a touchdown, five-yard touchdown run from Jacayla Carter. Held Northwood Lena again. They did pick up a first down with the drive style. They had to punt. Logan Sport just scored again on a 46-yard touchdown pass from Stevie Holloway to Marquez Chapman. With 122 to go in the first quarter, your score is Logan Sport 16, Northwood Lena nothing. All right. Thank you, Matt. And Skyler Edwards, 27-yard run. Two-point conversion, good. St. Charles Catholic, eight, nothing over St. Martinville on the road. That's a team that beat St. Charles a year ago. Let's check in with Ben Babin. Denim Springs at Cinema. Hey, Ben, good evening. Yeah, right now we just uh, two seconds left in the first quarter. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. Denim took the opening kickoff on about a 10-play drive, got to the gate of 36, and on fourth down threw an incomplete pass. Uh, Cinema took over, drove down, and uh, uh, threw an interception on the 25. McBride picked it off for Denim. Right now the Gators are – down uh, to the three-yard line of Denham Springs trying to score as the first quarter just ended. All right. Appreciate it, Ben. Thank you. Scott McLean standing by. It's Dunham and Episcopal. Scott, good evening to you. Hey, guys. It's Rivalry Reek, 21-7. Dunham ahead with 621 left in the first quarter. Elijah Haven is airing it out. Uh, Episcopal got a touchdown, about a 56-yard run. But Dunham seems to be in control at this point. 21-7 with 6.21 left in the first quarter. All right, thank you. Booker T. Washington scores again. Demine Lee re- returns a fumble, scoop and score 45 yards. Booker T. Washington, 21. Kenner Discovery, nothing. 4.35 to play in the first quarter at Bertolino. And that one, Northwebster leads Carroll 14 to nothing in the first quarter there. Big game, of course, going on. First place at stake in District 65A, St. Paul's in North Shore. Logan Graffy is there. Logan, good evening. Well, Ken, we got a low-scoring affair here. Right now, it is the beginning of the second quarter, and it is North Shore seven to nothing, and that's their ground and pound attack here tonight, taking it to St. Paul. And they are currently driving right now; they're in the red zone currently. So, right now, seven nothing, North Shore over St. Paul. Started the second quarter. All right, thank you very much, Roe Brown. Obviously, a good start for John Curtis tonight, right? I mean, you said it last Woo! week; you wouldn't want to play them off a loss. You really you don't, don't want to play them off, off two, two losses, losses. right? <laughs> no doubt about that. Playing the team that you've been putting up the points. So, yeah, I am surprised. I mean, I thought that this would be a high-scoring game, but still plenty of time to go, but it's high-scoring on one side thus far. That's a bit of a surprise to me. Holy Cross drives 98 yards on his first possession to score. Extra point fail, but that's a really good offense. They have so many offensive weapons. I mean, they really, you know, <laughs> they did very well in track and field and it's the same people. Yeah, it was Cole, Cole <laughs> Canicella to Cross Johnson for the touchdown, by the way, uh, to uh, get them on top in that game. So mm-hmm. 6 nothing. But, again, they missed a, 
They did not convert the extra point in that game, so there's that. Karen Crow leads Como 6-0 in the first quarter. The Crow Bears are a really good team, and they're up 6-0 on Como in the first quarter of that game. Let's check in now on the Car Cougars at home this evening at Morris Jeff against the Jesuit Blue Jays. Here's Benny Jones. Benny? Yeah, this is uh, Benny Jones at uh, Berman Stadium. We've got about 45 seconds left in the first quarter, and the score is 7 to nothing. Carr ahead 7 to nothing over Jesuit. Carr drove after a punt. Uh, Carr drove about uh, 40 yards, you know, scored on a run play. And then Jesuit got the kickoff and came all the way down the field to the 25, to Carr's 25, and then missed a field goal. And that's where we stand. The score is the Cars seven and the Blue Jays zero, and we're fixing the end the first quarter. All this right, Benny Jones for the original. Thank you, Benny. Appreciate that. And it's Southside seven, Sulphur six, Southside seven, Sulphur six in the first quarter of that contest. Let's check in now on a rivalry game: Fountain Blue and Mandeville. Pete Vickner is there. Hey, Pete. Good evening. Hey, good evening, good evening, Ken. This is uh, Pete Vigner with Sydney Terrio Stadium. We just entered the first quarter here. It's Mandeville leading this one right now, seven others. Should be a little bit bigger lead for the Skippers on the second drive of the game. The Skippers defense forced a fumble, picked up by Chase McCarthy. He runs it all the way to the four yard line. A good hustle by Found Blue to stop it. Great play right there because it ended up being a good goal line stance for Found Blue. And, uh, they've got a nice drive going here tonight. So this is a big game for both of these teams here tonight. Three and three in this district. At the end of the first quarter, Mandeville 7, Fountain Blue 0. All right, thank you. Watchdog Parish is at Alexandria, and here is Lamar Gafford. Lamar? Hey, Ken, and right now it is Wasata 3, Ash 0, with 1041 to go in the second quarter. A big play just actually just happened right here. Ty Keister throwing a touchdown, well, not a touchdown, but throwing the ball to midfield to Jalen Johnson here, as Ash is going to try to see if they can try to at least get on the board here. But right now, Washington got on the board first in his first quarter with a field goal. It looks like Ash is going to get a touchdown here. We're trying to figure out who's going to be. But Ash has got themselves a touchdown now to take the lead here. They're leading 6-3, to three, 10 minutes and 26 seconds to go in the second quarter. This is Lamar Gaffin with the Rizzo. Extra point pending, of course, there. It's Bogalusa and Jules Sumner. Daryl Jones is on the scene. Hey, Daryl, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, uh, Sumner's gotten off to a slow start. They've given up two plays. They're getting beat 13 nothing. They've also fumbled the first series and threw an uh, interception the second time they've had the ball. So, so they've got a good good drive going now. So they inside the 30-yard line of Bogalusa. So they're driving the ball now. So Lumberjacks up 13 uh, nothing. All right, thank you very much. St. Charles Catholic trying to get revenge on the road to St. Martinville. And Cliff Henry's there. Cliff, good evening. Hey, good evening, Ken. Uh, we just finished the first quarter here. Score St. Charles Catholic 8, St. Martinville 8. Both teams on their first first possessions, they went, uh, St. Charles had six plays, punted. Um, St. Martinville got the ball three, three plays and punted. On the next possession for St. Charles, it was on a short field. They go three plays with Skylar Edwards from 26 yards out. Uh, Two-point conversion was good by Brady St. Pierre. On the next possession for St. Martinville, they go down on seven plays. They score, go for the two-point conversion to make it 8-8. Eight to eight. That's where we stand with, at the end of the first quarter with t- score tied 8-8. Eight, eight. This is Cliff Henry on the original. All right, Cliff, thank you very much. It is Karen Crow 12, Como nothing in the first quarter, 12 nothing. Karen Crow over Como, West Monroe all over West Washtenaw, 21 nothing starting the second quarter, 21 nothing Rebels over West Washtenaw. Scott Meyer, 
watching Hammond at Covington. Good evening to you, Scott. Good evening, guys. Right now with 7.58 to go in the second quarter. It's Covington zero, Hammond zero. Both teams have traded three punts apiece. And right now with Hammond ball at the, their 40-yard line. So with 7.46 to go in the second quarter, it's Covington zero, Hammond zero. Scott Meyer, board pretty much. All right, Scott, thank you very much. And it's John Aaron and Wes Jefferson renewing their rivalry at Haas Memphis. Sheena Dilworth is there. Sheena. How are we doing tonight? We, we've been having this rivalry going since the 80s, and it is shaping up to be a good one for the Patriots. All possessions they have scored on so far, and we just we are about to score another touchdown. With 27 seconds left in the first quarter, the score is 18 to nothing uh, with the point after coming up. John Everett did try for two two-point conversions after their first scores, and they got denied both times. So the score right now is 18 nothing. John Aaron with 24 seconds left to go in the first quarter, and we're about to have the point after attempt now. It looks like we're sending in uh, Edda Chavez for the point after, and if we wait a few seconds. Yeah, we'll wait. Uh, we'll wait while we do. We can tell people that Dunham leads Episcopal 28-7. to Late first quarter, Dunham 28, Episcopal 7. And... Salmon leads Archbishop Hannon three nothing second quarter. Salmon three Hannon nothing in the second quarter of that game. And St. James leads Patterson twenty one nothing in the second quarter. St. James twenty one nothing over Patterson. Lakeshore and Laranger tied seven seven late first quarter. Lakeshore and Laranger tied seven seven. And Shaw leads Belchase. Shaw seven Belchase nothing late first quarter in that one. All right, Sheena, what do you have? It was a fake. It was a fake. Uh, we actually did score a two point conversion, so the score is now. 20 to nothing, John Errett with 24 seconds left to go in the first quarter. This is Sheena Dilworth for the original. Over West Jefferson. All right, thank you very much. It's Vermilion Catholic at Generate. Neil McClellan of the Acadiana Advocate is there. Hey, Neil. Hey, guys. With 39 seconds left in the first quarter, it's Vermilion Catholic, 28 nothing over Generate. It's been all VC, but surprisingly, it's not been the running game. It's been the passing game. Jonathan Dortez has three touchdown passes, all of them uh, over 30 yards. Generet's defense has been unable to stop it, and Generet's offense has got a couple drives, but they haven't been able to get past midfield. So heading toward the uh, second quarter, it's 28 nothing for Million Catholic. For the original, I'm Neil McClellan. All right, thank you. Brother Martin drives the length of the field, gets to the one-yard line, and fumbles the ball Woo! away. Holy Cross recovers at its own one to stop a drive that lasted seven minutes. 6 nothing Holy Cross second quarter in that one. And... We can tell you that Booker T. Washington leads Kenner Discovery 27-0 late first quarter, 27-0 Booker T. on top late in the first quarter in that contest. And with that, let's check in on a big one. It's Pine at Amy. Clay Thomas there. Hey, Clay. Yeah, we're uh, we're tied up at 14. There's a minute, 36 left in the uh, first quarter. Uh, both teams had a turnover that resulted in touchdowns for the other team. So it's uh, it's happening. <laughs> You bet. A great game as expected. All right, Clay, thank yep. you. And it's Elton leading East Beauregard, 6 nothing second quarter. Elton 6, East Beauregard nothing in the second. West Washita, West Monroe. Here's Cody Futrell. Cody? Hi, Ken. It's been all West Monroe here tonight. It's been the Grant Edmondson show. The senior has scored three touchdowns tonight. Uh, a kickoff return to start the game, 86 yards to the house. Uh, then he followed that up with a jet sweep, 40 yards to uh, pay dirt and then a uh, moment ago, a touchdown reception in the back of the end zone from quarterback Hayden Federico to Edmondson and West Monroe leading this one 21 to nothing. And uh, as a matter of fact, just made it 27 to nothing as uh, Federico goes in from seven yards out 
Uh, with the extra point pending, West Monroe 27 to nothing over West Washington, 928 to go, second quarter. For the original, it's Cody Futrell. Hey, Cody, why don't we stay with you and see if they make the extra points since they just scored. Seems like an epidemic tonight. Every time we get somebody on the line, somebody scores. It's amazing. <laughs> By the way, while we wait for that, Warren Easton leads Douglas 13-0. Donaldson, a holiday touchdown pass. 13-0 Easton right at the end of the first quarter over Douglas in that game tonight. And we update one or two others here while we wait for the extra point. Booker T. Washington, 27-0. Uh, so the extra yeah, point, good. Get, Go ahead. Extra, good, extra point, good. 20 Eight to nothing. West Monroe leads it, and Edmondson three touchdowns here in the first half for West Monroe. Twenty-eight to nothing over West Washington. Nine twenty-eight in the second quarter. All right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Here's Roland Skinner updating a good one. Laranger at Lakeshore. Hey, Roland. Good evening. Hey, good evening, Ken. Uh, we just started the second quarter here with Lakeshore and Laranger tied at seven. Lakeshore took uh, their opening possession, went seventy-three yards on six plays with a Audrey Grove touchdown from twenty-one yards. LaRonja came back with an impressive 13 play, 71 drive of their own with quarterback Colton Morris, six-yard touchdown run. And currently the, the Titans are driving as they are inside the red zone of LaRonja. Um, and that's where we're at right now, 7-7, Lakeshore LaRonja. This is Roland Skinner for the original. Hi, Roland. Thank you very much. Catholic of Baton Rouge leads Central 7-6, final minute of the first quarter. 7-6 is the lead in that game. All right. With that, let's check in with Darren Dias. Winfield is at Manny. Hey, Darren, good evening. Uh, ten minutes to go in the half. Manny's eight to zero. It's been a Jeremiah James show. He's got three touchdowns and over 150 yards rushing just in the first quarter alone. And uh, 10:02 left. 28-0. Manny in all the right. first half. All right, Manny's all over Winfield. All right, thank you very much. Desi Vegas Seafood and Prime Steaks, 111 Veterans Boulevard at Lake Avenue. Open Monday through Friday for lunch and dinner, beginning at 11:30, and open for dinner Saturday as well and on Sunday. Private rooms, special events, happy hour, 3 to 6. And they've got great appetizers. The Tasso barbecue lump shrimp, the tuna tataki, the meatballs, the shrimp ramelads. Then they got the salad louis, the lobster tails. But, of course, the steaks are awesome. The signature filet, the ribeye, the New York strip. Visit DesiVegasSeafood.com or call 504-293-2490. And we salute Hobnobber Cafe. 5928 West Metairie in Metairie, which is a Metairie tradition since 1977. Daily lunch specials, great. And you can get them every day. The crawfish and corn bisque, onion rings, crawfish nachos, grilled chicken sandwich, seafood platters are all must-haves. Daily lunch specials open for lunch and dinner. Monday through Friday, visit Omnabar Cafe. For more information, you will not be disappointed. And we salute Hooters Restaurants 2781 Bell Chase Highway in Terrytown. 4748 Veterans in Metairie. Offering wings any way you like them. Great sandwiches, seafood, multiple televisions for all your sports desires, and nice ladies. Open for lunch and dinner. Hooters has it all. Go to Hooters.com for more information. We hope you will do so. And we keep you updated on things. It's still John Curtis 14 and Acadiana nothing. Second quarter now as they play in Metairie at the Shrine on Airline. Let's check in before we go to break on Dillasal and Newman at Lupin Field. Here's Kelly France. Hey, Kelly. Hey, here we are. It's... Uh Second quarter, Newman's driving, got the ball at about the 18-yard line. Game started. Domicile had a 13-play, 92-yard drive. Connor Butler with a 21-yard field goal. Then uh, Domicile uh, recovered a fumble, but they had a punt block. Will Lozell scored for Newman. Uh, I'm sorry, there's something going on in the game, and Newman just scored. Uh Eli, then thanks for Dallas out scored at the start of the second quarter, making it ten to seven. And Eli Friend just scored on a scramble for Newman. 
And if the PAT is good, it'll make it 14 to 10 Newman with about uh, six minutes and 16 seconds in the second quarter. So it goes back and forth there. All right, Kelly, thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate that. And let's update you on this. St. Martinville is taking the lead on St. Charles Catholic, 15-8 in the second quarter. Beat them last year. They're up again this year. And here's another one for you. Central is just taking the lead on Catholic of Baton Rouge, 12-7 in the second quarter in that game. All right, with that, let's check in now with Mike Coppage of the Acadian Advocate. It's Como at Karen Crow. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ken. We've got a District uh, 3-5A game going on here. Uh, Karen Crow just scored on a three-yard run by Cashmere Batiste to, to go up 18 to nothing, pending the extra point. We're at the 108 mark of the first quarter. The the big storyline here is sophomore quarterback Chance Babineau just broke the school's uh, single-season passing record, and we're only in, what, week seven, so he could uh, – he, he could possibly double those numbers by the time the season is over. But we're going the uh, two-point conversion right now. Babineau throws it to Austin Dyson. That's going to put Karen Crow up 20 to nothing. 108 first quarter. Karen Crow 20, Como nothing. All right. Thank you. St. James all over Patterson, 28 nothing. Early second quarter, St. James 28 nothing over Patterson. Lakeshore now leads LaRondra 13-7 in the second. Lakeshore 13, LaRondra 7 in the second. And Bell Chase has scored. They've tied Archbishop Shaw 7-7 as they start the second quarter of that game at Joe Zimmerman Stadium this evening. With that, we'll take a timeout. Corey Spinks, Matt Sims up next when the original continues. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. That's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Top service. Locally owned. Outstanding deals. Conveniently located. Professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, and Premier Honda in New New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. With reporters all over Louisiana and the best scoreboard in the state, it is the best source for prep football in Louisiana. Ken Trahan's original prep football report, 
through Nash Icon 106.1 FM and through CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Ken Trahan. And we thank our friends at Katie's in Mid-City, serving the New Orleans area since 1984 with great options. Open seven days a week. Katie's with swamp fries, bacon blue fries, great appetizer options, char-grilled oysters. The ribs are great. The pizza's outstanding. The sandwiches are legendary, including the legend. Don't forget, Katie's in Mid-City, 3701 Everville Street. All right, let's tell you that Brother Martin is taking the lead over John Curtis, 7-6 in the second quarter of that game tonight. And right now, let's check in with Corey Spinks, who's standing by. And uh, Corey... Take it away. What do you have, buddy? All right. We've been, we've got Slaughter Charter against Central Private, and Central Private surprisingly is up 22 to 16 with nine minutes left in the second quarter. But Slaughter is in the red zone. All right. Thank you very much. Ryan Joseph's got Springfield and Independence, a rivalry renewed. Hey, Ryan, what's happening? Start of the second quarter, it is 12-12, and Independence, just went forward on fourth and one, and it's going to be close. They're probably going to have to measure, but it's 12 12 start of the second quarter. Good game. All right. Thank you. South Lafouche and Morgan City. Here's Andrew Mancuso. Andrew? Yeah, 557 left in the second quarter. South Lafouche is leading 14 0 against Morgan City. It's Andrew Mancuso from Morgan City Tiger Stadium. All right. Thank you. Matt Sims watching an important game. It's Brother Martin Holy Cross at Tag Gormley Stadium. Matt, what do you have? Yeah, Ken, we got seven minutes to play here in the first half. It's Brother Martin, seven, Holy Cross, six. Holy Cross got the ball to start the game at their own two-yard line. They went on a 13-play, 98-yard drive, capped off by a 26-yard touchdown pass from Cole Canatella to Crossy Johnson. They went for two. It was no good. That made it six to nothing. Brother Martin, on their ensuing drive, they drove it down the one-yard line. The Jordan West had the ball knocked out of his hands at the one. Holy Cross recovered. Then on that drive, Brother Martin held him the three and out. The punt snap was bad. The punter had to run it out of the end zone. The personal foul penalty on Brother Martin gave the Crusaders the ball at the Holy Cross 22. This time, Jordan Rest was able to punch it in from the yard out. Four plays later, extra point was good. Brother Martin leads 7-6 to six over Holy Cross. Now 6-15 to play in the first half at Tad Gormley Stadium. I'm Matt Sims for the original. Good game, for sure. And, well, if St. Charles is in trouble, what do you do? Kicking game, right, Bro? I was going to say, must be something in the kicking game. Caden Foster, 84-yard kickoff return. Extra point good. St. Charles Catholic 15, St. Martinville 15, <laughs> as they play with under eight minutes to play in the first half of that contest. Let's check in now with Hunter Smith, who's standing by. Hey, Hunter, good evening. What's going on? Hey, guys. Hunter Smith here at Hoss Garrett Stadium, Russell, Louisiana. 9.40 to go in the second quarter. Russell is up 14 to nothing. Uh, been a little sloppy here early, uh, but beautiful night here. Pineville's got the ball on their own nine-yard line, 9.40 to go, rusting up 14 to nothing. Hunter oh. Smith, the original. Thank you, Thank Hunter. You. That's a team that was in the Dome last year, Row, and they've got a great chance to get back. Now, remember, they beat They're, Lafayette Christian. Exactly. I was going to say, that's exactly I was going to say, you beat Lafayette Christian, that's enough for me. I don't need to hear anything else. Yeah, they beat Neville, too, but, I mean, that's, a, that's just a good football team. So, pretty impressive, to say the least, and... You know, watching John Curtis playing well against Acadiana, 14 nothing in the second quarter. Not shocked, are you? Nope. I, I'm not shocked that they're winning, but I'm kind of shocked that Acadiana hasn't scored at all yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you'd think by now, second quarter, it looks like about five minutes to go in the second quarter, it's still 14 mm-hmm. nothing. I wouldn't have thought Curtis would have shut him out this deep into the contest. Brother Martin, Holy Cross. Uh, Brother Martin fumbled away on the one, but then they got it back. Uh, and uh, they scored right away. They've taken a 7-6 lead, and they're doing exactly 
what you have to do. They made only cross drove, only cross drove 98 yards, but they had to use like 13 plays. Mm-hmm. And then Brother Martin's had the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to do is keep Holy Cross's offense off the field. Like I said, kind of like uh, the uh, state final last year. Yeah. <laughs> John Curtis and Brother Martin, you know, where they had a, where Curtis had a couple of nine-minute drives or whatever it was. And that was a ball game, really. Yeah, very much so. And, and you're right. That's kind of similar right now. Let's check in with Chris Snell standing by. Uh, Chris has got a big one tonight, right? Union Parish and Sterling. Hey, Chris. Can we two minutes, 36 seconds left in the first half here. Uh, the Panthers just went in on a 20-yard run on the quarterback keeper. And so with the extra point just going through, the Panthers are up 14-3 to on the Farmers with 2.36 left in the first half. All right, thank you. Thibodeau leads H.L. Bourgeois 7-0 in the second quarter. 7-0 Thibodeau over H.L. Bourgeois in the second quarter of that contest tonight. All right, and Holy Cross has just broken a big one. They're going to score. There you go. Holy Cross offense, big play, like about 60-yard touchdown. They're going to take the lead. Look like Caden Ando, but we'll check that for you. It's Southside 14, Sulphur 6, Southside 14, Sulphur 6, with two minutes to play in the first half. Jason Thomason standing by. Jason, good evening. What do you have? Hey, uh, 548 left in the second quarter. Uh, the visiting Rebels are up 13-7. to seven. Demons have the ball on the 40-yard yard line, looking to go in to get a score to go ahead at halftime. Reporting live from Demon Stadium. All right, that's, of course, Pearl River and Franklinton that he's referencing, Pearl River and Franklinton. Karen Crow 20 and Como nothing in the second quarter. Karen Crow 20 to nothing over Como in the second quarter of that game. Holy Cross scores, and the extra point is good. Tigers leading Brother Martin 13-7, 5-12 to play in the first half. They don't need the ball much, and they don't need it for long. It's 13-7, Holy Cross over Brother Martin, 5-12 to play in the first half. Let's check in with Jimmy Davis, Madison, and Mangum. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, guys. I appreciate y'all. Uh, we're here in uh, Mangum for a homecoming. Uh, we got six minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, Mangum 29, Madison 0. 29 nothing. Dragons on top. All right, Jimmy. Thank you. Appreciate that. Booker T. Washington continues to roll. T. Sean Smith, 65-yard touchdown catch. Booker T. Washington, 33. Kenner discovering nothing. Just over 10 minutes to play in the first half. 33-0 Lions over the Swamp Bombs and looking really good in the process. We thank our friends at Lakeview Harbor, home of the Lakeview Original Burger, the best you'll ever find. The loaded baked potato is great when you get it with the burger. The authentic food and exceptional service is second to none. They have a full-service bar, and Lakeview Harbor has po' boys, potato skins, wraps, onion rings, a filet sandwich. The ribs are terrific, too. All your catering, they can take care of it. Lakeview Harbor. 8550 Pondstrain Boulevard on West End. Open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday. 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Visit lakeviewharbor.us. And we thank our friends at Messina's at the terminal at Lakefront Airport. Open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Sunday. They have two unique rooms, including the atrium and walnut rooms. You can enjoy brunch and blue plate lunch specials. The observation deck gives you a chance to watch the planes fly in and fly out. It's perfect for weddings, galas, reunions, special events. Messina's. At the terminal is at 6601 Stars and Stripes Boulevard at Lakefront Airport in New Orleans. All right. We will get you caught up on a couple of other scores here real quickly. It is still John Curtis 14 to nothing over Acadiana. They just got a stop and got the ball back, did Curtis, with just over three minutes left to play in the first half of that game. And as mentioned, it's now Holy Cross on top of Brother Martin 13-7, five minutes to play in the first half of that contest as well. 
Why don't we go ahead and just take the, the time out here, and we'll do that, and we'll get to all of our scores coming up next with Emmanuel Pepys as we continue on the original. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Scores, scores, and more scores. The scores are rolling in. You've got them on Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report here on 1061 Nash Icon, CrescentCitySports.com, and the original network. Here's your Louisiana Scores First scoreboard update with Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. And we begin with Covington and Hammond, who have reached the half with no score, 0-0. Also, Neville is at the half, leading Grant 27 to nothing. Other games in progress, Wachita Christian and Harding Academy of Arkansas tied at 14. It's Riverside 34, West St. John nothing. St. Edmunds 6, Sacred Heart nothing. Glenbrook 44, Ringgold nothing. Homer 8, Prescott of Arkansas 7. Vermilion Catholic 28, Generette nothing. Logan Sport 24, Northwood Lena nothing. Central Private, 22. Slaughter Charter, 16. It's Elton, 6. East Beauregard, nothing. That's in the second quarter. Red River leading Lakeview, 22-8, also second quarter. It's Mangum, 29. Madison, nothing. Notre Dame, 14. Vinton, nothing. Manny leads Winfield, 28 to nothing. It's Dunham, 28. Episcopal, 7. Grand Lake leads Lake Arthur, 7 to nothing in the second quarter there. Also, it's Springfield and Independence tied at 12 apiece. Mansfield leading Jonesboro Hodge, middle of the second quarter, 7 to nothing. Also, it's Northwebster 21, Carroll nothing. That's in the second quarter. St. Charles leading St. Martinville now, 22 to 15. That's in the second quarter. Sterlington 14, Union Parish 3. Jennings leads South Beauregard, 14 to 7. It is Madison Prep 7, University Lab 5. Bogalusa leads Joel Sumner, 13 to nothing. It is Edie White leading Donaldsonville, 13 to nothing. 
Erath, 7. Kaplan, nothing. Port Allen, 6. Glen Oaks, nothing. Pine and a meet tied at 14 apiece. Abbeville, 28. Crowley, nothing. A final from earlier today, Country Day beat the Willow School 38-14. to It is South Lafouche leading Morgan City, 14 to nothing. St. Thomas More, 21. Northside, nothing. Northwood of Shreveport leads Minden, 7 to nothing. It is Tioga, 7. Franklin Parish, 6. Huntington leads Woodlawn of Shreveport, 22 to nothing. It is Booker T. Washington of New Orleans, 33. Kenner Discovery, nothing. Other scores include Leesville leading DeRitter, 7 to nothing. It's Newman, 14, and De La Salle, 10. West Feliciana leads Brulee, 6 to nothing. It is North DeSoto and Evangel, tied at 7. West Monroe, 34. West Wachita, 7. Shaw and Bell Chase tied at 7 early in the second quarter. It is Ruston, 14. Pineville, nothing. Zachary leading Scotlandville early second quarter, 21 to nothing. It is Southside, 7. Sulphur, 6. Jesuit and Carr tied at 7. Walker leads East Ascension, 7 to nothing. It's Santamont, 7. Denham Springs, nothing. Mandeville leads Fontainebleau, 14 to nothing. It is Thibodeau leading H.L. Bourgeois, 14 to nothing. John Eric, 20. West Jefferson, nothing. New Iberia, 10. Barb, 7. So we just heard a moment ago, Holy Cross now leads Brother Martin, 13 to 7 in the second quarter. It is Captain Shreve leading Natchitoches Central, 13 to 6 in the second quarter. Karen Crow up 20 to nothing on Como. It's Baton Rouge Catholic, 14. Baton Rouge Central, 12. Warren Easton leads Douglas, 13 to nothing. It is Wachita, 9. Alexandria, 7. And as we mentioned just a moment ago, Hammond and Covington scoreless at the half. And John Curtis leads Acadiana, 14 to nothing in the second quarter. No extra points pending here, so Ken, we'll send it back to you. All right, East Beauregard <laughs> has scored. They lead Elton 8-6 to six in the second, went for two and made it. East Beauregard 8, Elton 6. That is in the second quarter of that contest as we continue to keep you posted on all games. But right now, we're going to check in with our good and great friends out at Francesca's by Katie's at 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview on Riverdale Rebels Night. That's where Les East and Jude Young are standing by with Coach Kyle Walker. Gentlemen, take it away. Thanks, Ken. Uh, I guess we have to start with John Curtis and Acadiana. I, I agree with Roe. I'm not surprised that Curtis would be ahead. I'm surprised that Acadiana would be scoreless this deep into the game. And I would not have predicted that Curtis would be up two touchdowns. But at the same time, I'm not surprised. Coach, you know when the Patriots are coming off two consecutive losses, which doesn't happen very often, Last lost both games on the last play of the game. You figured Coach Curtis would have them focused and ready to play at a high level against a very, very good opponent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know Coach very well. You know, I, I attended uh, John Curtis when I was in younger, and I, I've known Coach for a long time. I knew he would have his team prepared, especially coming off of two losses. And, again, I, I know Acadiana's got a, a good offense facing them last year in the playoffs for our first time. Um, they're a challenge to deal with, so I'm kind of shocked that Acadiana hasn't put some points up yet. And Curtis and Acadiana have played for a few years now, so there's familiarity there, and obviously with the Veer-based attacks, uh, some familiarity for both defenses, and clearly Curtis is winning that battle after jumping out to the early lead. Other games that we expected to be good ones have been uh, close. North DeSoto, high scoring with Evangel. Now it's 20 to 14 in the second quarter, so they're starting to go back and forth. Uh, Holy Cross trying to stay unbeaten. The big play is how they attack. Two big plays, four scores. Brother Martin playing ball control, 
a six-point lead for the Tigers there. And uh, I guess no surprises, really, when you talk about those matchups. St. Charles Catholic doing it with special teams, uh, trying uh, to beat an opponent that's given them some trouble in recent seasons as well, but a, a good contest in that one as well. In that Holy Cross Brother Martin game, the scoring pace, I think, favors Brother Martin, but Holy Cross has the lead. So obviously the Tigers uh, can play at any pace. And when you have big play offensive players, you don't necessarily have to score a ton of points because you can always hit the home run. Yeah, I mean, I think Holy Cross has a, a very explosive offense and, you know, Brother Martin's doing their best to just hold on to the ball and I, I think keep it low scoring and, and try, to, try to shorten the game. De La Salle puts together a drive late in the half and scores a touchdown with 20 seconds left to take a 17-14 lead wow. at Newman. Another update there, guys, as they continue to match scores in that contest. Would you like to see that game go about 10 overtimes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see De La Salle and, and Coach Jarrett go for a long night. <laughs> and from time to time, Central of Baton Rouge has given Catholic of Baton Rouge trouble over the years. It's happening again tonight, late in the first half. Central Wildcats take an 18-14 lead over the Catholic Bears. So one of those district rivalries where once uh, something is established in the series, uh, an underdog like Central in most years, a good team they have this year, though, able to give the Bears trouble on a regular basis happening again so far in this contest. And you mentioned how the special teams play gave St. Charles Catholic the lead, but nonetheless, St. Martinville, who beat them last year, obviously that's going to have St. Charles's attention, but St. Martinville playing them really tough once again. Yeah, St. Charles always has a solid team, and you know they're going to score on special teams because they're always locked in. And, guys, so, by the way, with uh, 20 seconds to go in the first half, John Curtis just scored again on a halfback option pass. Oh, wow. 21 nothing, Curtis over Acadiana, 20 seconds to go in the first half. Wow. Well, it just continues. <laughs> it and, does. You know, it just, you know, it, you knew Curtis was going to respond at some point after losing two straight, but they're making a really strong statement tonight against Acadiana, and, uh, you know, they, they do not have an easy schedule the rest of the way. There's going to be challenges every week, but it looks like whatever – problems they might have had the last two weeks that they've got them pretty well figured out yeah i think coach has them has them has them ready to play they're not going to lose three straight i don't think big battle on six five a guys north shore and st paul's as close as it gets seven to six north shore with the lead over the wolves there those two three and oh teams in district a massive contest in a league that we know is highly competitive has been in recent years and both of those teams trying to bludgeon each other to death so we expect that one to move along quickly and not too many points to be scored to decide it and it's jesuit and Carr still seven seven at last report i was trying to get an update on that one Carr jumped out to the early lead uh, we got and, benny uh, we got benny jones on right now you want to report perfect let's check in with yeah, benny jones stand by guys hey benny what do you have Ken, this is benny jones at Bowman stadium with uh edna power seven and jesuit seven and the odd makers are all wrong on this uh um Hawkins drove down about 60 yards to the one-yard line, and on fourth and one, did not make a touchdown. Jesuit held him on four downs. We've got a minute and 11 in the first half. Jesuit's got the ball. They're going to run, just run it out, it looks like. And, again, the score is tied 7-7 between Carr 
and Jesuit. This is Vinnie Jones, the original. All right, well, there you go. Asking you shall receive, gentlemen. Well, and, and Jude mentioned during the countdown show that, you know, Jesuit would need to withstand any sort of early push from Carr. They couldn't afford to get down multiple scores and hang with them. They managed to do that, and then, of course, Ryan Manali's been winning or being competitive this year with defense when they've been successful, and that fourth and one stop obviously was huge. And you just heard it, and Coach, you can speak to this, not giving up the explosive play, forcing Carr to work their way down the field, and then you get a stop deep in the red zone as a result. Football's a simple game. If you make them earn it, you got better chances to either come up with a big play or have them make a mistake. That's it. I mean, we always talk about it. If you can bleed slow as a defense, which they always use that terminology, is bleeding slow. And, and that's what Jesuit did, and, and so, you know, that worked out well. And get, you, you put Carr in a situation where they're not getting the big plays and they have to drive and earn every single yard and first down. Jesuit proved that they can stop them right there. A lot of these games going to halftime. That means we're lining up a lot of reports as we send it back to the studio to Ken and Roe. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. You've got the right frequency and the right show for all Louisiana fans. It's Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com and the original network. Lakeshore leads the Roger 21-14 late first half. And it is St. James 36, Patterson nothing late first half. And that one, it's halftime now, East Beauregard 8 and Elton 6. They have gone to halftime. Southside leads Sulphur 21-6 late first half, 21-6. E.D. White Catholic 28, Donaldsonville nothing, 28-0 E.D. White Catholic on top of Donaldsonville as they play late in the first half. And eight seconds left in the half. Holy Cross still lead Brother Martin 13-7. Tigers missed a 30-yard field goal toward the end of the half there. So 13-7, Holy Cross on top. Back to the playing fields we go. Let's check in with Mike Creighton. It's Grant Neville. What do you have, Mike? Uh, we were at halftime with Neville up 27 to nothing. Neville's had the ball five times, scored on four different run plays, 35, 39, uh, 9, and 12. And Grant's got about total of about 50 yards offense and most of that is two runs by the quarterback of about 25 and 15 yards so neville's defense has just put the clamps on them and the offenses we put on about three passes in the in the whole game to, to towards right before halftime so it's been much of a real fast clock with a two running teams all right thank you very much mike let's check in with Matt Piku, who's standing by. He's got U High and Madison Prep. Hey, Matt, what's going on? Hey, it's 20 to 7, U High, in the, with four minutes left to go in the second quarter. All right, 20 to nothing comes on top. Looking good. All right, Matt, thank you very much. Let's check in with Rod Parker, who's standing by. Fisher at South Plaquemines. Hi, Rod. How you doing? All right, hold on. Let's check and see. Do we have the right one? Let's try Rod Parker. Rod, you there? Yes, sir. Go How ahead. you doing, Ken? All right, thank you. Got it. What's going on, Ron? Okay, well, 11-41 in the first quarter. South Black struck bad the first of the game, a 45-yard touchdown pass from Phillips to Williams. And then it went dull a little bit. South Black didn't do anything. Trisha's three and out. And with 29 seconds left in the second quarter, South Black 
scored on a four-yard touchdown run by Dean Ankelard. And then right before halftime, three minutes left in the second quarter, he had a 55-yard touchdown pass from Philip to Williams. South Flag still playing without two key starters. That's all I have, kid. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Shaw leads Bell Chase 20 to 10 at the half. Shaw 20, Bell Chase 10 at halftime. Also at the half, Salmon all over Archbishop Hannon, 31 to 7. Salmon 31, Archbishop Hannon 7. That game is at the half. They go to halftime, Holy Cross 13, Brother Martin 7. And let's check in with Jonathan Oglesby, who's standing by as it's Washington Christian on the road against a tough opponent. Jonathan. Hey, guys, after a 6 o'clock start, we are uh, 10 minutes and 35 seconds left in the game. Harding Academy is the leading OCS with a score of 24-14. Uh, went into halftime, score tied 14-14. Third quarter was a, was a lot of action. Harding Academy took the uh, opening kickoff down the field, had a, a nice drive they put together. Eagles just couldn't, couldn't keep them out of the end zone. But uh, the ensuing drive, the Eagles went for it on fourth down, fourth and four, and they got three yards out of it, which set up a short field for Harding to go down, but they kept him out of the end zone, was able to allow their, their kicker, was able to kick about a 17-yard field goal. But after that, it's just been uh, kind of trading places back and forth on defensive stops. Uh, the Eagles just went for it on a fourth and goal from the 31. Incomplete pass. Ball's going to turn over on downs here. So Harding Academy now has the ball. Uh, they're going to be starting on their own 31. We've got 10 minutes and 30 seconds left in the ball game. This is Jonathan Oglesby with the original. All right, Jonathan, thank you very much. Let's check in with Will Jardina. South sign and sulfur. Hi, Will. Uh, that's halftime right now. 21 for South Side. Sulfur has six. Will for the original. Thank you, Will. All right, and it is Booker T. Washington, 39. Kenner Discovery, nothing. Late first half, 39, nothing. Booker T. Washington over Kenner Discovery. Let's check in with Smokey Leonard. Smokey, what do you have? Hey, Ken, we're at halftime here in St. Helena. The St. Helena on the front end of the score, 28 and nothing over the St. Thomas Aquinas. The Hawks came out slow, but they picked it up. Uh, had three touchdown passes by Baker in the second quarter, one for 46, 55, and 38 yards, uh, two of them to the same guy, Harness, and that's where we stand at halftime. This is Smokey Leonard reporting for the original. Okay, Smokey, thank you. Let's check in now with... Philip Timothy, it's Caldwell Parish in Marksville. Hey, Philip, good evening. Good evening. Right now, it's uh, Caldwell 14. Marksville is nothing. Uh, and truly, it's uh, Friday the 13th here because Marksville has been on the goal line nine times and has not converted once. They've also had three fumbles and an interception. <laughs> right right now, Caldwell is taking the game to them. No question. All right, Philip, thank you very much. Sam Houston is at Lafayette Senior High. Eric Narcisse of the Acadiana Advocate is there. Hey, Eric, good evening. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, yeah, we're at halftime here. It has uh, been kind of a back-and-forth game, or at least started out that way, but Sam Houston currently leads 20-7. to They kind of got, got the thing started with a uh, uh, Five yards, a touchdown, I'm sorry, 21 yard touchdown run by running back Drew Bailey um, after following, that was following an Albert Simeon interception that ended a Lafayette High drive. Lafayette High responded with a 10 yard touchdown run by Cavante Landry that capped the 11 play, 65 yard drive. But that was all Lafayette High could muster as um, a, a turnover led to another touchdown, a five yard touchdown run by Gavin Bro to give the Broncos a 14 7 lead. And then right before half, Gavin Bro with a two-yard touchdown run 
that capped a 10-play, 74-yard drive to give Sam Houston a 20-7 halftime lead. All right, Eric, thank you very much. And it is now Karen Crow, 28 Como nothing in the first half, 28 nothing late, second quarter, Karen Crow over Como. And with that, we can tell you that it is now Central leads Catholic of Baton Rouge, 18-14 at the half, Central 18, and Catholic High 14 at the half. Let's check in now with Melissa Grimet, who's standing by. It's Bunky and Buckeye, a rivalry game. Melissa, what's happening? Uh, we're inside the five-yard line, and the score is 21-28. Bunky has the lead, but we have the ball, and we just we just scored. We just scored. Jim Burlew in for the score. All right, so Buckeye just scored. That's going to make it 28-27. And, of course, yes, the e- extra points still to come. Why don't we stay with you to see what happens there? What a game. Okay. Tre- tremendous game, uh, right? It has, uh, it has been back and forth. They jumped out. Um, quarterback took the ball and ran. He's had a couple of big plays. Uh, last couple of stop, uh, drives, though, we've stopped them, and we've been able to get back in the ball game. Jim Burlew's been our workhorse. We've had a big play. Uh, Adam Brodnack threw a touchdown pass to Hayden Boone. On the last score for us, it was a huge play. Two two defenders down there, and he went up and over the top and caught it. Um, it's been it's been a heck of a ball game. All right, so extra point attempt yet? Extra point attempt. We are waiting, <laughs> and we are good. Tie ball game. Twenty eight, twenty eight. Bunky and Buckeye. What a game! All right, Melissa, yes, we'll sir. check back in in a bit. Thank you. Red River leads Lakeview 46 to 14 at the half. Red River 46, Lakeview 14 at the half. And at the half, Booker T. Washington, New Orleans over Kenner Discovery 40 to nothing. That game is at the half. Let's check in with Tony Clark, Thibodeau and HL Bourgeois. Hey, Tony. Hey, we are at um, halftime over here. It's Thibodeau High 21 and HL Bourgeois nothing. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. Jason Russell, what do you have? So we're here at Hannon High School where the Salmon Spartans have a 31-7 to halftime lead after a, a uneventful first quarter where Salmon led 3 to nothing to begin the second. Salmon started to pour it on in the second quarter. They scored a touchdown on a 58-yard pass from Cameron Dorsey to Damon Narcisse to make it 10 nothing. Hannon scored a touchdown to make it 10-7 on an 18-yard run by Brandon Obey. Salmon then rattled off 21 straight points on a 69-yard touchdown pass, an 84-yard touchdown run, and then at the end of the half after a Hannon punt that was partially blocked and went for minus nine yards with 21 seconds left in the half. Dorsey hit Robinson for a nine-yard touchdown with three seconds left in the half to leave it at 31-7. to Dorsey has finished the half 14-17 to for 228 yards and three touchdowns. Salmon leads Hannon 31-7. We're about two minutes away from starting the second half. This is Jason Russell for the original. All right, Jason, thank you. Greg Humbley has Douglas and Warren Easton. Hey, Greg, what's happening? Not a lot, man. We're here on the Bayou Pan American Stadium. Uh, Douglas took the ball at first. They couldn't get anything going. They had a bad snap on the punt where they ended up recovering at their own six. Easton scored two days later. Fred Robertson on a one-yard run. Uh, they came down. They, they, Douglas drove the length of the field after that, but then the Eagles intercepted on the 19-yard line. They stalled out but then ran a fake punt, picked it up, and ended that drive with a 21-yard touchdown pass. Once again, Douglas stalled out. Easton took over on downs. The Eagles with a 26-yard TD pass to Damon Young to make it 21 to nothing. And we just had another score by the Eagles on a two-yard pass to Stewart. Two-point conversion. The score is now Warren Easton 29 and Douglas nothing. Our clock is not working here at the stadium, but we are late in the second quarter, just about halftime. 
So All this right. is Greg Hudley for the original. Thank you, Greg. Appreciate <laughs> that. And we can right now check in with Fern Abair. has got Vince in Notre Dame. Hey, Fern, good evening. How you doing? Good, buddy. What's happening? Uh, it's halftime. It's 27 to 6. We up. and uh, That's Notre Dame on top. Okay. Yes, sir. And, and it's just, it's homecoming. I mean, it's just, it's really kind of a fast-paced game right now. So 27-6, Pioneers at halftime. Yes, sir. All right, Vern, thank you. Sean Ubdante, St. James and Patterson. Sean. Hey, it's halftime right now, and St. James is up 43-0. to St. James actually scored three times in the first quarter. We had a 14-yard run by number 21, uh, King Young, and he also did the PAT, so that was good. So that made it 7-0. Then, with five minutes and 12 seconds remaining in the first quarter, St. James scored again. Again, it was Tanai Young with an 11-yard run this time, and the PAT was good. And the third time they scored in the first quarter, it was Nyron Jackson, number 15, with a two-yard run, and number 21, Tanai Young. The PAT was good. St. James has been doing great. Second quarter, uh, we scored again, 11-yard run by number eight, uh, Cameron LeBlanc, PAT was good. And then we also scored with four minutes and 56 seconds remaining. Uh, the score was 36-0 when Kendrick Jones of number 36 did a one-yard run. And St. James actually did a, a fake PAT. We turned that into a two-point conversion um, by number four, ran it in for those two points. And finally, the last score by St. James, it was uh, – Seven-yard run by number 13, Rayshon Charles, and the team. He was good. So St. James is leading 43-0 against Patterson. It's halftime. All right. Sean with the original. Thank you, Sean. Pearl River Franklinton. Here's Jack Hutchison. Jack? We're at the half at Franklinton. It's Pearl River 21, Franklinton 7. Pearl River has scored on a 34-yard touchdown run by Zydarius Brown, a 24-yard touchdown run by Tashad Badon, and a 23-yard touchdown pass by Trey Turnage to Sean Jenkins. Once again, we're at the half. It's Pearl River 21, Franklinton 7. This is Jack Hutchison for the original. West St. John and Riverside. Robert Hemel there. Robert? Hey, Ken, we're at halftime. Riverside's up 48 to nothing. In the first half, uh, Dedrick Lasty has scored three touchdowns rushing. Brock Bushwa has four touchdowns passing, three of them to Kendrick Johnson, an eighth grader. Riverside defense is really keeping West St. John bottled up. They're struggling to, um, to really move the ball at all. So, um, you know, it's a 48 nothing at halftime here in reserve. This is Robert Hemel for the original. All right. It's Denham Springs, Santa Maria. It's Ben Babin with an update. Ben? Yeah, right now we're at halftime, and uh, the Gators are up 7-0. 11.53 left in the second quarter. The Gators get a three-yard touchdown pass from Cooper Babin to Michael Million. And uh, Jaro with the extra point, 7 nothing. Both teams had a had a. a turnovers in the uh, second quarter uh, it's kind of a defensive struggle so we're in the halftime right now with the Gators up 7-0 all right thank you let's check in with Eric Brown E.D. White Catholic and Donaldsonville Eric hey Ken I am in not Donaldsonville high however where I originally went to (laughs) 28 to nothing at halftime Uh, E.D. White having their way with Donaldsonville so far E.D. White scored the first touchdown on a 50-yard punt return uh, Edie White's second touchdown came on a 17-yard touchdown run by Carter Douglas. Edie White extended to 21 to nothing as their quarterback 
uh, uh, Sternfels threw a touchdown 25 yards out to Jackson Taylor, and then Sternfeld came back and tossed another touchdown to uh, Ben Guidry. That touchdown was 35 yards out to put E.D. White ahead, 35 nothing. That's where we stand at the half. It's the E.D. White Cardinals, 30, 28, excuse me, and it's the Donaldsonville Tigers, zero, reporting live from Donaldsonville. This is Eric Brown for the original. All right, thank you. Cohen and Varnado, here's Chad Rainey. Hey, Chad. Hey, you there? How you doing? Good. What's going on? Bonner, yeah, Bonner goes up 14 to 8. Fixing to go into the third. 14 8, Varnado over Cohen in the third quarter of that game. All right. Thank you very much, Chad, for that update. Shrine on Airline, John Curtis Christian against Acadiana. Here's Bob Utzler. Bob? Hey, Kitty. We are at halftime. Acadiana drove to the 22 yard line. Curtis stopped, and then Curtis took the ball down to their 22-yard line, and with 27 seconds remaining in the half, Bruno pitched out to Smith, and then unexpectedly Smith threw it to Mitchell, who was standing in the end zone by himself. So right now at half, it's 21 to nothing for the Patriots. Back to you in the original. Dominant performance. Thank you. Matt Martin updates Logan Sport and Northwood Lena. Hey, Matt, what do you have? We just finished the half. Uh, the second quarter saw an explosion of points for Logan Sport as – Stevie Holloway threw a couple more touchdown passes. Uh, getting ready to start the third quarter, and North Carolina will be kicking to Logan Sport, who is ahead 38 to nothing. All right, thank you. And it is Arcadia at Haynesville, and here's Dwayne Woodard. Dwayne? Hey, Ken, with 5, 423 left in the half, it's 20. 20, this will be 28, no, it's 26, 20 to 6, Hazel. Uh, Hazel was driving. Uh, we're on Arcadia's uh, nine-yard line. It's been a ground show for the 200-yard rushing in the first half. Split evenly between three backs. But uh, Hazel is on Arcadia's nine-yard line. With 4.06 to go in. 20-6, Haynesville over Arcadia. Got it. Thank you. All right, big game going on tonight at Duran Stadium. North DeSoto 28, Evangel Christian 21 at the half. North DeSoto 28, Evangel Christian 21. That game is at halftime. And we salute our friends at Signet Landing at 450 Laracini Street in West Wego, just off the West Bank Expressway, a delicious restaurant featuring local delicacies. The crawfish pie and the crab cakes are terrific, as are the pork chop and the seafood platter. Don't miss the crab dip appetizer or the best bread pudding you'll ever have. Signet Landing Swamp Tours as well. We have our Saints Hall of Fame show there on Wednesday night. Next week on Wednesday with Brad Edelman, our special guest. Open six days a week or closed on Tuesdays. Visit SignetLanding.com. Thanks to Reginelli's Pizzeria, 10 locations throughout the New Orleans area. In Baton Rouge and in Houston, they're uptown in Lakeview, Garden District, on Pointers, in Elmwood, on Clearview and Metairie, and in Kenner. Reginelli's with calzones, pastas, soups, salads, and sandwiches, and they're all great. Open seven days a week. Go to Reginelli's.com for more information. Let's check in with Neil McClellan on Vermillion Catholic and Jenneret. Hey, Neil. Hey guys, getting ready to start the third quarter. It's forty-two to nothing. Vermillion Catholic over Generet. They'll be going to run in time in the second half. As good as Generet's defense been this year, they've just not been able to solve Vermillion Catholic. The Eagles had six possessions in the first half, scored on six touchdowns, four of them on long passes. The Vermillion Catholic's going to go to seven and zero and two and zero in district or three and zero in district, and Generet's going to fall to five and two, two and two in district. 
So for the original, I'm Neil McClellan. All right, Neil, thank you. Before we get to break, let's check in with Logan Graffia, the big game between St. Paul's and North Shore. Logan? Well, Ken, we got us a good one here tonight. We're at halftime here at North Shore High School. Right now it's 9-7, to St. Paul over North Shore, and both teams are going back and forth with the ground-and-pound game. It looks like no one is giving an inch. So, again, we're in halftime right now, St. Paul over North Shore, 9-7. to All right, thank you very much, College Football. Memphis leads Tulane 21-17, third quarter. Tulane had a 10-0 lead. Memphis scored 21 on answer. Tulane just scored to make it 21-17 in the third. Memphis on top. We'll take a timeout here. Back with more on the original. We have our scoreboards coming up as well with Manny Peppa. Stay with us. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. And Doug. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit-forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil Nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. It's the one and only. Thanks for tuning in to the best prep football coverage anywhere on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 1061 Nash Icon, Nash FM, 1061.com, and the original network. And we thank Mike Serio's Po' Boys at 133 St. Charles Avenue, the staple of downtown New Orleans Po' Boy Downing with large overstuffed Po' Boys muffaladas around since 1958. They got all kinds of specialty sandwiches. They're named after the Saints, LSU, Tulane, and more. Open 10 to 3 daily. Mike Serio's authentic local cuisine. Call 504-523-3668 or visit Serio'sPo'Boys.com. Big game, St. Charles Catholic, St. Martinville. Here's Cliff Henry. Cliff? Hey, good evening, Ken. Uh, it's... Uh... We're about to start the third quarter here where St. Charles Catholic leads by the score of 22 to 15. It was a back and forth battle in the second quarter where St. Martinville's quarterback, they go on a seven play drive. He takes it in from two yards out with 9.14 left in the second quarter. The PAT was good. Next possession, uh, St. Martinville kicks off to St. Charles Catholic with Caden Foster 
takes it 80 yards for the touchdown. PAT was good to make it 15 to 15. St. Martinville gets the ball, go three and out in the second quarter after that kickoff return. St. Charles goes on a full play drive. St. Pierre, um, excuse me, uh, Brady St. Pierre to Brandon Craigle for 45 yards for the touchdown with five minutes left in a half. PAT was good by Milioto. That-'s where we stand at 22 to 15, beginning of the third quarter coming up shortly. All right, good game. Cliff Henry on the original. Thank, Thank you, Cliff. You. All right, Bogaloosa at Jules Sumner, and Daryl Jones has an update. Daryl? Uh, Bogaloosa is up 21-13. They punched in right before halftime. We're now in the third quarter. Sumner went three plays and punted, and now Bogaloosa got the ball with 7.46 left to go in the third. 21-13 Lumberjacks. Thank you. Pete Vignair updates the rivalry game, Fountain Blue and Mandeville. Hey, Pete, what's up? Hey, Kenny, we are just getting underway here in the third quarter. Uh, when we last talked, it was 7 nothing Mandeville, but it's been all Mandeville since then, defensively especially. Uh, to get the uh, scoring underway in the second quarter, Mandeville got a 35-yard touchdown run by Isaiah Bayham, and then they got a 50-yard pick-six return by Charles Stipe, and then he intercepted his second pass of the night to end the half, and that's where we stand right here as we're just getting underway here in the third quarter. Mandeville 21 nothing over Fountain Blue. All right, Hammond and Covington, here's Scott Meyer. Scott? Hey guys, right now with 5.32 to go in the third quarter. It's Covington 13, Hammond 0. Covington taking the opening drive. 10 plays, 67 yards. Brandon Merrick lines up at wide receiver. Put a reverse pass to Brandon Coakley, quarterback, on a 13-yard touchdown pass. That extra point was no good. Uh, Hammond getting the ball back. Hammond goes for it on fourth down at their own uh, 28-yard line. That was no good. Two plays. Uh, Justin Chapman caps off the two-play drive with a 23-yard touchdown run. That extra point was good. So right now with 5.32 to go in the third quarter, it's Covington 13, Hammond 0. This is Scott Meyer reporting for the original. And it's John Aaron and West Jefferson. It's Sheena Dilworth. Sheena? Sheena, go ahead. It is 35 nothing, John Aaron. We are at halftime. The teams are coming out of the locker room, getting ready to warm up and get set for the second half. It's 35-0, John Eric. This is Sheena Dillard. Thank you, Sheena. And Jacob Sinat watching the Booker T. Washington Lions having their way with Kenner Discovery. Jacob? Thank you. Hello, Mr. We're at halftime right now. It's currently 40 nothing Booker T. Washington over Kenner Discovery. They make a in the first drive of the game. And a one, a one-play touchdown with a 46-yard rushing touchdown. Darren, uh, Dameron Washington has three rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown, one being a 60-yard rushing touchdown, an 11-yard rushing touchdown, and a one-yard rushing touchdown. And Washington threw to Tayshawn Smith for a 65-yard touchdown. And the defense also picked up a fumble. Demon Lee rushing a 45-yard fumble <clears throat> to make it 40 to nothing. Booker T. Washington over Cameron Discovery. We're at halftime. I'm Jacob Cameron for the original. All right, Jacob, thank you very much. Warren Easton leads Douglas 29 to nothing. And they have 29 nothing. Warren Easton. At the half, let's check in now with Lamar Gafford, who's got Washita Parish and Alexandria. Lamar, what do you have? Um, okay, right now we got two thirty-nine to go in the third quarter. Alexandria leading Washita twenty-one to ten. Couple of touchdowns for uh, J.C. Lindsey uh, as he just scored um, not too long ago here, just to make it twenty-one to ten. And also Ty Feaster had a couple of touchdown passes in this game, one to E.J. Scott and the other one to Lindsey. So so far with two fifteen to go in the third quarter, Alexandria twenty-one, Washita ten. This is Lamar Gaffer with the original. 
All right, Lamar, thank you very much. Dagan Bruno, long touchdown pass. John Curtis, 28 to nothing over Acadiana, 838 to play in the third quarter of that one. And we'll get Bob Utsler's update on that in just a moment to give you the details. Clay Thomas, right now, updates a big one between Pine and Amit. Hey, what do you have, Clay? Yeah, right before the half, Amit scored right at the right at the half. It gave him 21, but we had done scored 28. So the scores were start. We're kicking off second half right now. So Pine give, on top. So give us a score. Give us a score again. 28. Pine, 21, Amit. What a game. 28-21, yep. Pine Raiders on top, trying to make it two straight over Amit and trying to stay unbeaten in the process. All right, we'll get the scores, score, scoreboard update coming up in just a moment. But first, let's check in at the Shrine on Airline with Bob Utzler, updating John Curtis Christian and Acadiana. Okay, Bob, take it away. Hey, Kenny, just as you said, it's 28 to nothing for the Patriots. The second half started with the Ramblin' Rex from Acadiana getting the call. But they are stopped. They punt it. And then on a pass play that was just unbelievable from Bruno to Washington. And Washington catches it over his shoulder, not even looking back at it. Catches it over his shoulder and walks into the end zone. So right now we are in the third quarter with uh, 8.24 remaining. And it's uh, John Curtis 28 and Acadiana nothing. Back to you in the original. All right. Thank you very much, Bob. We appreciate that. And with that, it's time now for a Scores First scoreboard update in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com, best site on the web where you get the scores first and most accurate all the time. Check them out seven days a week, 365, 24-7, you name it. That's CrescentCitySports.com. Here's Emmanuel Peppis. Thanks, Ken. And we begin with Harding Academy of Arkansas, who has stretched their lead further over Wachita Christian. It is now 31-14 to late in the fourth quarter there. Also, Varnado leads Cohen 14-8. Riverside 48, West St. John nothing. St. Edmund in the third quarter leads Sacred Heart 6-0. It's Glenbrook 54, Ringgold 6. At the half, Prescott of Arkansas 10, Homer 8. Vermillion Catholic leads Generette 42-0. It's Montgomery 13, LaSalle 6. Magnolia School of Excellence 22, Plain Dealing 14. Logan Sport 38, Northwood Lena nothing. Central Private and Slaughter Charter tied at 22 apiece. It's Covenant Christian 21, Highland Baptist nothing. East Beauregard leads Elton 8-6. It is Delhi Charter 35, Tensaw nothing. St. Elena 28, St. Thomas Aquinas nothing. At the half, St. John 21, Ascension Christian 7. Mangum leads Madison 35 to nothing. It's Red River 46, Lakeview 14. North Caddo 30, Lakeside 24. It's Notre Dame 27, Vinton 6. Rose Pine leads Pickering 42 to nothing at the half. It's Franklin 28, Lauraville 14. Dunham, 35, Episcopal, 14. Grand Lake, 14, Lake Arthur, nothing. Mansfield, 13, Jonesboro Hodge, nothing. Ascension Episcopal, 35, West St. Mary, nothing. Darbin Woods Charter, 21, Loyola Prep, 7, also at the half. It's Catholic and New Iberia, 34, Delcom, nothing. St. James, 43, and Patterson, nothing. At the half, it's Welsh, 8, De Quincey, nothing. St. Charles leading St. Martinville, 22 to 15. Late in the third quarter, it's Sterlington, 14, Union Parish, 3. Jennings leads South Beauregard 14-7. Bonkey and Buckeye tied at 28 apiece. Bugalusa 21, Jewel Sumner 13. University Lab 20, Madison Prep 7. North Webster leads Carroll 21-7. It's Church Point 14, Northwest 6. Caldwell Parish 14, Marksville nothing. It is Abbeville leading Crowley 46-7. A final from earlier this afternoon, it was Country Day beating the Willow School 38-14. As we just heard a moment ago, Pine leads a meet 28-21. It's General Trask, 20, Bastrop, 6, early third quarter there. 
Central Catholic, 14. Berwick, nothing. Opelousas, 42. Livonia, nothing. Northwood of Shreveport, 19. Minden, nothing. It is South Lafouche, 14. Morgan City, nothing. St. Thomas Moore, 21. Or excuse me, 35. Northside, nothing. Pearl River, 21. Franklinton, 7. Tioga, 14. Franklin Parish, 9. Neville leads Grant, 27 to nothing. Huntington, 22. Woodlawn of Shreveport, nothing. It is Booker T. Washington of New Orleans, 40. Kenner Discovery, nothing. Kinder, 28. Bro Bridge, 25. Parkview Baptist leads Broadmoor, 50 to 6. In the third quarter, it's West Feliciana, 13. Brulee, nothing. Leesville leads DeRitter at the half, 14 to 7. It's West Monroe, 42. West Wachita, 7. Eunice, 41. Washington Marion, 8. North DeSoto, 28. Evangel, 21. Salmon, 31. Hannon, 7. Assumption, 22. Ellender, nothing. Shaw, 20. Bell Chase, 10. St. Paul's, 9. North Shore, 7. Ruston leads Pineville, 28 to nothing. It is Southside, 21. Sulphur, 6. Zachary leads Scotlandville at the half. It's 42 to nothing there. Ponchatoula leads Slidell, 14 to 6 at the half. It's Santamont, 7. Denham Springs, nothing. Jesuit and Carr tied at 7 at the half. It's John Errett, 35. West Jefferson, nothing. Mandeville leads Fountain Blue, 21 to nothing. It's Thibodeau, 21. H.O. Bourgeois, nothing. Barb, 14. New Iberia, 10. Sam Houston leads Lafayette, 20 to 7. It is Holy Cross leading Brother Martin, 13 to 7. Captain Shreve, 22. Natchitoches Central, 12. That's at the half. It's Karen Crow, 36. Como, 8. As we just heard a moment ago as well, Covington leads Hammond, 13 to nothing in the third quarter. East St. John, 42. Central Lafouche, nothing. Alexandria, 21. Wachita, 10. John Curtis also, as we just heard, leads Acadiana now 28 to nothing in the third quarter. It is Baton Rouge Central, 18. Baton Rouge Catholic, 14. Haynesville leads Arcadia, 20 to 6. It is Cecilia, 34. Brobridge, nothing. Warren Easton leads Douglas, 29 to nothing. It is St. Mary's leading Peabody, 14 to 13. And Lakeshore now leads LaRanger, 28 to 14 in the third quarter. Ken, back to you. All right, thank you very much, Emmanuel. We'll take a time out here. We'll return with more reports as we return with more of the original in just a moment. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. If you're like me, hair isn't just hair because hair is confidence. Hair is identity. Hair is everything. And I love that I can find beauty steals of 50% off by hair care must-haves like Lola V and Color Wow. Amazing deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from Redken and Living Proof. And new product launches from my favorite brands like Dyson and Whey. All at Ulta Beauty's gorgeous hair event. Happening now until October 21st. So hurry, shop in store, online, or try pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions may apply. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. 
For 17 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field of the Caesar Superdome during the 2023 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl on Saturday, December 16th. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. 29 years of consistent excellence in Louisiana prep football. We've got you covered for six hours each Friday night. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana prep football report on 106.1 Nash Icon, New Orleans, the original network, and at crescentcitysports.com. We salute Summary Grill, 2600 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna, a must-stop West Bank classic in Gretna. Thai riblets, nachos, shrimp tacos, fish quesadillas, Wonderful ribs. They've got it all. They'll take care of your party needs. If you need to customize a menu, they can do that for you, too. And they're ready for you to visit them. Great restaurant. Sunraygrill.com is the website. That's Amoria Pizzeria, 4441 West Mattery near Clearview and Mattery, home of the deep dish, authentic Chicago-style pizza. Thin and crispy lovers love the New York style, too. We've got that here tonight. They're both great. Open for lunch and dinner. That's Amoria, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Daily lunch specials. Fish, pasta dishes, appetizers, salads, sandwiches, and more. And Creole Creamery ice cream to top it off. Go to That's Amoria Pizza Online. Dot com. Let's check in with Roland Skinner on Lakeshore and LaRondra. Hey, Roland. Hey, Ken. With six minutes left to go in the third quarter, Lakeshore 28, LaRondra 14. Lakeshore's second possession went nine plays, 64 yards. Archer Grow with the second touchdown of the game. LaRondra answered with the 14 plays, 75 yard drive. Quarterback Colton Morris for his second touchdown on a fourth and 13 scramble. The ensuing possession, Lakeshore's Jaden Wells took a reverse 63 yards for a touchdown. Um, to, to go to half, third quarter, Lakeshore's uh, first possession, uh, 54 yards on five plays. Archer Grow with his third touchdown of the game, and uh, that's where we're at, uh, middle of the third quarter. Lakeshore four, uh, 28, LaRondra 14. This is Roland Skinner for the original. All right. Harding Academy of Arkansas defeated Washtenaw Christian 31-14. to Harding Academy 31, Washtenaw Christian 14. That is a final. Micah Higgins checks in on the rivalry game. Renewed East Jefferson Bonneville. It started late, and Micah's got an update. Micah? We got a close one here. 7-6, to six, uh, EJ over Bonneville. EJ scored on a pass, uh, passing touchdown about 30 yards to Dorian Holland. Um, Bonneville responded with a 37-yard pass to Julian uh, Price. We missed the ensuing extra point, so it's 7-6. to six. East Jefferson just got an interception. Two minutes and 47 seconds left in the half. Um, and they're driving. They're right on the 50-yard line. Um, so, 7-6, EJ, 2 minutes and 43 seconds to halftime. All right, Micah, thank you. Southside leads Sulphur 24-6 in the third quarter. E.D. White Catholic now 41 to nothing over Donaldsonville Woo! as they play in the early part of the fourth quarter of that game. E.D. White is some good. Let's check in with Darren Dias on Winfield Manny. Darren? With... 154 left in the third quarter, Manny 49, Winfield 0. We're running the clock here. It's going to be a real quick second half. Manny has uh, done pretty much whatever they wanted to in this game, running and passing the ball with 135 left in the third quarter, 49-0, Manny. All right, thank you very much. Jordan West, two-yard touchdown run, caps a six-minute, 40-second drive. Brother Martin takes a 14-13 lead over Holy Cross, 520 to play in the third quarter of that contest. Let's check in now with Mike Coppage. Mike, what do you have? 
Hey, Kim. We're at the half here, uh, homecoming festivities at Karen Crow. The Bears have a 36-8 lead over Como. Como comes this game winless. Uh, Karen Crow comes in undefeated. It looks like the Bears are going to move to 7-0 seven, uh, seven on the year. they got three touchdown passes from Chance Zavano, two rushing touchdowns by Casimir Batiste. And, you know, looking – I mean, I know it's early to be looking uh, down the road this far, but, hey, Karen Crow and Carr look like they could be uh, – you know, two of the top dogs in select Division One this year. Uh, that would be a rematch of a few years ago. Well, we'll see. A long way to go. We're going to get an update on card judgment in a moment. All right. Thank you very much, Mike. Let's check in now with Kelly France, Big One, Dilla, Sal, and Newman Uptown. What do you have, Kelly? Well, we got a barn burner here. 24, Sal Newman, 21 with five minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, both teams have been driving up and down the field. Uh, last touchdown, we last friend. Through a 22 yard to Peter Luke to make it 24 21 Dallas Salle. Before that, Kobe Pounds made a 10 yard run to Dallas Salle to go ahead. Uh, so here we are. It's a real uh, good game here. 24 21 Dallas Salle up with 514 left in the third quarter. All right. Great Kelly game. Frank. Thank you, Kelly. St. James 46, Patterson nothing. Late third quarter 46 nothing. St. James on top of Patterson. Booker T. Washington 46, Kenner Discovery nothing. Seven minutes to play in the third quarter. 46 nothing Booker T on top in that one. Let's check in now with Benny Jones. It's Carr and Jesuit. What do you have, Benny? Yeah, Ken, we're at uh, five minutes and 24 seconds left in the third quarter, and the score is still Carr 7 and Jesuit 7. Jesuit took the kickoff and went about 80 yards down the field, but was not able to score, and uh, now, you know, we're coming the other way with uh, Carr. But, again, the score is 7-7. Seven, seven. It's 522 in the third quarter. This is Benny Jones with the original. All right, Benny, thank you very much. Uh, surprise there for sure. Let's check in with Corey Spinks on Central Private. Slaughter Charter, what do you have, Corey? Yeah, we're, we're at halftime right now. Slaughter Charter is winning 28-22 to 22, and Slaughter Charter has scored on almost half of their offensive possessions. Uh, but their defense is struggling. Uh, holding Central Private from the just triple option, that wing team. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Let's check in with Ryan Joseph, Springfield Independence. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how you doing? It's uh, halftime. Uh, Springfield is ahead, 28-26. 28-26. All right, thank you. Appreciate that. Let's check in with Matt Sims, Tag Gormley Stadium, Holy Cross, and Brother Martin. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ken. we got two minutes, 55 seconds to play in the third quarter. Brother Martin leads Holy Cross 14 to 13. It was 7 to 6, Brother Martin. When I last spoke with you, Holy Cross got the ball up to midfield, went for it on fourth and two. Caden Endo broke off a 53 yard touchdown run to make it 13 to 7. Then, right before half, Holy Cross missed a field goal to try to extend it uh, 16 to 7. So that made it 13 to 7 at half. Brother Martin received to start the second half. They marched down the field on a 12-play drive, punching it in from two yards out on the Jordan West touchdown, his second of the night, to make it 14-13. to Holy Cross currently has the ball. They've got it down inside the 10-yard line now for a first and goal. But controversy on this drive, two separate runs. Holy Cross fumbled the ball, and Brother Martin recovered, but the refs ruled his that the player was down on both occasions. So the Crusaders' sideline, Really worked up right now, believing they should have the ball, and this drive should be over. So, 
Holy, Brother Martin, 14. Holy Cross, 13. 228 to play in the third quarter. Matt Sims for the original. And the Tigers threatening to take the lead as we speak. Let's check in with Cody Futrell, West Washington, West Monroe. Cody? Back in. It's uh, been all West Monroe tonight. Uh, they lead this one 42-7. to seven. Uh, West Monroe uh, substituting a lot here in the second half uh, as we are approaching, uh, I believe, uh, just now under 10 minutes to go in the game. And uh, West Washington has uh, got a pretty good little drive going here as uh, they've Moved inside the West Road 15-yard line. Uh, West Road trying to make a stand, though, here is, uh, uh, as West Washington has only uh, been able to score the one touchdown in that uh, second quarter, and since then has uh, gone scoreless. So it's 42-7, to West Monroe, 9.5 and counting to play here at Rebel Stadium. Reporting for the original, it's Cody Petrell. All right, thank you. South Lafouche and Morgan City, here's Andrew Mancuso. Andrew? Yeah, with 20 seconds left in the third quarter, it's South LaFouche 14, Morgan City 7. San Francisco, Morgan City, Tiger Stadium. All right, thank you. Let's check in on East Ascension and Walker. Good game. Here's Tim Walker. Tim Tim Walker. Tim Rogers, Tim. How y'all doing tonight? We're here at halftime at this game between uh, Walker and uh, East Ascension. Uh, pretty much this entire first half had been all Walker. Uh, Walker went down in the first quarter, uh, drove the ball down. It's pretty much just been a rushing attack for Walker. Uh, scored a touchdown uh, in the second quarter. Walker did the same thing. Uh, scored, a, got the next touchdown and been stuffing EA, stuffing EA. And uh, like it always happened, they stuffed EA with about a minute left in the game. Uh, and EA went to punt. Walker runs to the punter. EA gets a second chance. And EA ends up uh, scored a touchdown with about five seconds uh, left in the quarter. And in the half, uh, as we go into this uh, half, 13 to 7, uh, Walker over East Ascension. All right, thank you, Pineville Rustin. And here's Hunter Smith. Hunter? Hey, guys. Hunter Smith here at Hoss Garrett Stadium. Eight minutes, 40 seconds to go in the third quarter. Rustin has stretched this one out, 35 to nothing at this point. Uh, picked up a special team touchdown, a couple quick strikes to uh, kind of stretch this one out. Rustin has put their second offense in the game. And uh, 8.40 to go, Rustin up, 35 to nothing. All right, thank you. Shaw takes a 27-10 lead over Bell Chase midway through the third. Shaw 27, Bell Chase 10 midway through the third quarter of that one. Let's check in on Covington and Hammond, and here's an update with Scott Meyer. Scott? Hey, guys, 8.05 to go in the fourth quarter. It's Covington 13, Hammond 0. After the Covington score, Hammond going on a seven-place, 67-yard drive. Hammond gets to the one-yard line. Eli Johnson fumbles at the one. The lines recover. They was held to a punt, taking advantage of the short field. A six-play, 42-yard drive this time. Eli Johnson does get in from four yards out. That extra point was no good. So right now with 7.42 to go in the game, it is Covington 13, Hammond 6. Scott Meyer reporting for the original. All right, Scott, thank you. St. James 46, Patterson nothing. 46 to nothing, St. James over Patterson. They go to the fourth quarter of that game tonight let's check in now with jimmy davis who's standing by hey jimmy what do you have yes sir we just started the third quarter we had a long halftime homecoming uh still on the field but with uh 43 to nothing mangum mangum over, over madison mangum's over madison 43 nothing third quarter all right jimmy thank you very much for that update and we are can tell you now the Lakeshore just scored. They lead LaRonger 35-14 late third quarter. Lakeshore pulling away from LaRonger 35-14. Parkview Baptist leads Broadmoor 50-6. 8.40 to play in the third quarter. Parkview Baptist 50 and Broadmoor 6. And they go to the fourth quarter now. Salmon leads Archbishop Hannon 45-7. Salmon 45, Archbishop Hannon 7 as they go to the fourth quarter of that game. And it's now Elton on top of East Beauregard 14-8. 
Late third quarter, Elton 14, East Beauregard 8. Southside has scored again. Late third, they lead Sulphur 31-6. to Southside 31 and Sulphur 6. Yeah, yeah, and it is Carroll 21-7 to over North Webster. We'll get you updated on that coming up as well. And we continue to move on with other scores. We can also tell you right now that Two Tonys at 8536 Train Boulevard in West End open Tuesday through Saturday for lunch. Fresh fish, pasta, all kinds of salads. Great po' boys as well. Anthony Montalbano makes everything from scratch. Family recipes for many years. They have a full bar. they got a banquet room, too, and it's good for all parties. At Two Tonys, 8536 Train Boulevard on West End. Holy Cross scores. The Tigers go for two and fail. 12 seconds to play in the third quarter. Holy Cross, 19. Brother Martin, 14. Holy Cross 19, Brother Martin 14, with 12 seconds to play in the third quarter of that contest. Let's check in on Union Parish and Sterlington. Here's Chris Snell. Chris? Again, we got seven minutes and 40 seconds left in the ball game, and it's been all the Panthers right here. The Panthers defense has really showed their dominance. And now the score, uh, the Panthers 17, the Farmer 3, they have really discipled this offense of the Farmers. They've really been moving the ball all year against everybody. So, the Panthers doing a good job of just shutting that down. So with seven and twenty seven minutes and twenty seconds left, it's seventeen to three Panthers. All right. Impressive to say the least. John Curtis still on top of Acadiana, twenty-eight to nothing in the third quarter. We'll take a time out here. Our scores first scoreboard update next with Emmanuel Peppas. Then we'll check in at Francesca's by Katie's on Riverdale Night on the original. At Dudley DeBosier, clients call within days of their injury. Because if you wait, evidence gets lost, and the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15654. There's no doubt about it. Fear and frustration are at an all-time high. People are worried. People are saying, what's coming around the next corner? Some people are so frustrated, I just want to get away from everything. King David felt the same way. Psalm 55, he said, Oh, if I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and then I would be safe. Well, unfortunately, we don't have wings right now. So how do we survive? Number one, we must be intentional with God's Word. The Word of God has withstood the test of time. In God's Word, we hear words of life, strength, direction, and encouragement. At LifeGate, the priority is the Word. Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we will be in the Word. Join us at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. You can check us out on Facebook at LifeGate Church Ministries. In the meantime, at the end of that chapter, David said it this way, so cast your burden on the Lord and He will sustain you. Well, that ought to hold us until we all have wings to fly away. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. We're Dudley DeBosier, and we're proud to be the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are back with a new season ahead with a whole lot to play for. Let's go, Louisiana. It's time to rally behind the black and gold. Demand Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15653. You want all of the scores? Want them now? This is the place. 1061 Nash Icon. 
NashFM1061.com, and CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update with Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. Just going final, uh, final a couple of moments ago. It was uh, Harding Academy 31, Wachita Christian 14 in a game that started early. The rest of these games are in progress. Varnadel leads Cohen 14-8. That's in the third quarter. It's now Riverside 55, West St. John nothing. St. Edmund leads Sacred Heart 13-7. It's Glenbrook 54, Ringgold 6. Vermillion Catholic 42, Generette nothing. It is Prescott of Arkansas 10, Homer 8, just starting the third quarter there. It is Montgomery leading LaSalle 13 to 6. Fourth quarter, it's now Logan Sports 60, Northwood Lena nothing. Covenant Christian leads Highland Baptist 21 to nothing. It's Slaughter Charter 28, Central Private 22. Delhi Charter 35, Tensaw nothing. Elton 14, East Beauregard 8. St. John 21, Ascension Christian 14. It's North Caddo 36, Lakeside 24. Red River 46, Lakeview 14. Mangum 43, Madison nothing. Rosepine 42, Pickering nothing. Manny leads Winfield 49 to nothing in the third quarter there. It's Dunham 35, Episcopal 14. Grand Lake 21, Lake Arthur nothing. Springfield 28, Independence 26. In the fourth quarter, it's Mansfield 19, Jonesboro Hodge 12. Baker leads Northeast 13 to 6. In the fourth quarter, it's Ascension Episcopal 51, West St. Mary 6. Also, Catholic New Iberia leads Delcom 34 to nothing. It's Darbon Woods Charter 21, Loyola Prep 7. In the fourth quarter, it's Port Berry 18, Ville Platte 8. St. James leads Patterson 46 to nothing. It's Welsh 15 to Quincy nothing. Wassman 20, Richwood nothing. St. Charles 29, St. Martinville 15. It's Sterlington thir- uh, 17, Union Parish 3. It is Jennings leading South Beauregard 14 to 7. Bogalusa 21, Jewel Sumner 13. Northwester 21, Carroll 7. Church Point 22, Northwest 14. E.D. White 41, Donaldsonville nothing. It is Pine 28, Amit 21, Abbeville 46, Crawley 7. Earlier today, Country Day defeated the Willow School 38 to 14. It is Central Catholic leading Berwick 14 to nothing, Opelousa 61, Livonia nothing, St. Thomas More 49, Northside nothing, South Lafouche 14, Morgan City 7. It is Tioga leading Franklin Parish 14 to 9. It is Huntington 22, Woodlawn of Shreveport nothing, Bozier 15, Booker T. Washington of Shreveport 14. Kinder, 28, Brobridge, 25, Parkview Baptist, 50, Broadmoor, 6. It is Dallas, uh, Newman now leading DeLaSalle, 29 to 24 in the third quarter. DeRitter, 22, Leesville, 14, West Monroe, 42, West Wachita, 13, Eunice, 41, Washington Marion, 8. It's Salmon, 45, Hannon, 7, Shaw, 27, Belchase, 10, Ruston, 35, Pineville, nothing. It is Ponchatoula, 14, Slidell, 12, Zachary, 42, Scotlandville, nothing. Jesuit and Carr tied at 7. Walker, 13. East Ascension, 7. Sanama, 14. Denham Springs, nothing. Mandeville leading Fontainebleau, 21 to nothing. It is John Errett leading West Jefferson, 35 to nothing. East Jefferson, 7. Bonneville, 6. Sam Houston, 20. Lafayette, 7. Holy Cross, 19. Brother Martin, 14. Captain Shreve, 29. Como, 18. Or excuse me, Captain Shreve, 29. Nacogdoches Central, 18. Karen Crow, 36. Como, 8. Covington leads Hammond, 13 to nothing. It's East Jefferson, 42. Central Lafouche, nothing. Alexandria leads Wachita, 28 to 10. It is Cecilia, 34. Bro Bridge, nothing. Warren Easton, 29. Douglas, nothing. Booker T. Washington of New Orleans now leads to Kenner Discovery, 51 to nothing in the fourth quarter. 
It's also John Curtis leading Acadiana 28 to nothing. And Baton Rouge Central has extended their lead. They now lead Baton Rouge Catholic third quarter 24 to 14. Ken, back to you. Big statement by Central. They can hold on. And let's check in now on Riverdale Night at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue, and Les East and Jude Young with Kyle Walker. Take it away, gentlemen. Thanks, Ken. Uh, well, I'm not sure a whole lot has changed since the last time. We're still uh, very impressed by John Curtis. We're still following the back and forth between Dallas Allen Newman as well as Holy Cross. Yeah, Holy Cross, no doubt, uh, in in their 1914 lead over Brother Martin right now. And, and that game is with 10.34 to play in the ball game. Again, 10.34 to play in the game right now with the Holy Cross on top. Roe, obviously that game is still in the balance. Mm. Uh, Holy Cross has made some big plays as they always do, but mm -hmm. they've missed two two-point conversions, and it's a five-point spread in the fourth quarter. You know I'm thinking Henry Randall, well, Of right? course you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It. it always shows up. 19-14, as you said, Holy Cross. Once you go for two one, once you go for two once, mm -hmm. then you're almost trapped mm -hmm. into going for it again, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. How about Brother that Martin Newman? just breaks one. Ooh. Brother Martin just breaks one touchdown. Forty-five yards. Brother Martin's going to take the lead over Holy Cross. That makes it twenty to nineteen. Yeah, and they they should go for two here. I would with the numbers. But then again, maybe not because you stay on schedule if you go for one. And you're up by two if mm -hmm. you get my drift. Yeah. So yeah. ten thirty four to play. Uh long run, about fifty yards, makes it twenty to nineteen, and we'll see. They're gonna kick the extra point. So they're going for one in that situation with ten thirteen to play. So they're gonna go for one here. Here to go ahead and try to make Put this a two. Twenty one fourteen, right? Twenty one no, it's twenty to nineteen 20, right now. Twenty, 20 to, 19. to nineteen. Yeah, but that's right, let's make sure we get that right. Yeah. Twenty to nineteen. So the Martin over Holy Cross. <laughs> extra point penning. All right, guys. I think we got cut off, guys. Go ahead. We're back. Go ahead, Sorry Jim. about that. Yeah. Uh, Coach Walker was talking about uh, what we were discussing about John Curtis and their focus. I don't know when we got cut off, but yeah. coach, if you want to repeat yeah. those. Yeah. No, yeah. you can tell they have you know their lasered focus, and that's why it's twenty-eight to nothing. Coach got them, got them right for tonight's game, and and like you said, you talk about teenagers, and and he. He got them focused, and they're they're showing it by leading twenty eight nothing. Coach, uh, coach. By the way, guys, okay. just want to let you know that Acadiana was driving. However, John Curtis came up with an interception, and they returned wow. it back into Acadiana territory. Just want to let you know that. Ten minutes wow. to go, twenty eight nothing. And meanwhile, Holy Cross taking a five point lead into the fourth quarter. Good tight battle there. Oh. With bro oh, no, Brother Martin just scored as we announced uh, so about two minutes go. ago. So, so, so Brother Martin 21-19, Brother Martin. And, and look, Brother Martin had another opportunity on the goal line. Mark Bonice, a young football team in some areas. They've made some mistakes at times throughout the year. But the way they've been able to contain Holy Cross, which is such a challenge, into the fourth quarter here and take the lead. Outstanding performance so far by the Crusaders. And we'll see if they can finish it off. That's it. I mean, I, I, I think it's going to be a, it's going to come down to who has the ball last with, with, with those two teams. Mm -hmm. We heard about so, Central. Yeah, let uh, me make, let me well. let me interject here with that. Brother Martin's decided uh, that they they're going to go for two after all and not kick the extra point with a one point lead. So, and that's interesting because of the spread. And the answer is they got it. Yeah. Yeah. Two point conversion. Twenty two nineteen. Brother Martin ten thirteen to play, guys. And, know, oh, and, and oh, by the way, Carr scored twice. 21-7 Carr over Jesuit. Early there fourth quarter, 21-7 Carr. 
Go ahead, guys. Yeah, that was a floodgate situation for the Blue Jays. <laughs> At some point, you got to put up some points because Carr's going to well, do it, and often they'll do it quickly and in bunches. No shocker, especially over in Algiers. Well, look at it this way. Last year, Jesuit played them closer than anyone else in the district. I think it was 16. They lost by 16 last year. It was 33 to 17 or something like that. So stands to reason that the Blue Jays played them a little closer than most. And a veteran coaching staff, particularly on the defensive side of the ball that we've commented on for quite a few years now, holding together and showing their worth. Unfortunately, the Jays just not enough firepower. And we heard about Central with their lead over Catholic in the second half. Yep. Uh, they're 5-1. and one. The Wildcats are, are showing everybody, hey, they're a little bit ignored in that Baton Rouge area, but and they won't be if they finish it off tonight. Catholic scored. It's 24-20 to 20 now, Central on top. Great game. Yeah, great. And they've had a, a couple of great games in the past three years, as I recall. So, uh, again, impressive there. And uh, St. Paul's, I don't know if we have an update, if it was still 9-7 to seven at that point, but sort of low scoring, as we expected. And certainly the Wolves are, are willing to slug it out with you as they're in the fourth quarter now, still 9-7 to seven yep. over the Panthers. And getting back to Baton Rouge for a minute, another impressive performance. Dunham, 35, Episcopal, 14. I'm a little surprised by that margin. And, and guys, a very good year. <laughs> Holy Cross breaks a 60-yard kickoff there return. So they're, in, they're in scoring position right now, right away. There it goes. And by the way, that Central Catholic game, understand the dynamic there. David Simino left Catholic mm -hmm. to go back to Central uh, to be the head coach. And not too many people leave Catholic. And David Simino did. He's at Central, and look at what they're doing. Yeah, that's impressive. You know, when, when, when you get a coach that leaves a school and goes to another one and they have to face each other, it really becomes difficult um, emotional-wise. No doubt. And Booker T. Washington is final now. The Lions of New Orleans beat Kendra Discovery. 51 to nothing was the final. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. From the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The outcomes are in the balance with the games nearing an end. The finals are coming in. Remember where you get it first and foremost, where the state comes on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on the original network. Here's Ken. All right, and without any further ado, let's check in now with Matt Piku, who's standing by. All right, Matt, what's going on? It's 29-7 to 7 U High with a minute 12 left to go in the third quarter. 29-7 University High leads Madison Prep late third. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Will Jardinus outside in Zoffer. Hey, Will. Hey, 8-17 left in the fourth quarter. Southside 38, Zoffer 14. So, uh, Southside, they're, they're just getting it through the air and on the ground. Uh, this is Will for the original. All right, thank you very much, Will. Grant and Neville, here's Mike Krejci. Mike? It's uh, six minutes and 36 seconds left, and uh, I think Neville now just down to the two-yard line. It's, uh, no, he scored. It's now 40-6. to six. Uh, They should get ready to kick the extra point with 628 left. All right, so extra point pending, and uh, there's your update. All right, thank you. Sean Oob updates St. James and Patterson. Sean? Hey, the final score here at Patterson is St. James 48 and Patterson 0. Uh, in the third quarter, St. James scored uh, a field goal by number 21 with two minutes and two seconds remaining in the third quarter. 
And then uh, with two minutes and 21 seconds left, we ended up scoring a safety. So the final here at Patterson again is St. James 48, Patterson 0. We're getting ready for Donaldsonville next week. All right, you bet. I'm with the All right, Sean, thank you. Yeah, St. James and E.D. White just on a collision course down the road. That's pretty obvious mm-hmm. at this point. Oh, by the way, Carr just eight, scored three, again. Eight. Carr 28, Jesuit 7 in the fourth quarter. Three unanswered touchdowns for Carr. 28-7 Cougars in the fourth quarter. St. Elena and St. Thomas Aquinas and Smokey Leonard. Smokey? And we're in the fourth quarter here with the score 28-7 St. Thomas Carolyn, St. Elena, and St. Thomas is on a mile drive right now inside the 20. So we're 11.48 to go, 28 for the half, 7 for the Falcons. It's smoking in for the original. All right, St. Elena on top there. Lakeshore pulling away from LaRonger, 42-14, 7.54 to play. Lakeshore 42 and LaRonger 14 as they continue to pull away in that game. And we can tell you that Elton and East Borgard are tied 14-14 in the fourth quarter of a good one. 14-14, fourth quarter, East Beauregard and Elton in that one. And, oh, by the way, Tulane 31, Memphis 21 with 5.51 to play in the game. Tulane up 31-21 on Memphis Green Wave, threatening again, uh, but a penalty just negated what looked like a big play for the Wave. might have been a touchdown. Uh, and they're going to probably call offensive interference on that. Rizell just made a great catch and broke three tackles and made it to the end zone, but I think they're going to call offensive interference, and they did. So that negates a touchdown. It would have put the game away, but it looked like the right call, Ro. I think I certainly think he, it was the right call. That hand's extended. No doubt. Pushed off on the receiver, but we're keeping you posted. Hate that they play on Friday night, but again, this happens. It happened last year with Houston. That was an overtime game. This one tonight, Tulane has bounced back from a 21-10 third-quarter deficit to put themselves in position to win this big game in the American Conference up 31-21 i tell you what, Brazil got grabbed first before he pushed off, so it's pretty interesting. They get the second you know, one and not you know, the first you know, one. Add it, add it. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Second one and not the first one, right? Mm-hmm. So I hate when that happens, but that <laughs> happens sometimes. All right, let's check in with Eric Narcisse of the Acadiana Advocate. All right, Eric, what do you have? Hey, guys, second half, it's been all Sam Houston. Sam Houston opened up the uh, uh, third quarter with a 57-yard touchdown run by Drew Bailey to take a 27-7 uh, lead with six minutes to go in the third quarter following a blasted high interception. Um, then on the ensuing play, our ensuing possession for blasted high, they fumbled, recovered by Sam Houston, who then threw a 55-yard bomb, brother to brother, Gavin Stout to Ty Stout, to give a uh, 34-7 lead. Blasted high just added a touchdown. It's 34-14 Sam Houston with four minutes to go. All right. Thank you very much. And Manny beat Winfield 49 to nothing. Manny beat Winfield 49 to nothing. That is a final score tonight. And let's check in now with Melissa Gramet. Big game, wild game. Bunky and Buckeye. Melissa, what's the latest? Uh, we came out in the third quarter and scored a touchdown on them. We, they blocked the extra point. And we just had them turn over the ball on downs, and we have the ball starting our drive on the 22-yard line. So it is 34 to 35. All right, 35-34, Buckeyes on top, correct? Bunky. Bunky's on top. So Bunky leads 35-34 over Buckeye. Don't get confused. Bunky, 35, Buckeye, 34. Got it. All right, Melissa, great game. Thank you. Uh, Boy, what a a game that is. (laughs) Figured to be, and it's turned out that way. And you can tell just how exciting it is by listening because that's exactly what you're getting. All right, let's check in with Tony Clark. Hey, Tony, what do you have? 
Hey, yeah, we're down to nine minutes left in the game. Thibodeau's still up 21-7 to over HL Bourgeois. 21-7, Thibodeau over HL Bourgeois. All right, thank you, Pearl River Franklinton. Here's Jack Hutchison. Jack? Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack, you with us? With 10-21 to go in the third quarter, it's Pearl River 35, Franklinton 35. Both teams have come out scoring a lot of points here in the second half. Pearl River just punted after a three and out. Franklinton will take over at the Pearl River 40-yard line. With 10-15 to go, it's Pearl River 35, Franklinton 35. This is Jack Hutchinson for the original. Boy, that game has changed. All right, Jack. <laughs> thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate that. Lakeshore 42, LaRanger 21, 7.23 to play in the game. East St. John beats Central Lafouche 42-14. to East St. John 42, Central Lafouche 14. That's a final. Wildcats stay unbeaten. Keep rolling. And they're setting up that showdown. You know that's coming with mm-hmm. Destrahan for sure. All right, Greg Hubley updates. Warren Easton and Douglas. Hey, Greg. Hey, guys. It's been all Easton since the second half started. They came out. Easton received the kick. They went out of bounds. They got it at the 35. And on the first play, Donaldson connected with Fred Robinson on a 65-yard touchdown pass. Eagles went for two, and they went up 37 to nothing uh, on a suing possession for the Bobcats. They ran the ball off the uh, the left side, and Cairo Moore stripped it and ran it back 35 yards for another Eagle touchdown. Another try for two was good. So the score is now Easton 45 and Douglas nothing. And we're about midway through the third quarter. Again, we're having clock problems here at Fan American State. <laughs> I know. Same way yesterday. So they got to get that fixed, man. That's ridiculous. All right. Thank, thank you, Greg. Appreciate that, man. All right, buddy. All right. Fourth quarter, Elton 22, East Borgard 14. Elton 22, East Borgard 14. That game is now in the fourth quarter as we speak. Let's check in now on Denham Springs, Santa Ma with Ben Babin. Hey, Ben, what's going on? Oh, man, this game's got interesting. Uh, uh, Denham Springs was able to drive the ball down and score and cut it to 14-7 to lead. Had a great drive going, and uh, they just fumbled on the Gator 35-yard line with 3.05 left. The Gators have the ball, and it's first down and 10 from the 35 with 3.05 left. Gators up 14-7. to All right, appreciate that. Thank you very much for that update. It is now Karen Crow 51-08. Karen Crow 51-08 as they play in the third quarter of that game. Again, really good team, the Crow Bears. I saw them last year in the semifinals. Row Brother Martin beat them. We did the game here on 106.1 FM, and, and they felt like they were a year away, and they, they certainly looked like they were right. That year is here, yeah, evidently. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> it is here. That's a good football team. They're going to be very dangerous in Division One select. All right, Scott Meyer standing by with an update on Covington and Hammond. Scott? Hey, guys, right now with 52 seconds to go in the game, it is Covington 20, Hammond 19. Hammond going for two. They scored 103 to go. Taryn Jones finds Leon Winsbear with a 45-yard touchdown pass. That extra point, they, they actually went for the win or, or went for their lead. That was no good. They kick an onside kick and recover it. And at the 40-yard line, they recovered it. So right now it is going to be third down with 20 seconds to go in the game. It's coming to 20, Hammond 19. Scott Meyer reporting for the original. Scott, call us back as soon as it goes final, all right? All right, okay, all right buddy. Thank you. All right, that's whew, down to the wire. <laughs> you know, again, North Shore and St. Paul's are playing for the district league tonight, but that league – has so many competitive games. Those teams are pretty, pretty evenly even. matched, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're even. 
it's like that year in and year out, I think that district is that way. You know, they're pretty even. And uh, this year is no different. What's the last score you heard on the Coving? I mean, excuse me, St. Paul's game. Well, it was nine seven, but we're nine, waiting. Still nine seven. Waiting okay. on an update there. We'll get Daryl to get that uh, taken care of and check on that with Logan Graffia. We'll get an update from him coming up. All right. So final score: Salmon defeated Archbishop Hannon forty-five to fourteen. Salmon forty-five, Archbishop Hannon fourteen, and the game has been called. Warren Easton beats Douglas forty-five nothing. They call the game in the third quarter after a brawl broke out. Unfortunately, a brawl on the field. A fight on the apparently uh, a fight after the last touchdown, and that's from our reporter on the scene, Greg Hublick. Uh, so, unfortunately, oh, well. uh, another one. Just, I, you know, I I, I got to tell you, I mean, I'm just I'm getting tired of the, reporting these between every the, week. Every seems week, like it's, we a, have it's a fight thing. or you know a, a, a tragic shooting. It, it's just yeah. oh man, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's just it's just beyond frustrating. It's hurtful. It's sad. It's disappointing. I can't find enough words to describe it. I wish I could. But we just report what we get. North DeSoto, 31, Evangel Christian, 21. They go to the fourth quarter. North DeSoto, 31, Evangel Christian, 21. They go to the fourth quarter. 4-10 to play. It's still Brother Martin, 22, Holy Cross, 19. Crusaders have had the ball for the last four minutes. They started at their own two. Uh, they've gotten advanced to their 34, but... Uh, they've had two penalties, which could stall the drive. And if they give the ball back to Holy Cross, they're in trouble. <laughs> so it's going to be all about whether they can keep the ball. And they or don't not. need a lot of time to do it, Kenny. Not at all. All right, Shaw 27, Bell Chase 15. Nine minutes left. Shaw 27, Bell Chase 15. We'll see if we can get David Myers to do an update on that game coming up, as that's another good game. But Shaw looking good again 27 15 over an always tough Bell Chase team. They play everybody in tough fashion and very competitive. And that's certainly the case again tonight in that football game. So that's the latest on Shaw and Bell Chase. And with that, we're going to tell you about the latest from Logan Sport in Northwood Lena. Here's Matt Martin. Matt? Well, our game ended early tonight. Uh, had a running clock uh, probably about six minutes into the third quarter when Logan Sport hit 46. Uh, it was pretty much all Logan Sports tonight. Took knees in, on the uh, at the end of the ball game. Oh, actually, the whole fourth quarter, our offense just took knees. Uh, final score: Logan Sport sixty, Northwood Lena nothing. Sixty to nothing. All right. Thank you very much. For that update, Catholic has scored. The Bears lead Central 28-24. Just over eight minutes to play. Catholic 28, Central 24. They go back and forth. Karen Crow uh, over Como 58-8. A minute left to play in the game. 58-8. Karen Crow is in the lead in that game as well. And they've now run the clock down to 252 to play. Brother Martin still has the ball. And they converted a first down on a... They need a 15-yards-to-go situation. They converted. And Brother Martin has the ball at the Holy Cross 49 with 2.52 to play with a fresh set of downs, but still trying to hold on to the football and hold on to a 22-19 to lead. All right, St. Paul's North Shore, big game. Here's Logan Graffia. Logan? Well, Ken, it is not a high-scoring affair at all right now with the clock ticking down with a minute 48 left in the fourth. It is still the same score as it was at halftime. St. Paul is leading 9-7, to and the clock is just ticking away, and chances for North Shore coming back may be a little bit slim at this point. Who's got the ball right now? St. Paul has the ball right now. Okay. It's fourth and one. Fourth and one. Okay, where at? What yard line? It looks to be It's at the 49-yard line. Are they going to punt it or go for it? It is in a timeout right now, okay. and looks like they're 
contemplating whether or not to go for it. All right. Well, keep us posted. Call us as soon as it goes final, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, we got a final score winning coach. Scott Meyer, take it away. Hey, guys, we've got a final score from Covington High School. It's the Covington Lions holding on 2019 over the Hammond Tornadoes. Hammond scores. They, they recover the onside kick. The defense for the Lions stiffens. We, we're back in the uh, playoff race. And uh, got Coach Greg Salter. Coach, what do you think? And, and moving forward, what you got? Uh, definitely not the prettiest of wins, but for us at this point, uh, you know, I'm just proud of our kids for battling the way they did. And, uh, you know, a win is a win. You know, the school board says it's a W, and we'll gladly take it. Hey, uh, Coach Ken Trahan, congratulations. That's what that league is like all the time. And you've had to deal with some, some tough injuries, including to a star running back. I mean, just talk about how your team's been able to persevere. Now you're, you're getting ahead above water again. It, it, it is, and, and you know, that that's, it, we said this two weeks ago, it was important for our kids to have success without some of the, guy, the guys that were missing. And, look, we, we played a good football game last week against a good, you know, St. Paul team where we just fell short by two. Um, tonight was another tough game, and I think this is how it's going to go. It always is in this district. Uh, but, you know, very, very pleased with the effort of the kids. They continue to show up, continue to, to press forward. Um, you know, no, we, we tell them, you know, we're not going to make any excuses. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us. So uh, you got to bring your A game with or without, you know, all hands on deck. <laughs> Ro Brown, I tell you this every year. You sound like Jack. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, brain, he, brainwashed, he brainwashed me well. <laughs> My man, I loved him. Slidell yes, up sir. next. We just finished talking about how, you know, competitive and how even your district is. And you got the Tigers coming up. No breather. It, it, it is. And, and you know, Slidell's another one of those games similar to St. Paul last week where you can you can throw the records out, you know. Um, it, it's one of the oldest uh, oldest robberies in this parish. Um, dating back, I, I should know this, but I don't. I guess I wasn't brainwashed that well, but <laughs> it's the oldest rivalry in the parish, and uh, you know they're they're gonna look they're 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 well coached. Uh, I know they're battling some injuries too, um, you know, and they're going to be hungry for a win just like we are. So it's going to be a good good game, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, you know to another another competition like that. Jude Young, coach, just going on that theme, coaching in six five a. You start league play in week four. It's a grind. It seems like every week is a true rivalry type of game how how difficult is it to sort of manage your team's emotions keep them focused week to week when you know every game could be a battle uh, it, it is and, and each week is a different uh a different challenge you know uh you know last week obviously was a rivalry week going to st paul across town uh losing a tough game like that so already you know uh you, you've got to regroup and recover from that mentally and then on top of that you know it's a weird week at school today was the end of the nine weeks so our kids weren't at school so, you know, just any change in a young man's routine can kind of throw him off. So uh, we do our best to try to manage that, to try to continue to limit any distractions like that. But, uh, you know, again, and next week will be another challenge. Coming off an emotional game here, we had to make a two-point stop there at the end. Uh, we didn't recover an onside kick. Had to, uh, you know, finish out the game on defense uh, before we got a sack. So, uh, again, a another draining week for us. And uh, we've got to be able to turn the page and be ready because uh, – you know, Slidell, I know, will we'll be ready. Les East. Yeah, Greg, congratulations. And, and kind Thank of sticking you, with the, the theme, you know, we talked to you two weeks ago after you beat Fountain Blow 40-14. to 14. You win tonight 20-19. to 19. How is How encouraging is it that y'all are able to win in different ways? It, it is. You know, I think it shows a lot about the type of kids that we have here. Um, and it's, it's 
you know, it's different kids stepping up each week, and that's important, you know, for uh, for a team to be successful, especially uh, late in the season. You know, you need you need different guys to find their find their way uh, to find their purpose and and to contribute and be able to help you win games. And tonight we got you know uh, a, a great effort from our defense for the first three quarters. Uh, offense, uh, whenever the game you know uh, when we needed it most, uh, was able to get in the end zone. Um, it was different guys stepping up throughout the night, and again, just couldn't couldn't be more proud of the kids. Greg Salter, congratulations, twenty to nineteen, Covington over Hammond tonight. Keep up the great Thank work. Thank you very much. You got it, buddy. Yes, Thank sir. you. All right, it's final. Brother Martin beats Holy Cross twenty-two wow. to nineteen. Crusaders started at their own two-yard line. They had almost seven minutes left, and they ran the clock out <laughs> and won the game twenty-two to nineteen. Big win for the Crusaders tonight. We hope to talk to Coach Boney's coming up in just a little bit with Matt Sims. Who I'm watching him right now. He's waiting to try to get to him. So, so it's all good. Uh, Shaw has scored. They lead Bell Chase 34 to 15 with 5:10 left to play in the game. Shaw 34 to 15. Here's Robert Hemel, West St. John Riverside Academy. Hey, Robert. Hey, Ken. Uh, big win for Riverside tonight. Uh, 55 to nothing. It was 48 nothing at halftime, and the second half was running time. Riverside tacked on one more uh, touchdown. Dedrick Lasty just keeps piling up touchdowns. Four more for him tonight. Uh, Kendrick Johnson, eighth grader, uh, picked up three touchdown receptions. And Brock Bourgeois, the quarterback, threw four touchdown passes. Uh, good night for Riverside. They're moving on next week to L.B. Landry. From Riverside in reserve, this is Robert Hemel for the original. Robert, thank you very much. Newman beats De La Salle 29-24. Newman comes back from two scores down to beat De La Salle 29-24 in a thriller. And that battle of the neighbors uptown <laughs> tonight. What a game. Uh, what a win for Newman. And, boy, Doa South's probably as good a team for their record as anybody in the state. John Errett wraps up West Jefferson 42 to nothing. the final. Uh, John Errett defeats West Jefferson 42 to nothing. North DeSoto now pulling away from Evangel Christian 38-21 in the fourth quarter. 38-21, fourth quarter, North DeSoto over Evangel. Arcadia is at Haynesville. Here's Dwayne Wooder. Dwayne? Hey, guys. Right at three minutes left in the third. It is 48-12. Haynes and West. It's been all handful all night on the ground. Coach Franklin has spread it out uh, pretty well. So, but that's where we stand right now. 48-12, still got a ways to go in the game. Arcadia just broke a long one uh, for a first down. They have it first and 10. They're on 45. That's where we're at right now. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate that update as well. As we continue to keep you posted on all games, as as they race to the finish line, we report finals. Of course, you can go to CrescentCitySports.com to get all the updates. Donham Episcopal and Scott McLean has an update. Scott? Guys, it's turned into a really good game here. 42-28 favorite Dunham. About to start the fourth quarter. Dunham just threw an interception on the 10-yard line. So Episcopal has the ball second and eight from, the, uh, from about the 10-yard uh, line. Nine yards to go. Great game. Episcopal's playing hard. And has come back on on Dunham. So, all right, forty two twenty eight. That starts the fourth quarter. Thank you. Let's check in with Jason Russell quickly before we get to Mark Bonish. Jason. Yes, sir. We have a final here at Hannon High School. Salmon wins forty five fourteen to move to two and zero in District Eight Four A, ahead of a showdown with Franklin the next Thursday night. They're led by Cameron Dorsey, the quarterback, threw for three touchdowns. Jacoby Jefferson ran for over two hundred yards and three touchdowns. As Salmon moves to two and zero in District. With a 45-14 to 14 win over Archbishop Hannon. All right, Jason, thank you. Matt Sims, Brother Martin, 22, Holy Cross, 19. Here's Matt with Mark Boney's. Matt? 
Yeah, guys, I'm here with winning head coach Mark Bonis. Brother Martin wins a thriller here at Tad Gormley, 22-19. to Mark, you faced a team with a very high-potent, powerful spread offense, but it was old-school Catholic League football tonight that won the day for you. It was. That, that was the mindset going in. Um, we kind of had a similar plan to Carr, um, and, and we thought it, it, it went, you know, somewhat – Somewhat to plan that night. We just it, 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 we didn't finish it the way it needed to, so we had the same plan coming tonight with him with Holy Cross being so talented and so explosive. We wanted to prevent uh, Coach Andrew to get getting those the, the ball through those athletes that they have. And uh, I was just told that they had six possessions. We, we never thought we'd be able to reduce it down to six possessions, uh, but we were trying to trying to hold the ball as long as possible. And uh, you know, uh, man, that's uh, that's uh, I'm real proud of our guys. A real team win. Um, can't say enough about. Uh, all three phases, the style of football we played tonight is not pretty. But, um, I mean, our, our kids bought in, and it was a team effort, and they bought into the plan. Well, Marcus, Ken Trahan, congratulations. I can say right now that it's, uh, let's see, this game is, has gone final. Car beat Jesuit 35-7. to That's a final tonight. And Tulane just beat Memphis 31-21. So, Mark, listen, first and foremost, congratulations. You know, you fumble the ball at the one-yard line. You get a personal foul and let them out of the hole. You made mistakes, and yet you overcame that, and when it came down to it, your team just wouldn't get off the field offensively. You kept moving the chains, and you could not they couldn't get you off the field. That's why you won the game. That, that was the mindset. I mean, we talked about this. We wanted to make this. We, we're very, as you know, we're very process-oriented. We wanted to make this. We talk about process. That has to do with our culture, and tonight was a culture win. Um, you know, we wanted to come out here. We always talk about finishing, um, and that's um, – you know, that, 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 that was in our mindset. We hadn't done that in all three phases yet this year. We came out, we were able to do that. So proud. Our, our backs play well. But, look, in order for us to do that, um, they knew what was coming. Our linemen in the trenches, man, they got after it. That was, uh, as a former tight end in high school, um, you know, in this Catholic League, man, that was fun. You know, that's, uh, that's what we knew we had to do. And our guys came, came, uh, came through with the plan. I, you know, our plan came to fruition. And uh, I'm just proud of our guys. Um, and, and like I was saying, defensively, I thought we had a great plan for him. Uh, Aaron Paladino had a great plan, and the rest of the staff had a great plan. And Adam Giglio uh, had, had some good adjustments at halftime, which, uh, man, really, really helped us out, uh, came through there. So I'm, I'm happy for, for them, proud of those guys, and just uh, proud of, of a complete team win. Yeah, we got uh, you know coaches on both sides that have been on both sides in that <laughs> matchup. With Brother Martin Oli Cross, we got coaches that coach on both sides frequently. Ro Brown, quick question here. Mark, I- I'm curious. You said they had six possessions. What was your goal as far as possessions? Eight. To keep? We were trying to get them to eight. You were two under. I know. It was crazy. And when somebody, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe that we got we held them to, to six. I, I, I think all but one possession we scored on, I believe. I don't know, but we didn't have a whole bunch of possessions either, but that's what that's that was the plan. You know, we kind of worked it out in our heads, you know, mathematically, um, what we wanted to do, and, and um, it worked out for us. But in order for that to work, your players have to execute your offensive linemen. I'm so proud of those guys. I mean, they got after it tonight. Uh, they executed and, 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 and uh, were phenomenal in the trenches. So you yeah. were Tiger Woods. Yeah. You were Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. You're 200, man. They <laughs> were Stonewood. That's right. That's you were right. Tiger Woods. All about Woods. the process. Right. Right. We, got, about we, the process. we got time for one more because we got Coach Curtis standing by, too. So, Jude Young, quick question for Mark. 
Well, Mark, you can't play keep away if you don't keep a hold of the football. I know last week three first-half turnovers were a problem. Obviously, your team more focused tonight on protecting the football to be able to pull off this game plan. Talk about getting inside their heads and making sure they understood the importance of ball security. I mean, it's, pro it's a process. I mean, I know uh, we always joke about it, but, I mean, that's learning from mistakes, <laughs> learning from mistakes early in the year. You know, um, you make mistakes, you got to learn from them, and, and uh, you got to get better. Um, I'm proud of our guys, and, uh, I mean, it's, you know, people, you know, you know how it is around school. You know, I hear, man, you know, maybe we should work ball security. It's not from not working it. You know, we work it, uh, but, our, you know, our, our kids have gotten better. We found some, some things that, that, that they've been doing, you know, a little bit. You know, we've corrected some things that we've seen on film. Um, so, I, I'm just proud of our guys. Like I said, tremendous team win. Great win, great coach, great job by those kids. Congratulations, Mark. Thank you all so much. Y'all have a great night. You got it. All right. John Curtis, what an impressive win. 28 nothing over Acadiana. Bob Mutual has got JT Curtis. Hey, guys. Hey, Kenny. After two games that were just disastrous, finally Curtis comes through, and this is JT Curtis right here. Oh. Coach, I'm so so happy for you to get that win. I know it's been a rough two weeks, and, and to watch the way your team played tonight, that was John Curtis football. Yeah, it was, and and you, you know for whatever reason, um, uh, and I hate to say that we didn't play good. That's not true. I, I don't think we played with the intensity that we needed to play with. Uh, I, I I really dislike when somebody says you get beat. And you say, well, we didn't play good. That's not true. <laughs> we played hard. Uh, I, we just didn't play with the consistency and the intensity that I think this team is capable of playing with. And, you know, you, you get tested and you have to find out how you're going to respond. And, you know, obviously come in against Acadiana and what they have not only done uh, in, in uh, offensively, but how they've played defensively is just uh, a, really, uh, a really good win for us. Ro Brown. You know, you haven't had much experience in coaching after two consecutive losses. No. Are you, what's that like for you? Well, you know, here's what I told them. I said, guys, look, here's the deal. We're not changing anything that we've done. We're going to try to do it better. We're not going to worry about uh, what your mama and your daddy and your grandpa <laughs> and your playground coach and your uncle who was an all-star has to say because they don't know. They, they don't know. They, they think they know, but they don't know. And so we went in, looked at the film, and, and realized some things that we could do better. And I think that uh, uh, coaches did a great job of, of making those adjustments. And, and we came out and played with a lot of intensity tonight. And, and a good thing we did because that's an awfully good football team. we got time for one more Lessie's question for Coach Curtis. Yeah, JT, congratulations. Bob Utzler mentioned on the, the pregame report that this was your Hall of Fame night. It Do was. Do you think that atmosphere and having those guys coming back had a positive influence on your team? You know, I, I definitely do. Uh, uh, Jonathan Wells, Mike Stonebreaker, uh, Greg Dubrock, uh, those, those guys came in and, and uh, really gave some inspiration, I think, to our team. And, and let me tell you, our, our two ladies were Monique Dupard and, and uh, JB, uh, and they were great players for us. And so <laughs> I think it was inspirational to our team to see that tradition and the pride that they uh, came back to school with, it was really exciting. Well, yeah. you know, JT, I've told Monique's brother, she's the best athlete in the family. There you oh, go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, he can't take that, but yeah. you're right. Yeah, look, <laughs> you, you got the Colonial Regiment, but that's a heck of a regiment you had there tonight. <laughs> really? Uh, it, it was. Yeah. I, I forgot I got a uniform on it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All good. And, and, of course, Friday night football tonight. And, man, and just another night in the league, Coach. 
Brother Martin beat Holy Cross 22 to 19. And uh, Carr, Carr and Jesuit were tied going to the fourth, and Carr won 35-7. to seven. Just wow. another light in that league, right? I, yeah, and I'm sure what happened is that Jesuit started to try to take some chances to win the game. And, that, and against Carr, that can happen to you quick. But Real fast. But it does not surprise me one bit. You know, I think this whole thing's still in an uproar before the season's over. I'm with you. Who yep. can win it? Who, yep. can, who can have the best record? So yep. it, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, you play like you play tonight. I like your chances. It's all good. JT yeah, Curtis, congratulations. Enjoy Friday Night Football. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. And uh, Cliff Henry's been waiting patiently. Cliff, take it away. Hey, Ken. I got a uh, final score over here from, from St. Martinsville with a Thomas improved to 7-0 and on the season with a 43-15 victory with a St. Charles Catholic Comet defense shut down the Tigers in the second half totally. I got Wayne Stein right here. All right. Hey, guys. Hey, Wayne. Listen, congratulations. Hey, I mean, it, it started off like... Oh boy, these guys—they—they they think they can beat us, and they—they they jump on top of you early. What changed in that game? Was it the kick return, coach? Kick return was big, but you know we we played poorly in the first half, and St. Martinsville had a lot to do with that. Uh, you know we knew that they were going to make some plays. We talked about that all week. You know that we just had to make more than them, and uh, that receiver and the quarterback and the running back are three of the best guys that we faced all year. But in the second half, we kind of brought it to a whole another level. And, uh, all style of our guys, and our offense kind of took over in the second half as well. Rope? Well, Wayne, you guys are unbelievably consistent, but did the fact that they beat you last year have a little something to give you a little motivation this year? Yeah, you know, it, it did for the coaches. I don't know about the kids. You know, <laughs> you know. It's usually the other way around. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we, that's the last time person to beat St. Charles Catholic. You know, it's been a whole calendar year. You know, I don't know what the win streak is now. and Not that we're counting, but, you know, we felt like it was the last one to kind of scratch off to, to avenge, you know, what happened last year. Last year, not taking nothing away. We played without nine starters, and, you know, we're about as healthy as we can be right now. And our kids, I thought, responded. Didn't think we handled the, the, the bus ride here and all that stuff. But once we got our sea legs under us, I thought we started to play at a different level. Les East, question for Coach Wayne Stein. Yeah, Wayne, congratulations. When uh, you've had the success that y'all have had, especially these last two seasons, when you get off to a slow start, can you kind of count on your players to, to self-correct some stuff and, and not necessarily have to take it all on your shoulders and your staffs? Yeah, I wish it was like that. Uh, you know, <laughs> our, our kids know how to win. I'll say that. Sometimes it's a skill that they rely on too much. They think they can kind of just turn it on. And I don't think that's the case, you know. And so, um, you know, we had a little, you know, nice conversation at halftime. You know, the coach was in the play. And, uh, you know, said a couple of Hail Marys, and we went out there and played extremely well. Jude Young. Wayne, we talk so much about your defense, but you mentioned how well your offense performed tonight. Brady St. Pierre, your quarterback, seems to be uh, pulling all the right strings here. He's able to do a little bit of everything. Tell us about Brady. Yeah, he's just a winner. You know, what you don't know is he's sick. You know, he he went get a shot right before we left, and but he's just a winner. You know, he's gonna find a way. And I got all over him at halftime. I don't think he was playing well either. But the quarterback gets to blame when the offense isn't going well, and, and he really picked it up in the second half. Even ran the football a little bit. Uh, you know, and he's just he's he's an ultimate comment. You know, and uh, he does it in two sports. He's a, he's a special special player. 7-0 and next Thursday, Martin Luther King Charter, St. Charles Catholic rolling, our number one team from the start. Still that way after a 43-15 win tonight over St. Marville. Wayne, congratulations. Have a safe trip back. 
Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right, it. we'll take a time out. We'll get to Lamar and Eric and Jacob when we return in a moment on the original. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food in a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's original prep football report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or Rommel. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. John Curtis Christian School is a co-educational, non-sectarian private school with a college prep curriculum. Boys and girls of all religious faiths are welcome at the school. John Curtis will strengthen the moral and spiritual values in Christ-like fashion. Established in 1962, John Curtis meets and exceeds the national standards, grade-level expectations, and state benchmarks. Our lower school runs kindergarten through seventh grade, preparing students for high school with a storied past and a bright future. John Curtis Christian School. Visit us online at johncurtis.com or call 504-737-4621. Many times during these last few years, it's been quite easy for all of us to be discouraged at times. (laughs) Boy, I can tell you about that. But one thing I have learned, there is an answer that will keep us strong during trying times. This is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. In one of the parables, Jesus tells the story of a seed that was planted into soil. And he said, and immediately the evil one came to steal that seed. Well, as you read it a little bit further, you realize the seed is the word of the Lord. Hebrews 4 tells us the word of the Lord is quick, powerful, and sharp. That's the key. That's the secret. And during these trying times, I don't see how we can survive without the word of the Lord in our hearts. Protect the word. Read the word. Stay in the word. That will keep you strong. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We start at 10 o'clock. We're at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. Check us out on Facebook, LifeGate Church Ministries. Join us at LifeGate, where the priority is the word. Want more finals? Want to hear from some of the winning coaches? That's coming up on Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report on the Original Network. All right, let's go to Lamar Gaffer. He's been waiting patiently. Lamar, go ahead. Yeah, Ken, uh, we have a final here from Alexandria. Alexandria wins 35-10 over Washita. Three touchdown passes for Ty Feaster and also three touchdowns for J.C. Lindsay. So once again, as a final, Alexandria 35, Washita 10. This is Lamar Gaffer with the original. And Eric Brown, E.D. White Catholic, Donaldsonville. Eric? Hey, final score tonight here from uh, Floyd Booty Memorial Field is E.D. White 44, Donaldsonville 6. E.D. White completely dominating. Today quarterback, uh, Jake uh, Sturfield. Had a big game, the wide receiver, uh, Paxton LaFont, couple touchdown grabs. They make a 42-yard field goal late. Donaldsonville finally scores on a 50-yard touchdown run from Blake Turner. But domination tonight, E.D. White rolls in an- another victory tonight and continue to be undefeated. 44-6 tonight, reporting live from Donaldsonville. It's Eric Brown for the original. Booker T. Washington, Kenner Discovery. Here's Jacob Cena. Jacob? Hello, Mr. Ken. Booker T. Washington beat Kenner Discovery 51-0. To start up the game, the Mako Barnes rushed for a 46-yard touchdown to open up the game to make the score 8-0. And then Dameron Washington had a game for the ages. He had three rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown. <clears throat> Damon Lee picked up a fumble for a scoop and score to run it back for 45 yards to make it 27 to nothing. And then Washington threw a ball to Tishon Smith 
for a 65-yard touchdown. And then Washington ran in for another to make the score 40 nothing at halftime. And then after halftime, they took out all their starters and put in Jaleel Neon to rush in for a 38-yard touchdown to make it 46 to nothing. And then to end the game, Malik Field rushed in for a four-yard touchdown to make the score 51-0. to Final score, Booker T. Washington over Canada Discovery. I'm Jacob Finan for the original. All right. Thank you, Jacob. Oh, what a comeback. Franklinson beat Pearl River 42-35. Remember, they were down like 28-7. Mm-hmm. And Franklinson wins 42-35 over Pearl River. Heck of a win for the Demons and Nick Saltafamaggio. All right. Final score, big game and for first place in 6-5A. St. Paul's in North Shore. Here's Logan Graffia. Logan? Well, Ken, if you were looking for a high-scoring game, this wasn't the one for you. It was a very low-scoring affair, as I have said many times on this show tonight. The final score was 9-7. St. Paul takes it, and they stay undefeated in district play. All right. Thank you very much, Logan. Darbon Woods stays undefeated. Darbon Woods 35, Loyola Prep 7. Darbon Woods 35, Loyola Prep 7. That's a final. We'll take a time out here. Back with more scores, more of everything on the original. My daughter is normally a little goofball. But after a bad night's sleep, she's too tired to be anything. That's why I trust Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated just for kids. Their non-habit-forming, drug-free products help my daughter fall asleep naturally, giving her the rest to be her best. I'm a dinosaur. (laughs) Her best dinosaur. Pure Z's Kids. For ages four and up when needed. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Your floors can go from clean to dirty fast. From juice spills, whoops, to muddy paw prints, to little sticky finger marks. Good thing your Swiffer WetJet works fast, too. Swiffer WetJet easily cleans everyday messes as quick as they happen. The next mess is right around the corner. So grab your Swiffer WetJet and just spray, push, all clean. Three little words no parent wants to hear. My tummy hurts. And it always seems to happen at the worst times. Like in the middle of the morning rush, when you still have homework to check and lunches to pack, and of course, you're already late for work. Luckily, there's Pepto-Kids. Pepto-Kids gummies help relieve occasional stomach upsets, turning those three words into these three words. I feel better. Bad time for stomach upsets? Good time for Pepto-Kids gummies. Fast support for little tummies. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need, not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. For 29 years, we've been the prep source you can count on. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge. Sports Talk, 97.7 FM, Ruston, Monroe. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM, Slidell. And at CrescentCitySports.com. As we march on, let's get some more updates. First of all, let's check in with Micah Higgins on the rivalry between Bonneville and East Jefferson. Micah? We have 4.06 left in the third quarter. Bonneville scores 21 points out of after halftime. We ran a kickback by David Perry. First kickoff after halftime was ran back, and we had a 
about a 28-yard pass to Julian Price for another touchdown. Um, EJ responded with a 26-yard pass and touchdown. It's now 27 to 13, three minutes and 50 seconds to go. Um, Bonneville has the ball and drive it. Bonneville up 27-13, correct? Yep, 27-13. Got it. All right, buddy. Thank you, Micah. Appreciate that very much. And now let us check in with Kelly France. A big game uptown between Newman and Delisle. Kelly? Big game. Went back and forth the whole second half. Uh, Delisle had a big lead, and then Newman came back and scored two touchdowns. And in the end, uh, Newman had about a six-minute drive to run out the clock, and uh, they won it 29-24. And uh, that's it from the original. All right. Th- thank, thank you, Kelly. Great game indeed. All right, final. Barb beat New Iberia 35-17. Barb 35 New Iberia, 17. That's a final. West Washita, West Monroe. Let's get an update from Cody Futrell. Cody? Hi, Ken. Uh, West Monroe defeats West Washita here at West, at West Monroe tonight, 42-19. to West Washita with a couple of late uh, touchdowns uh, as, as West Monroe was subbing in and out a lot in the uh, second half and uh, makes it uh, It was a 42-7 to game at halftime and then a 42-19 to uh, in the end as uh, West Monroe improves to uh, – Six and one on the season, and also uh, two and zero in district play. As uh, the uh, big story tonight was a, a breakout performance from another new star for them, and uh, Grant Edmondson, uh, three touchdowns, uh, one kickoff return for a touchdown, a rushing touchdown on a jet sweep, forty yards, and a receiving touchdown. He was uh, doing his uh, very best Taysom Hill impression tonight for uh, West Monroe as they get the big win, forty-two to nineteen, and have the uh, showdown at a crosstown rival, Washita Parish. Uh, next Friday night. So again, West Monroe defeats West Washita. West Washita falls to uh, five and two on the year and zero and two in district play. Forty-two to nineteen, West Monroe with the winner. Cody Futrell reporting for the original. Captain Shreve defeated Natchitoches Central thirty-two to twenty-four. Captain Shreve thirty-two, Natchitoches Central twenty-four. That is a final score. Caldwell Parish defeated Marksville thirty-four to six. Caldwell Parish thirty-four, Marksville six. That. Is a final score. Venetia Restaurant, 134 North Carrollton Avenue, serving New Orleans since 1957. Open six days a week. Closed on Tuesdays. Signature pizzas, fried eggplant sticks, artichokes, eggplant and chicken parmesan, chicken marsala, fresh fish dishes, and more. It's a New Orleans tradition. Visit VenetiaNewOrleans.net for more information. And when you're talking about New Orleans traditions, what about Yale College Inn? Open 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesday through Thursday, 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday at 3000 South Carrollton Avenue. Yield College Inn daily specials, including the barbecue shrimp appetizer, the oysters Havarti, the great steaks, the barbecue shrimp are great, as I mentioned. And, of course, they've got outstanding po' boys, too. And when you finish, go bowling and enjoy music next door at Rock and Bowl. It's two for the price of one. Yield College Inn, 3000 South Carrollton Avenue in New Orleans. Go to College Inn, 1933 Dot com. Let's check in on Rustin and Pineville. Here's an update from Hunter Smith. Hunter? Hey, guys. Hunter Smith here, Hoss Garrett Stadium. Uh, victory tonight for the Rustin Bearcats, 42-6. to six. Uh, We're able to kind of put it out of reach and get some young guys some work. Uh, Rustin pretty much played the whole game without starting quarterback Josh Brantley, without starting uh, linebacker Jaden Mayfield, and uh, got some young guys a lot of reps tonight, so that was good. Um, Rustin, 42 Final six on the West Washtenaw. Thank you guys for having me. Hunter Smith with the original. Thank you, Hunter. Appreciate it. Final score, it was Brobridge 46 and Kinder 36. Brobridge 46, Kinder 36. Let's check in now with Matt Piku, who's standing by on U High and Madison Prep. Matt, what do you have? 
Uh, final score was 43-7, to University High. Well, no contest. Boy, the Cubs are rolling. 43-7 to win over Madison Prep, a good team tonight. Matt, listen, thanks for the help tonight. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank right. y'all. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. St. Elena, St. Thomas Aquinas. Here's Smokey Leonard. Smokey? Yeah, Ken, it's the final here. The Hawks put up 44 points on the Falcons of St. Thomas. The Thomas came back to score 14 points, so six in the second quarter and eight in the fourth quarter. Homecoming victory for the Hawks, 44-14 over the Falcons of St. Thomas. This is Smokey Leonard reporting for the original. All right, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Uh, so good showing for St. Elena. They've had a rough season with what's happened there, uh, but they're back playing football, and that's a good thing. Grand Lake. Shut out Lake Gother, 28 to nothing. Grand Lake, 28, and Lake Gother, nothing. That is a final score as well here this evening. So, a good showing there for that team also. Roe is, before we get to break here, just uh, again, we'll get into the New Orleans segment a little bit later on. North DeSoto is starting to pull away from Evangel. More? They were in the Dome last year. Dennis Dunn is. He's some coach. Well, they're up 17. But, I mean, again, he proved it for years at Evangel. He's proving it at North DeSoto. Yeah, when you can do it, you can do it anywhere, as it turns out. I think Dennis Dunn has uh, demonstrated that. 38-21 to 21 or something like that, yeah. whatever it was. Correct. It's final Evangel. now. 38-28 final. final. North DeSoto won 38-28 over Evangel. So, well, look, I mean, he... He was the architect. He you built know, Denny, the program. Denny Duran created it, yeah. and he hired Dennis Dunn, and the rest yep. was history. Yep. And he's gone back there now. Keep in mind, in between, he, he was head coach of Louisiana College, which is now Louisiana Christian, Christian. and did a good job there. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, if you can do it you know, in one spot, you can do it in multiple the spots. People, he's done the, that. The people who can really do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get it done anywhere. Yeah. That goes without saying. Surprising that Sterlington is handling... Union Parish that easily tonight. That, That's a yeah. big rivalry game. Yeah, that, that that is surprising. It is surprising. But, I mean, uh, you know, it's another one of those, you know, Sterlington is another one of those, you know, where we kind of expect things like this from them. Yeah. 24-10 was the final. 24-10, the Panthers won mm-hmm. over Union. And it's interesting because two years ago, one beat the other twice. Last year, uh, Union Parish turned the trick as they beat Sterlington twice. So now Sterlington gets the upper hand this time around. So go figure. District 1-3-A, I think it is. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a run on that particular series. So, impressive to say the least. Haynesville wins tonight 55-12 to over Arcadia. Haynesville 55, Arcadia 12. That's a bounce-back win for right. the tours there. 61-27 or whatever it was. Old Grove laid on them last week. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that shootout in Baton Rouge, they've got 13 seconds left. Uh, and Catholic of Baton Rouge leads Central 42-38. to Catholic 42, Central 38 is the score there. And in a wild game tonight, one of the best games of the night, a meet rallied to beat Pine 40-35, to 40-35. to 35. Jeremy Franklin had three touchdown passes and rushed for a score. Thanks to Ed Daniels. A meet 40, Pine 35. First loss for the Raiders this year and sweet revenge for the Warriors who got upset last year by the Raiders. So great game, two good teams there. 7-3-A, like you said. It's one of those games, like I said earlier in the show, you know, both come in one and one in district play, but whoever wins, Gets the upper hand at the time, and that's important. Very much so. And, again, that's two good programs, and I think we'll see them deeper down the road in the playoffs with the way they've performed this year and what the expectations are and with the players that they have. Of course, coming up in the next hour, we're going to have our analysts from all over the state that are going to get you caught up on what transpired in that neck of the woods and what the top games were and the results. We'll talk to all of those. Of course, we'll have our scores first, scoreboard update coming up 
with Emmanuel Peppas. We'll have one coming up in just a few minutes. And then, of course, next hour you'll get those on a continual basis. And, again, you can always go to CrescentCitySports.com to get all the scores also. And right now we'll take a timeout. And when we return, Manny Peppas will take over and get you caught up on all the scores from around Louisiana tonight, as we do all the time, right here on The Original. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon at one of his outstanding dealerships, Toyota of New Orleans, Premier Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Fiat, and Premier Honda in New Orleans, Premier Nissan in Metairie, and Premier Kia in Kenner. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. If you're like me, hair isn't just hair, because hair is confidence. Hair is identity. Hair is everything. And I love that I can find Beauty Steals a 50% off by hair care must-haves like Lola V and Color Wow. Amazing deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from Redken and Living Proof. And new product launches from my favorite brands like Dyson and Whey. All at Ulta Beauty's gorgeous hair event. Happening now until October 21st. So hurry, shop in store, online, or try pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions may apply. John Curtis Christian School is a co-educational, non-sectarian private school with a college prep curriculum. Boys and girls of all religious faiths are welcome at the school. John Curtis will strengthen the moral and spiritual values in Christ-like fashion. Established in 1962, John Curtis meets and exceeds the national standards, grade-level expectations, and state benchmarks. Our lower school runs kindergarten through 7th grade, preparing students for high school with a story past and a bright future. John Curtis Christian School. Visit us online at johncurtis.com or call 504-737-4621. Ready for all of the scores? Remember where you heard them and saw them first. Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe. And at CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your scores first scoreboard update from CrescentCitySports.com with Emmanuel Pepys. A lot of finals to give you and some scores that are in progress. Final from earlier, Harding Academy of Arkansas 31, Wachita Christian 14, Riverside shut out West St. John 55 to nothing. It was St. Edmund 21, Sacred Heart 14. Hamilton Christian defeated Maryville 35 to 16. It was Glenbrook 61, Ringgold 6, Montgomery beat LaSalle 19 to 12. It was Vermilion Catholic 42, Generette 8, Prescott of Arkansas leads Homer 31 to 14 in the fourth quarter. It was Logan Sport beating Northwood Lena 60 to nothing. It was Covenant Christian who defeated Highland Baptist 34 to 7. Elton 30, East Beauregard 14. It's also a final. Delhi Charter shut out Tensaw 54 to nothing. It was St. Elena 44, St. Thomas Aquinas 14. St. John defeated Ascension Christian 28 to 21. In the fourth quarter, about to wrap up, Red River leads Lakeview 68 to 14. North Caddo defeated Lakeside 42-24. It was Manny 49, Winfield nothing. 
Notre Dame 48, Vinton 6, Rose Pine 48, Pickering nothing. Late fourth quarter, Lauraville has rallied to take the lead 31-28 over Franklin. Dunham leads Episcopal in the fourth quarter 55-28. It was Grand Lake who shut out Lake Arthur 28-0, Mansfield 39, Jonesboro Hodge 18, Ascension Episcopal 60, West St. Mary 6, Beekman Charter 38, Gaydon 6, Darwin Woods Charter 35, Loyola Prep 7, Catholic and New Iberia 49, Delcom nothing, East Feliciana 42, Capital 14, Welsh 22, De Quincey nothing, St. James 48, Patterson nothing, Port Berry 26, Ville Platte 8, Sterlington defeated Union Parish 24 to 10, it was St. Charles 43, St. Martinville 15, Jennings defeated South Beauregard 35 to 7, it was Iota 56, Pine Prairie nothing, Wasman leads Richwood 20 to nothing in the fourth quarter. It was University 43, Madison Prep 7. Bogalusa defeated Jules Sumner 21 to 13. In the fourth quarter, Bunky has pulled away now. They lead Buckeye 58 to 34. Church Point defeated Northwest 22 to 20. It was Northwester 21, Carroll 13. Caldwell Parish 34, Marksville 6. E.D. White defeated Donaldsonville 44 to 6. Fourth quarter, Port Allen leads Glen Oaks 44 to 20. It was a meet who defeated Pine 40 to 35. Abbeville, 60, Crowley, 13. Country Day, 38, the Willow School, 14. In the fourth quarter, General Trask leads Bastrop, 42 to 28. Central Catholic defeated Berwick, 21 to 6. It was Opelousas, 61, Livonia, nothing. Northwood of Shreveport, 42, Minden, 16. St. Thomas More, 49, Northside, nothing. It was Neville, 41, Grant, 6. Tioga defeated Franklin Parish, 20 to 16. It was Lakeshore, 42, LaRanger, 21. Booker T. Washington of New Orleans, 51, Kenner Discovery, nothing. Parkview Baptist, 63, Broadmoor, 14. Bro Bridge, 46, Kinder, 36. West Feliciana, 20, Bruley, nothing. Newman, 29, De La Salle, 24. Leesville defeated DeRitter, 28-22. It was Eunice, 48, Washington Marion, 14. North DeSoto, 38, Evangel, 28. West Monroe, 42, West Wachita, 19. Salmon, 45, Hannon, 14. It was St. Paul's, 9, North Shore, 7. Ruston 48, Pineville 6, Southside 38, Sulphur 14, Zachary 51, Scotlandville nothing, Sanama 14, Denham Springs 7, Carr 35, Jesuit 7. It was Thibodeau 28, H.O. Bourgeois 7, John Eric 42, West Jefferson nothing. Third quarter, Bonneville leads East Jefferson 27 to 13. Barb defeated New Iberia 35 to 17. It was Sam Houston 34, Lafayette 21, Brother Martin 22, Holy Cross 19. Captain Shreve, 32. Natchitoches Central, 24. Karen Crow, 65. Como, 8. It was East, uh, East St. John, 42. Central Lafouche, 14. Coven, uh, Covington, 20. Hammond, 19. It was John Curtis, 28. Acadiana, nothing. Cecilia defeated Bro Bridge. Or Cecilia won 48 uh, to nothing over Beauchene. Uh Warren Easton, a winner, 45 to nothing over Douglas. Ken, back to you. All right, thank you very much. We appreciate that, Emmanuel. All the scores, again, if you haven't seen them or heard them previously, make sure you go to CrescentCitySports.com. That's CrescentCitySports.com. Go ahead and get all of the scores that you just heard from Emmanuel in case you missed any others. And a few games still going on. Again, row that East Jefferson Bonneville game. That's a big rivalry game. You know, regardless of the records, yeah. one yeah. school came out of the other. They have things that go on all week long during the course of that <laughs> rivalry game. And it started late tonight. It started at 745 and the, re the reason for that, wow. and I got it, is because officials were officiating an earlier game and had to go from one location to the other to get oh. there, from uptown New Orleans to get to 
yeah. Joe Yenny Stadium. Yeah, so I, yeah, I wondered why. It's, you know, one of the well, first that, reports you, said they started late. That's why you why. saw Destrahan and Terrebonne playing last night live on CrescentCitySports.com, and that's why you saw Hanville and Lutcher playing last night. It's they the, have their own stadiums; they can play on Friday night, but mm-hmm. they had to play on Thursday because of officials and a lack thereof. The shortage. Yeah, the shortage. That's right. That's not getting any better. It isn't. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. I have a lot of those guys that are my friends, and I spend time with them every week, yeah. and it's tough. You know, they're doing the very best job they can uh, and doing a really good job at it, I might add. But, again, pulling double duty, you know, going from, right. you know, going from uptown to, you know, to Menory and trying to get there after an afternoon game to do a night game. And that's why they started late, and that's why we don't have a final I have a great yet, deal. I have a great deal of admiration and respect for anybody that officiates, you know, football, basketball, any of that. It's a tough job. It's, yeah. not a, it's, it's an unappreciated job. But, again, uh, this is what happens. All right. So, with that, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. It's in the air. It's good. It's the best. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. And Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe. And at CrescentCitySports.com. It's time for expert analysis from all around the state. And we start with our friends in Baton Rouge and LAFootballMagazine.com, Louisiana Football Magazine. Our friend Lee Burkeen with us. Lee, always a pleasure. We have Riverdale Rebels night tonight. Coach Kyle Walker on hand with us. He's still with us. And I know you want to say hello to Coach Walker, too, because he's he's done a good job at Riverdale. Lee? Yeah, Coach. I uh, enjoy talking to you this summer and always helpful with what we do. And I always love talking to Coach on the phone because we, we – End up talking about an hour going over his team. He really loves his kids and will do anything he can to help them. I really admire that. Yeah, I appreciate it. every time you give me a call. I mean, it seems like our conversations get longer and longer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even – sometimes it's just in general about football. I think last time we were just talking about how we know each other through different yeah. uh, people. <laughs> Yeah, we we were talking about your dad, Richard, for the longest one, um, exactly. one of our last conversations. Yeah. All right, yeah. Lee. So uh, football games tonight. I mean, uh, wild game uh, subplots. Of course, Catholic outscores Central the school. You know pretty well. Forty-two thirty-eight. Coach Seminole leaves Catholic to go to Central. Plays them off their feet. Catholic prevails, and and that's a good win coming from behind for Catholic. But you have to be impressed with the Wildcats too. Yeah, you know, Central's got some great players. They actually have a good quarterback this year. They've got uh, more firepower than normal, and they've got some big big linemen on defense. Uh, they've been really small in 5A for, uh, in the trenches, and they're big guys, and they're young. So a lot of these guys are sophomores and juniors. So Seminole's building a uh, – it's going to be a juggernaut over there. Look, I was at the West Feliciana game tonight. I just want to say this. West Feliciana is the real deal. And they're going to be problems for a lot of people. Uh, they have the best defense I've seen on a football team in the state. Now, I'm not talking about talent and D1 players, but the most aggressive defense I've seen this year of any team I've witnessed, West Feliciana. Yeah, beat Brulee 20 to nothing. Roe, question for Lee. 
Well, Lee, how you doing, sir? I wasn't here last hey. week, so you owe me some gossip. Give me something, hey, please. Hey, I got, I got the, I got the greatest scoop ever tonight. Well, okay. I think the stars are aligned tonight. All right. So you know what this weekend is with LSU Auburn, right? Right. Guess who I ran into tonight? Eddie Fuller. Oh, earthquake it's, game. And I heard, I heard you and Kenny talking about officiating. Guess what? He's a, he's an official. You're kidding. Where's Man, he? He's officiating the game tonight at West Feliciana, and I was at the game, and I said, Eddie. Auburn, yeah. He's like, I can't go to the game tomorrow. I said, you're not going to the game. <laughs> he's he said, no, my wife. He said, my wife's best friend's getting married. He said, I, I got to go. I said, I, I get it. But I said, you're the earthquake guy, man. Right. You're the. So it was good to see Eddie tonight. We talked a lot of ball. Talked about Kelly. Talked about recruiting. Mm-hmm. He looks like he could go play right now with Thurman Thomas. And people forget he played in three Super Bowls with the Bills. With the Bills, that's right. Sure did. Impressive. All right, Jude Young. Question for Libra King. Well, Lee, a statement win in uh, 6-3-A tonight, University 43, Madison Prep 7. Your thoughts on yeah. that result? <laughs> well, you know, the, one of the best games in Baton Rouge was Madison Prep Parkview Baptist a couple of weeks ago, Parkview winning that game. Um, but, you know, u has got a lot of talent, and they were started as a young team. They got a transfer quarterback from the state of Mississippi that's 6-3 who's a junior, and they've got Keelan Moses, who's better than I, his older brother, I believe. They're just loaded with new players, and they're starting to come on, and I think they're starting to gel, and tonight's a product of that. They're, they're gelling. Those young guys that are sophomores and juniors are starting to look like a dominant team. Les? Yeah, Lee, another big district game in your area, Dunham 55, Episcopal 28. Yeah. What are your thoughts yeah. on that one? First of all, if you know the Episcopal parents here, that's the biggest game of the year for them every year. Uh, they can't wait to play Dunham. So not good for them tonight. Um, but Dunham, you know, young team, they got a six foot five, six foot six freshman quarterback, Elijah Haven, who's going to be phenomenal in three more years. He's already good now. And, you know, Neil Weiner, I like, I keep saying the future's bright. Whatever they do this year is Lanyap. And, uh, that's a big win with a freshman sophomore team. Yeah, very impressive. And, Lee, tell everybody about your website and how they can access all your information. Sure. Go to LAFootballMagazine.com. We've got previews on the teams and just basically from going to games. And also go to our podcast. Uh, please go and subscribe for free. You can get us on YouTube, the Sports Scouting Report, with yours truly. And uh, today is Parkview Baptist. We did a big piece on Abram Johnson, their quarterback, whose mom, get this, is in the Hall of Fame for Stanford as a swimmer. Not a bad, not a bad uh, deal to, to be in the Hall of Fame. It's for Stanford and, and swimming. But yeah, go to the Sports Scouting Report uh, with Lee Burkine. And guys, I appreciate. Let me come on tonight. My pleasure. Talking about. Thank you, my friend, Lee Burkine, right. uh, LA Football Magazine. We go to Bayou Country. Chris Singleton now joining us, and I'll let the guys ask about the obvious teams that are at the top of the heap. But South Lafusha, solid thirty-five, fourteen went over Morgan City tonight. Tarpons get their head above water. Yeah, Salafus definitely have been playing pretty well this season. Um, you know, some really good play. That's a compliment to uh, Coach B.J. Young and his staff. You know, they have a really good quarterback. Uh, and offensively, they've been scoring a lot of points lately. Uh, the key would be, uh, you know, just you know trying to get some good defensive stops. They go on the road against Morgan City. Morgan City's been playing pretty well this season. Uh, but Salafus offense has definitely, uh, you know, been putting up a lot of points lately. And, uh it's going to be interesting, especially with Salt Lafouche. They got another big showdown coming up in district play against Vanderbilt. And uh, that's going to be a 
you know, two explosive offenses going against each other. And uh, Tyler Pooch is definitely trying to uh, get some momentum going in the second half of the season, trying to make a push for the playoffs, which would be great for that team. And I know last year they had a down year, especially after, uh, you know, rebuilding from uh, Hurricane Ida and everything. And it seemed like they you know, they got that stadium, the school's back and running. The stadium is nice and beautiful. And uh, the Tarpon fans, you know, they're, they're excited again. So, you know, that community loves football. Um, you know, and you know it's gonna be interesting to see uh, that game against Vanderbilt. It's gonna be a, a very good showdown for them, and uh, you know if they can get that win, you know they look pretty good uh, trying to make a play after it. Roll Brown, Chris, it seems like about two years ago that St. James lost their season opener. <laughs> Since then, it's been six in a row. They've got to be one of the hottest teams in the state right now. Yeah, I mean, you look who they beat, who they lost to in week one. I mean, that's East St. John. Exactly. Probably one, of the best, probably one of the best teams in the state, you know. I mean, and they, they lost that game 41 40. They had a chance mm-hmm. to beat East St. John at the end. They went for two points. I think they fell short, you know. I mean, but St. James has definitely been playing pretty good football. Uh, offense is starting to click, and the defense is, you know, playing pretty well. And I, I just always say, you know, St. James, they. They reload instead of rebuild, and you know I know they lost a lot of great seniors last year, but they have a lot of good players uh, in that system and that program. And Coach Davis does a great job, and his staff, you know, uh, scouting every week, and uh, it's just inching one step closer in that district. You know, St. James shares with uh, E.D. White, and um, you know those two teams are going to play Week Ten, and that's going to settle the district championship. And uh, both of those teams are playing pretty well football right now, and. Um, I expect, uh, yeah, I don't know if both teams are going to lose again. I, well, I expect both teams to win out until week 10, and then they're going to settle in in Vashery. Uh That's going to be a great game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, St. James is playing really good football right now, and that's a credit to their staff and the players. Les East. Well, Chris, you kind of led into what I was going to ask you. We can wait on St. James and E.D. White because that's going to be settled at the end of the year. In the meantime, who should we be keeping an eye on in your district or your area, I should say? Well, uh, there, there are a couple of teams. Well, I'm going to give some uh, to obviously Terrebonne. First of all, Terrebonne lost to Destrehan last night. And uh, even though they lost, what, uh, I think 38 to 3 or something, uh, Terrebonne showed some signs of improvement. They had, you know, they moved the ball pretty well. Kyron Billy at the LSU commitment played pretty well. Kate. Taylor Bingham on the defensive line played pretty well. And, you know, Terrebonne has some big weapons, and, you know, they got some big games coming up. You know, they lost to Destrehan, but uh, they can somehow go back on the road this week against East St. John. That's going to be a great game. And, you know, they're 5-2 they're and two right now, so, you know, I think you know, they can play pretty well against East St. John. That, that'll give, give, give them some momentum going into the playoffs. Another team that doesn't get a lot of attention from my area is Homer Christian. They Pick up a big win last night against Riverdale, um, 28-21. to 21, And uh, Coach Jamar Celestine has those guys believing he's rebuilding that program. Uh, Homer Christian, you know, I mean, they, they don't get a lot of attention. They're a small 2A school, but you know, they're 4-3 and three right now. And uh, they got some winnable games coming up. So, you know, I think they can definitely put themselves in a position to uh, make the playoffs. And that would be a huge accomplishment for Coach Celestine. And right now, you know, uh, Assumption's also playing pretty well, too. Uh, they had a great game against South Lafouche on the road last week, and they, uh, you know, Reese Turner had, I think, six or seven touchdowns in that game. He's playing quarterback for them. So Assumption's definitely been uh, picking up steam lately, too. So those are three teams, I think, 
are playing pretty well, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to close out the season and uh, try to make playoff votes. June? Well, you mentioned East St. John, and I want to ask about them because you've seen several Bayou teams face them. They're still undefeated, and they've got this gauntlet coming up of Terrebonne, Destrehan, Holy Cross to wrap the regular season. Your thoughts on the undefeated Wildcats? They're good. You know, I mean, they're probably one of the best teams in 5A this year. Chris Brandon Brown definitely does a great job. And overall, that parish, St. John, the Baptist parish, is playing some really good football this season. Uh, they're very explosive, but I, I like how they play defense and and that game coming up uh, against uh, Destrehan is going to be a, a shootout. And if I, if I didn't have to stay in the Bayou region every week, I'd definitely travel up to the river to go see that one. And I think they're playing week ten. But uh, you know they're just playing great football, playmakers all over the field, and you know they have a tough schedule coming up. Terrebonne's going to be they're probably going to be favored against Terrebonne, but um, you know I, you know it's going to be an interesting matchup with them, and then. You know, you mentioned the teams they got to close out the season with. So, but you uh, think John definitely has talent every year, and great coaching, and they got some good weapons. They can compete with anybody in 5A, and you know that Destrehan East St. John game. I think it goes down to the wire almost every time they play. So, don't count out those Wildcats of uh, from St. John Parish against the St. Charles Parish Wildcats yep. whenever they play later this year. All right, Chris. Thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure. We'll talk next week. All right, thank you guys. Have a good night. Lamar Gafford, Central Louisiana. I'll talk about uh, Bunky beating Buckeye, 58-34. You know, the Panthers are 7-0 and now. Scored 58. That game was even most of the way, but they pulled away late. And obviously that was that's a big rivalry game, and that's a big win for Bunky. Yeah, big win for Bunky in that one. And, you know, we were kind of looking – I was kind of looking at it while I was there at the Ash game between them and Washington. And, you know, it looked like at one point here – and Buckeye was going to basically go uh, basically back and forth against them. I mean, Buckeye has, I mean, you look at what Ben McLaughlin has done with that team over there. They're now starting to air it out a little bit more. And, of course, in the following week, they scored 6-7 against Bolton. And they haven't been shy of really scoring points. But this Bunky team, I mean, they're just too fast, too athletic out there. And, of course, uh, Dylan Compton, you also have uh, – you know, Kyle Johnson, those two guys alone are, are hard to stop, and they're a very formidable duo here. And, you know, that's a good win for them. We were kind of worried about it because cause we were kind of looking forward to our Week 8 matchup between them and Gina. But looks like that's still going to be right there in play with both of those teams coming in at 7-0, and and that will be the price of admission for that. Bro? Yeah, Lamar, Logan Sport, 60 to nothing, I think, over Northwood Lena tonight. They're 6-1 and – just about to crack our Crescent City Sports poll. Not in it yet, but what about them? Yeah, you know, and they they kind of have lost some players. Obviously, I mean, they had some players from from last year's team. I know they had a, a very good quarterback and a very good receiver that they had last year. Uh, the Claybrook credit is, is is pretty much gone from them, but you know, they still are a pretty formidable team. I mean, they still they don't have the quarterback that was like the guy that was like the athlete, the track athlete with the track speed that they had last year. But he is, from what I've heard, he has been a guy that has been able to kind of move move around. I know they're a little bit up, a little bit up there, but we do kind of keep a, keep a look at them on the, in the district, especially with them being in there with St. Mary's and everybody, and especially with the way that St. Mary's lost to Peabody and, of course, now with Logansport beating Peabody. Um, that kind of shows to me right now. Logansport might be kind of the favorites in that district, but I wouldn't count out the tight, uh, St. Mary's quite yet. But I think if I have to 
be a betting man for that for that game coming up in week nine, I'd say Logan Sport over St. Mary's so far. Blessings. Yeah, Lamar, uh, a what figured to be a competitive matchup was a competitive matchup. Tioga 20, Franklin Paris 16. Your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I had a feeling that was going to be very competitive, and I knew the, the matchup was going to be between Tioga's DBs and uh, Franklin Paris's wide receivers. And, you know, for the last couple of weeks here, uh, I know both of our teams, uh, Grant really gave them a scare, especially they had a, a 12-minute uh, driving that, that that lasted through the whole third quarter. And they and now both of those teams have been able to kind of, I guess, take the air out of the ball here for uh, Franklin Paris. So, you know, now looks like Tioga's probably going to be in the driver's seat of being in the second place in that district because we know Neville is Neville, and they have Neville coming up, but – you know, they've got some big games coming up here uh, with the rest of the way. That game against Tioga, uh, well, Tioga and Peabody um, traveling up there at the reservation in Tioga in, in Week 9, that should be another good game. That should be another good test for those DBs. And then, of course, uh, Tioga has to end out the season against Grant, in which is a, a kind of a rivalry game for those two teams. But right now, I would say, you know, if, uh, if that's, that district is going to be very competitive for second place, and I still think it's going to be either between Tioga and Peabody. But right now, I'd say probably Tioga, but the War Horses also are right there too. June? Let's talk about Ash. I know you saw them convincing victory over Washita tonight, 35-10. to How do they look with three games remaining down the stretch here? Pineville and West Washita, pretty good chance they can handle their business there with the one in the middle, Week 9, against West Monroe. Yeah, that, that one in the middle there, that, that's going to be very interesting. And they feel pretty confident that they could have that matchup, too. But, you know, I feel like they're, they're pretty much in the driver's seat to at least get a home playoff game. Um, they needed that game against Washita. Uh, it was kind of one of those games that I thought that if you were to be over 500 in the district, you have to beat them. And that's what they did. They basically took control from the second half. Well, some from the second half had a couple of fourth down stops and were able to really take control of the game and salt away the victory here. Ty Feaster is starting to come on, come with his own. Like he's starting to get adjusted to two, uh, to a five A football, and I even talked to him about it, and he said as such. Um, you know, this was a guy that was at Glenbrook last year, had a great season with them, but you know, at first had to get adjusted to how five A was and the speed of five A. But now with him starting to get adjusted to it. I think they're starting to hit their peak at this point in time. And, you know, I'm not going to make any guarantees about that West Monroe game, but I will say that they will have at least a home playoff game if they could just go ahead and take care of business against West Washington and Pineville. Lamar Gafford, thank you, my friend. We'll talk next week. All right, let's do it. Have a good one. You got it. New Orleans area rap. Ro Brown with us to give us his thoughts on what impressed him most tonight. Ro, take want, it away. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> it's your show. I love the brother Martin winning over Holy Cross. Yep. That was a good one, 22 to 19. Uh, you know, first of all, holding Holy Cross to 19 points is pretty good. And, uh, you know, Mark Moniz, the head coach, told us a little bit about how they did it. Like I said, I'd like to see that. Say that they were two under par. Said they wanted to give them eight possessions, and they ended up giving them only six. Only so, six in the whole game. So that was, yeah, that that's a major, major win. Uh, St. Charles Catholic, just because they're so good and so consistent. I mean, 43 to 15 or whatever it was, yep. avenging last season's loss to St. Martinville. You know, that was a good one. 
Uh, I would like to have been at the Newman Dallas Al game. Great game. Yep. Uh, you know, good thing about that is that Dallas Al didn't have to spend much money on their transportation <laughs> of their transportation budget this nope. week. Just walk on down the street, uh, North Shore. Lots of good stuff over there. St. Paul and uh, North Shore. They're in the, their district. Big win for the Wolves. In 6-5-A. Yep, 9-7. to seven. Yeah. Sounds like a 1950s game. Eh? Yeah, they're only lost to Brother Martin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, also on the North Shore, you know, the crazy thing, Franklinton and, and Pearl oh, River. Oh, my. 42-35 to 35 was the final. Franklinton with the win. After being way down. They were down. Yeah, they were down. That one looked like it was over and done with. But they came back, and that's a really, really good win for Coach Salt. Uh, good to see him get a win. Uh, what else jumped out at us? Well, certainly John Curtis. And Yeah, I was going to say, John Curtis uh, shutting out Acadiana. Uh, you know, what they've been putting up basketball numbers for yeah. the last four or five weeks or so. And they come down here, and Curtis coming off of two losses, as you would expect Curtis to rebound from that. And indeed, they did. So. They did indeed. And, you know, that district, I mean, cars on top. I mean, they're undefeated, mm-hmm. and somebody's got to beat them. As they won it last year, and they pulled away late. 35-7. You know, and then a big win, obviously, for John Curtis tonight. Huge win for Brother Martin. They're right smack in it. Uh, we've got Rummel and St. Aug on 106-1 tomorrow night at 7 p.m. and mm-hmm. and St. Aug is better than its record. They've got to show it, and Rummel is doing a lot with a little with the injuries they've had. So and don't forget the Kennedy Cougars tomorrow. Well, the Cougars play tomorrow, and again, their only Livingston. loss was a game that they could have easily won. Yep, they're very good. They're playing Livingston. That's uh, it was probably, a solid program. Yeah, yeah, most people kind of feel like that's you know the two best teams yeah. in the district. Agree. Yeah, yeah. So I there's no doubt accurate. about that. And they are in the poll, both polls. So. Yep. Go Cougars. All right. We'll, <laughs> we'll take a time out here. When we return, we'll check in with Mark Kramer of Sports Talk 97.7 FM. Still to come, Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana, George Faust in southwest Louisiana. Plus, our scoreboard from Emmanuel Pepys. All of that still to come right here on The Original. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Discover, this is Danny. Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This new Wendy's Frosty flavor is way too exciting to keep under wraps. It's a brand new, first-of-its-kind flavor. Get this, pumpkin spice. I know, right? It's so good. It's rich, it's cozy. It's the perfect flavor for some fall frosty time. 
Watch, everyone will see it and jump on the bandwagon. Grab a never-before-seen pumpkin spice frosty or pumpkin spice frosty cream cold brew today when you choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Vanilla frosty is temporarily unavailable. We've got the best analysts in the state. As part of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. And Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe. And at CrescentCitySports.com. And we head now to Northeast Louisiana. And we check in with our friend Mark Kramer of Sports Talk 97.7 FM. And Rustin, Mark, I have to start with that rivalry game. You know, two years ago, it was Sterlington winning twice. Last year, it was Union Parish winning twice. Well, tonight, it was Sterlington. The Panthers getting the win over Union Parish 24-10. to That's a solid win for Sterlington. Yeah, Ken, and good evening. Uh, Sterlington has been hanging their hat, even though their offense is good. They've been hanging their hat on the defense all year. And uh, as we know, and, and they're self-admitted at Union that their offense is just not built to come from behind. And if you play another team that has a solid defense like Sterlington does, uh, and when they get behind, it's tough to come back because they don't really have much of a passing game. You know, they're basically a ground and, a ground and pound kind of offense. So uh, that's kind of what happened tonight. Uh, Sterlington just kind of impose their will defensively on Union most of the ball game. Roll Brown. Yeah, you know, this is a game. I'm going to ask about this because it doesn't happen often. And, you know, Washington Christian lost 31-14. That's what I mean. It right. doesn't happen often. What do right. they get from a game like this if they get anything? Well, really, um, I went to Harding University, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. They played Harding Academy of Arkansas up in Searcy, which is, uh, you know, about – 30 or 40 miles above Little Rock. Uh, I played baseball at Harding, and Harding Academy was actually right across the street from my dormitory. Oh, okay. Um, I wondered if it was a, connected with the university. Yeah, I wondered. Yeah, this is a more yeah this is a more this is a more relational ship uh, type of uh, type of game where um, a lot of OCS kids in different sports go to Harding. Uh, because it is okay. a Church of Christ school, like OCS is, mm-hmm. and uh, the um, the some of the coaches went to school at Harding. Uh, a lot of the kids go to their camps during the summer, uh, whether it's football, baseball, uh, that kind of thing. So uh, that's uh, that's kind of where this comes from. And Harding Academy is always good. So with the I think with the schedule in that district, um, about half of it not being very strong. Right. Uh, I think Coach Fitzhugh wanted to have this kind of a game in the middle of the schedule to kind of push his team a little bit to prepare for the playoffs with a little harder opponent maybe, you know, three weeks or so before the playoffs start. June Young. Well, Mark, uh, no surprise that Darwin Woods took care of business tonight to stay undefeated, uh, taking down uh, Loyola Prep. But tell, tell us a little bit about Tommy Tharp. Uh, there was some chatter that he's a pretty outspoken guy this week, but he's obviously a really good football coach. Yeah, Coach Tharp is uh, an excellent football coach. One of the things that we have Tommy on our morning show quite often, and, and that's really one of the things personally, because I'm kind of the same way that I like about Tommy is, there's so many people that are, you know, kind of politically correct 
when it deals with the LHSA and people don't want to ruffle any feathers and all of that. But, uh, you know, he just, he just kind of tells it like it is and tells uh, how he feels about things. And, uh, you know, I have to say, knowing him as long as I have, most of the time he's right, but he says what other people won't say. Uh, and, uh, but he is an, is as good of a football coach as we have in North Louisiana and has been for a long, long time. Darvon Woods is very, very fortunate to have Coach Tharp uh, as their head coach, starting with, you know, his first year where they weren't very good and they hadn't been very good. Uh, he's brought that program along and, and, uh, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication that is from Coach Tharp that has gotten them to where they are. Les. Yeah, Mark, uh, Haynesville trying to bounce back from the big loss to Oak Grove last week did not have the easiest opponent in Arcadia, but they went out and won 55-12. to Your impressions of that bounce back? Uh, good for Haynesville. Coach Franklin uh, was, uh, you know, not real happy with the performance the, the week before. But um, Arcadia, we had Coach, again, we had Coach Carr on this week, and and they had some injuries, of course. They are only playing, Arcadia is only playing with 28 players. And they had a couple of their linemen get hurt last week, uh, which kind of depleted them because, obviously, they play both ways. And when you, you're you losing two guys on the offensive and defensive line, you're actually using losing four positions. And so they were a little hamstrung uh, this week because of the injuries, because one of the things that, Coach Carr talked about up here, talking about outspoken a little bit, was the fact that uh, some people that they had played the week before and the week before that were uh, what he thought of teaching some uh, uh, kind of illegal blocking situations where they were cutting and rolling people, and he ended up having two linemen uh, get knee injuries because of it. So it was a little kind of a hot-button topic up here. Understood. He is Mark Kramer of Sports Talk. 97.7 FM, and always a pleasure, Mark. Thank you so much for the visit. All right. Have a great weekend, guys. All right. Thank you, Mark. All right. We'll have Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana coming up. We'll also talk to George Faust in southwest Louisiana. But when we return in just about three or four minutes, you're going to get all of that. But the first thing you're going to get is all the scores because it's time for a Scores First scoreboard update from CrescentCitySports.com. Here's Emmanuel Peppas. Thanks, Ken. We begin with Varnado, who beat Cohen 28-22. It was Westminster 51, North Central nothing. Harding Academy of Arkansas 31, Wachita Christian 14. Riverside 55, West St. John nothing. St. Edmund 21, Sacred Heart 14. Glenbrook 61, Ringgold 6. Hamilton Christian 35, Maryville 16. It was Prescott of Arkansas 31, Homer 14. Vermillion Catholic 42, Generate 8. Montgomery 19, LaSalle 12. Delhi 48, Block 24. Magnolia School of Excellence 64, Plain Dealing 20. Logan Sports 60, Northwood Lena nothing. Hanson 21, Centerville 8. Slaughter Charter 66, Central Private 22. Covenant Christian 34, Highland Baptist 7. Elton 30, East Beauregard 14. Delta Charter 56, Sicily Island nothing. Delhi Charter 54, Tensaw nothing. Rayville 36, Vidalia 14. St. Elena 44, St. Thomas Aquinas 14. St. John, 28, Ascension Christian, 21. It was North Caddo, 42, Lakeside, 24. Red River, 68, Lakeview, 14. Mangum, 43, Madison, nothing. Rosepine, 48, Pickering, nothing. Notre Dame, 48, Vinton, 6. Manny, 49, Winfield, nothing. 
Dunham 55, Episcopal 28, South Plaquemine 30, Fisher 6, Lauraville 31, Franklin 28, Mansfield 39, Jonesboro Hodge 18, Grand Lake 28, Lake Arthur nothing, Ascension Episcopal 60, West St. Mary 6, Baker 37, Northeast 6, Beekman Charter 38, Gaydon 6, East Feliciana 42, Capital 14, Catholic New Iberia 49, Dugham nothing, Darwin Woods Charter 35, Loyola Prep 7, Port Berry 26, Ville Platte 8, St. James 48, Patterson nothing, Welsh 22, De Quincey nothing, Wasman 28, Richwood nothing, St. Charles 43, St. Martinville 15, Sterlington 24, Union Parish 10, University 43, Madison Prep 7, Jennings 35, South Beauregard 7, Iota 56, Pine Prairie nothing, Bugalusa 21, Jewel Sumner 13, Bunky 58, Buckeye 41, Caldwell Parish 34, Marksville 6, Edie White 44, Donaldsonville 6, Church Point 22, Northwest 20, North Webster 21, Carroll 13, Kaplan 16, Erath 13, Port Allen 44, Glen Oaks 20, Country Day 38, The Willow School 14, General Trask 42, Bastrop 36, Amit 40, Pine 35, Abbeville 60, Crowley 13, Central Catholic 21, Berwick 6, Opelousas 61, Livonia nothing, Northwood of Shreveport 42, Minden 16, South Lafouche 35, Morgan City 14, St. Thomas More 49, Northside nothing, Tioga 20, Franklin Parish 16, Huntington 44, Woodlawn Shreveport nothing, it was Neville 41, Grant 6, Franklinton 42, Pearl River 35, Lakeshore 42, LaRanger 21, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans 51, Kenner Discovery nothing, Booker T. Washington of Shreveport 50, Bossier 28, West Feliciana 20, Bruley nothing, Parkview Baptist 63, Broadmoor 14, Bro Bridge 46, Kinder 36, Newman 29, De La Salle 24, Leesville 28, DeRitter 22, Eunice 48, Washington Marion 14, Assumption 49, Ellender 7, West Monroe 42, West Wajaton 19, North DeSoto 38, Evangel 28, Salmon 45, Hannon 14, Shaw 41, Bell Chase 15, Plaquemine 35, Bel Air 7, Slidell 18, Ponchatoula 14, Ruston 48, Pineville 6, St. Paul's 9, North Shore 7, Zachary 51, Scotlandville nothing, Southside 38, Sulphur 14, Sanamont 14, Denham Springs 7, Mandeville 27, Fountain Blue 6, Carr 35, Jesuit 7, Walker 33, East Ascension 14, Thibodeau 28, H.O. Bourgeois 7, John Errett 42, West Jefferson nothing, Sam Houston 34, Lafayette 21, Brother Martin 22, Holy Cross 19, Barb 35, New Iberia 17, Captain Shreve 32, Natchitoches Central 24, Karen Crow 65, Como 8, Baton Rouge Catholic 42, Baton Rouge Central 38, John Curtis 28, Acadiana nothing, Covington 20, Hammond 19, East St. John 42, Central Lafouche 14, Alexandria 35, Wachita 10, it was Haynesville 55, Arcadia 12, Peabody 39, St. Mary's 21, Warren Easton defeated Douglas 45 to nothing. Ken, back to you. All right. Thank you very much, Manny. We'll take a time out here. When we return, we'll visit with George Faust in southwest Louisiana. But next, we'll talk to Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana as we continue with more of the original. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be a sign that your digestive system isn't working at its best? Taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil fiber powders help promote your daily digestive health using a plant-based fiber called psyllium. The gelling action of this special fiber traps and removes waste so you can feel lighter and more energetic. Metamucil, promoting digestive health for a better you. Learn more at metamucil.com. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Now, 29 years as the staple of the industry, it's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 Nash Icon at Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Charlie Cavell joining us now from Northwest Louisiana. And Charlie, of course, Dennis Dunn returned to Duran Stadium tonight and walked away with an impressive win, 38-28 over Evangel for North DeSoto. Uh, North DeSoto was in the Dome a year ago playing for a championship, and the Griffins certainly have to be considered a threat to return, don't you think? Absolutely, Ken. They, they lost their first game, but ever since then, uh, the North DeSoto Griffins have just been on fire, and that's a really, really big statement win for them. And now they're firmly in the driver's seat in the district, and uh, you know they are. They're they're poised to make a, another playoff run, and uh, you know it, obviously we got a lot of football left. But uh, you know Luke Delafield was their starting quarterback, was a freshman last year. He's a sophomore now, a year under his belt, and uh, you know, nearly won a state championship as a freshman at the varsity level. They're very impressive, and uh, they graduated some guys, but he's got he's got some weapons around him, and it, their defense is is pretty darn salty as it was last year, and it is again this year, and they've been scoring points, uh, you know, like a pinball machine. Rome. Charlie, uh, you know, we can just go right to District 1 2 A. Calvary Baptist and Darbon Woods Charter. Going to clash next week, right? Yeah. Uh, Darbon Woods came in tonight and uh, handled Loyola pretty easily. And I, I said it all along, Row. I, I don't think there's anybody around here uh, locally, even maybe even regionally, that can. Uh, compete with the Calvary. I mean, Calvary's 
It's Superdome or bust, state title or bust, if you will, for the Cavaliers. They are loaded with talent on both sides of the football. They're big, they're strong, they're fast. I mean, Coach Rodney Guin has an incredible squad. And, I mean, you know, for instance, they beat Captain Shreve and Bird, two 5A schools in back-to-back weeks and hung 60 points on Captain Shreve. Oh, by the way, the Gators are only uh, uh, six and one right now, and leading District One Five A, and and Calvary's just really, really uh, impressive to see. I mean, they they had a really tough game at home against Westgate a couple of weeks ago, and and handled Westgate, and uh, there's just no chinks in their armor at all. Jude Young. Well, you mentioned Captain Shreve. Uh, they had to earn it against Natchitoches Central on the road tonight, 32-24, to 24, to get to that 6-1 and one mark. Chiefs put up a pretty good fight. Yes, they did, and I don't know if you happen to see it or not, Jude, but Captain Shreve, it, uh, <laughs> like the second time in three weeks, uh, they had a 90 90- I think tonight it was a 95-yard scoop and score as Natchitoches Central was going in to uh, to take the lead or, or possibly take, you know, it was to take the lead in the game. And they fumbled at the goal line. Parkway had was the same situation uh, just a couple of weeks ago. They had a 96-yard scoop and score that changed, completely changed the ball game. But – Nacket Central and Jess Curtis, the squad, give them credit. Uh, they made Shreve fight. It came down to uh, a, a goal line stand for Captain Shreve. Nacket Central blocked a punt, had it at the two-yard line, first and goal, uh, lost the yardage, and then uh, eventually uh, Shreve kept them out of the end zone and to preserve the win and to uh, now have a stranglehold on the district. Les? Yeah, Charlie, when teams go out of state, usually it's to challenge themselves against really good competition, and that was the case tonight with Homer. Prescott, Arkansas beats them 31-14. to Can you put that game in perspective for us? Yeah, it, it's, you know, we, we've talked in previous weeks about the Claiborne Parish Super Bowl with Haynesville and Homer you know, on a track to, to battle it out. Well, Haynesville frequently – uh, travels up into Arkansas and plays Junction City and, and a couple of other schools. And tonight, uh, you know, Homer and Coach Richie Casey, they went up to Prescott, and Prescott's got a really uh, good – I mean, they're a very, very good football team. Uh, the, one of the most unique nicknames in uh, high school football, they're the Curly Wolves. And uh, <laughs> they were humbled a bit. As Haynesville was humbled last week by Oak Grove, well – uh, Homer was humbled a bit this week by the Curly Wolves of Prescott, Arkansas. But, you know, it's kind of that reset button. Uh, and they went and they challenged them, uh, challenged themselves, as you said. And now, you know, it's, it's okay, look, we're not as good as we thought we were. Mm-hmm. And uh, Prescott was able – it was a close ball game yeah. for much of the game. Prescott ended up pulling away uh, at the end, but – you know, it's that reset. Hey, look, you know, we're not as good as we we thought we were, and, and you know, we got work to do if we want to get back to the Superdome. Charlie, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. 
All righty. Y'all take care. Have All a good right. weekend. We wrap it up in southwest Louisiana with George Faust of KLFY. Of course, the statement of the week was Lafayette Christian, 62-3 to over Turley's Catholic. Look, we knew they'd beat Turley's Catholic. Turley's is good, though, and to, to win by that margin is just eye-opening, I guess would be the right description. Absolutely. It was it was one of those games where you're like, it's you know, LCA scores and they're like, okay, Sterling's is going to come back. They're going to they're going to put something together here. And then every time something went wrong, whether it be a penalty, uh, uh, Preston Welsh just did not have a good game. Five interceptions, and uh, they were able to take two of those back to the house. Uh, LCA was so. Yeah, it just wasn't. It was not Turley's night. Nothing they did offensively. The only thing they did that worked at all was on fourth down. Uh, probably in the first quarter, they went for a fake punt. It worked to perfection. They got the first down, but they didn't end up scoring. Uh, so, and the only uh, only chance they had to score in the first quarter, they doinked one off the upright, the right upright. So they didn't even put points on the board until very late in the game when it was obviously well out of hand. So, yeah, LCA just, uh, I mean, Chris Hilaire had uh, three interceptions, ran one back for a touchdown. LCA, I think a lot of people are enamored with LCA, their offense, right? You had Juwan Johnson, the guy's amazing. He's going to LSU. Everybody's excited about that. But then you look on the defensive side and what they're able to do on the defensive side, and everybody overlooks that, I think. And I think people are starting to realize that, you know, yeah, it's nice to have uh, Johnson running around in the backfield and throwing a bomb for 70 yards, and then, uh, but you got to stop people, too, and they're able to do that. Roe Brown. George, 3-5-A, south side, almost in our Crescent City Sports Poll in 5-A. The big winners tonight over Sulphur, and they got a big one coming up because Acadiana steps back in the district after being waxed by John Curtis tonight. Yeah, look, Southside's good, man. They're, they've come a long way uh, since Josh Fontenot got there. He's he's the one that started the program. He uh, he got there. They didn't play real football until probably three years into his his tenure there, and uh, the tenure of the school is brand new. So uh, they're they're just at a, at a level now where they can consistently compete. He just I think in talking with Josh. Uh, Earlier this year, he he finally feels like they have, you know, uh, they can start putting a, uh, putting kind of a foundation down. And I'm like, yeah, coach, you already you got the foundation. You won the district last year, and you're you're not you don't look like you're going to relinquish it this year. So, uh, but yes, yeah, they're playing real well. Uh, there's another team playing pretty well. It's Karen Crow, and and they they took care of business tonight as well. They did indeed, uh, Jude Young. Well, that's what I wanted to ask about. Meanwhile, in 3-5, it's Karen Crow, who's now 7-0. I know it settled on the field. Close game, Karen Crow, uh, last month, able to take a five-point win over Southside. But if you had to rank them, if you had to to choose between Southside, Karen Crow, and Acadiana, your thoughts? Uh, I I would put Karen Crow at the top of that list. I I just, (laughs) having watched all of them, I think Acadiana – and what we're used to seeing out of Acadiana is just you know they don't they, they don't lose right you don't think of them uh, at, at, they'll get into a contest and they're like oh they'll pull it out and that's not the case this year you get into a tight contest and Acadiana doesn't seem like they're able to pull it out Karen Crow on the other hand they don't panic they're they're that team now this year and Southside is that way as well but 
I think Karen Crow's just a little bit above Southside. If I had to, do, I'd go one Karen Crow, two Southside, three Acadiana, and then uh, it, it's a it's a jumble after that. But that's how I kind of rank it out. Last final thought. Yeah, George um, Westgate comes back from those two losses to Calvary and Turlings to get a win against North Vermilion. And next they get Lafayette Christian, St. Thomas Moore, and Northside. Can they be a factor in the playoffs if they survive this regular season? I, I think I, I think if I, if I had to ask Ryan Antoine, which I haven't talked to him about this, I think he'd just say, let me, get health, let me be healthy going into the postseason. Because LCA, for, for all the, the, the pizzazz that they put on the, the, the show, they're, they're a tough team, right? So they play physical. You know STM plays physical. Turlings is a – I don't know how Turlings can't run the ball. Their offensive line is ginormous. <laughs> they, so they really, they really are. It's just amazing. I was, I was looking at them last night, and I'm yep. like, I'm like, how can they not run the ball? And they have a great <laughs> running back, Aiden Shaw. He, he's he's – uh, my apologies to Kenny Trey. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but, Your no, pronunciation is correct. <laughs> Go. <laughs> he – He's a, he's a he's a good running back and he's a, he's a solid guy like yeah. he should be able to get yardage but they they were just not able to move him but um, yeah if they can get through if Westgate can get through that uh, just healthy I think they could consider it a win. George, thank you, my friend. We'll talk next week. <laughs> Sounds good. I want to thank Kyle Walker, thank Riverdale on a great night tonight at Francesca's. Next week we got John Curtis Christian night. Look forward to that with JT Curtis. Les, Jude, thank you guys. Jude will be back with Manny. Coming up in just a few minutes, following our scores. First scoreboard up there with Manny Peppas here on the original. At Dudley DePosier, clients call within days of their injury. Because if you wait, evidence gets lost, and the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Demand Dudley DePosier. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15654. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans & Company. Simply Safe, we've designed award-winning home security with advanced sensors, HD cameras, and now this 24/7 lifeguard protection, only from Simply Safe. Now, monitoring agents can see and speak to intruders through our new indoor camera to help stop crime in real time and for fast police response. Get 20% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/radio. Advanced home security, 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. My daughter is normally a little goofball, but after a bad night's sleep, she's too tired to be anything. That's why I trust Pure Z's Kids. Pure Z's Kids is mindfully formulated just for kids. Their non-habit-forming, drug-free products help my daughter fall asleep naturally, giving her the rest to be her best. I'm a dinosaur. Her best dinosaur. Pure Z's Kids, for ages four and up when needed. Explore our products at zquill.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We're Dilly DeBosier, and we're proud to be the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are back with a new season ahead with a whole lot to play for. Let's go, Louisiana. It's time to rally behind the black and gold. Demand Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15653.
time for the one final recap of all the scores from Ken Trahan's original football report on the original network from CrescentCitySports.com. Here with your final Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update is Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. And we begin with Barnado 28, Cohen 22, Westminster Christian 51, North Central nothing, St. Edmund 21, Sacred Heart 14, Riverside 55, West St. John nothing, Harding Academy of Arkansas 31, Watchtalk Christian 14, Westminster Christian of Lafayette 37, Berkman's Academy 7, Glenbrook 61, Ringgold 6, Hamilton Christian 35, Maryville 16, Montgomery 19, LaSalle 12, Vermilion Catholic 42, Generate 8, Prescott of Arkansas 31, Homer 14, Logan Sports 60, Northwood Lena nothing, Magnolia School of Excellence 64, Plain Dealing 20, Delhi 48, Block 24, Hanson 21, Centerville 8, Slaughter Charter 66, Central Private 22, Covenant Christian 34, Highland Baptist 7, Elton 30, East Beauregard 14, Delta Charter 56, Sicily Island nothing, Delhi Charter 54, Tensaw nothing, Rayville 36, Vidalia 14, St. Elena 44, St. Thomas Aquinas 14, St. John 28, Ascension Christian 21, North Caddo 42, Lakeside 24, Red River 68, Lakeview 14, Mangum 43, Madison nothing, Manny 49, Winfield nothing, Notre Dame 48, Vinton 6, Rose Pine 48, Pickering nothing, Dunham 55, Episcopal 28, South Plaquemine 30, Fisher 6, Lauraville 31, Franklin 28, Grand Lake 28, Lake Arthur nothing, Independence 40, Springfield 28, Mansfield 39, Jonesboro Hodge 18, Ascension Episcopal 60, West St. Mary 6, Baker 37, Northeast 6, Beekman Charter 38, Gaydon 6, East Feliciana 42, Capital 14, Catholic New Iberia 49, Delcom nothing, Darwin Woods Charter 35, Loyola Prep 7, Welsh 22, De Quincey nothing, St. James 48, Patterson nothing, Port Berry 26, Ville Platte 8, Wasman 28, Richwood nothing, St. Charles 43, St. Martinville 15, Sterlington 24, Union Parish 10, Iota 56, Pine Prairie nothing, Jennings 35, South Beauregard 7, University 43, Madison Prep 7, Bogalusa 21, Jewel Sumner 13, Bonkey 58, Buckeye 41, Caldwell Parish uh, 34, Marksville 6, North Webster 21, Carroll 13, Church Point 22, Northwest 20, E.D. White 44, Donaldsonville 6, Country Day 38, The Willow School 14, Port Allen 44, Glen Oaks 20, Kaplan 16, Erath 13, Abbeville 60, Crowley 13, Amit 40, Pine 35, General Trask 42, Bastrop 36, Central Catholic 21, Berwick 6, Opelousa 61, Livonia nothing, Northwood of Shreveport 42, Minden 16, Tioga 20, Franklin Parish 16, St. Thomas Moore 49, 49, Northside nothing, South Lafouche 35, Morgan City 14, Franklinton 42, Pearl River 35, Neville 41, Grant 6, Huntington 44, Willona Shreveport nothing, Booker T. Washington of Shreveport 50, Bossier 28, Booker T. Washington New Orleans 51, Kenner Discovery nothing, Lakeshore 42, LaRanger 21. It was Bro Bridge 46, Kinder 36, Parkview Baptist uh, 63, Broadmoor 14, West Feliciana 20, Bruley nothing, Newman 29, De La Salle 24, Leesville 28, DeRitter 22, Eunice 48, Washington Marion 14, North DeSoto 38, Evangel 28, West Monroe 42, West Wachita 19, Assumption 49, Ellender 7, Salmon 45, Hannon 14, Shaw 41, Bell Chase 15, Plaquemine 35, Bel Air 7, St. Paul's 9, North Shore 7, Ruston 48, Pineville 6, Slidell 18, Ponchatoula 14, Zachary 51, Scotlandville nothing, Southside 38, Sulphur 14, Sanamon 14, Denham Springs 7, Mandeville 27, Fountain Blue 6, Carr 35, Jesuit 7, 
Walker, 33. East Ascension, 14. Thibodeau, 28. H.O. Bourgeois, 7. John Errett, 42. West Jefferson, nothing. Sam Houston, 34. Lafayette, 21. Brother Martin, 22. Holy Cross, 19. Bonneville, 33. East Jefferson, 20. Barb, 35. New Iberia, 17. Captain Shreve, 32. Natchitoches Central, 24. Karen Crow, 65. Como, 8. Baton Rouge Catholic, 42. Baton Rouge Central, 38. John Curtis, 28. Acadiana, nothing. Covington, 20. Hammond, 19. East St. John, 42. Central Lafouche, 14. Alexandria, 35. Wachita, 10. Cecilia, 48. Beauchene, 3. Warren Easton, 45. Douglas, nothing. Haynesville, 55. Arcadia, 12. And Peabody, 39. St. Mary's, 21. A couple minutes left here with Jude Young. And Jude, obviously, got to start. I think maybe the term vintage kind of gets overused a little bit. Can't overuse it tonight. This was a vintage statement win uh, for John Curtis after the last couple of weeks and what they did to Acadiana tonight. There's not much more you can say about 28 to nothing than uh, classic dominance by the Patriots. And uh, look, they needed that defensively after two straight losses. And the reality is, I think uh, there are a lot of distractions uh, for this program this year. And that can have an effect even on the best of programs. And we talk about programs in America on the high school level. John Curtis is one of the best that there ever has been, and they have a lot of talent, and they're still very capable of making a deep run in the playoffs. They just needed to right the ship and refocus, and uh, I have a feeling they're going to be playing some of their best football from here on out. Oh, look, we, we see how good the Catholic League is. Uh, so challenging from top to bottom. Carr with a young team, but they turn it on in games because they have the talent to do so. Holy Cross, their skill position talent on offense is terrific. But then you look at what Brother Martin was able to do tonight and dominate the ball and the clock and use power football to be able to beat them. Uh, that's a great thing about 9-5A, man. There's a lot of different styles in that league right now, but there's never an easy out. Great scheme, great game plan by Brother Martin tonight, and they did what they wanted to do as far as being able to uh, keep a potent Holy Cross offense on the sideline for large stretches of that game. Jude, in our, our final minute here or so, wanted to kind of talk about that Newman win over De La Salle. They were really in a fight against the De La Salle team that's certainly, uh, I would feel like they're, it's better than their record showed. Uh, they were really in for a test, of course, against a, a team that's right down the street for them, and, and they answered the bell. And another, uh, another feather in the cap here for Newman in uh, what's been a really good season so far. You know, really passing another physical test two weeks in a row. Newman, uh, the type of test that you need to be able to pass in the postseason. Last week against Bell Chase, ball control, physical. This week against De La Salle, Graham Jarrett's team leans on you. Big offensive line. And uh, again, it's only going to portend good things for the Greenies as they try to get themselves to a state championship game and finally win one. Look, it's not going to be for lack of preparation and challenges with the way they schedule. Eli Friend's a heck of a quarterback, and they're going to be ready for the postseason. That's going to be a fun one to watch. It certainly is, and I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be eyeing that last, uh, that last game before the, uh, before the postseason, of course, week 10, uh, just kind of looking ahead for Newman when they get St. Charles. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, that, that, again, talk about a test. When you, you, you take on the Commas, you need to play complete football to have any sort of chance to win. They're a winning team in all three phases of the game, and that's why they're going to try to go for a third straight state championship this year. Manny, great job tonight on the scoreboard. i got to let folks know tomorrow night on 106.1 FM and Nash FM 1061.com. It's Rummel football. Archbishop Rummel off the big overtime win over John Curtis. We'll take on St. Augustine, 645 pregame tomorrow night. Ken Tran, of course, on the call with kickoff 
at 7 o'clock. Thanks to Rudy Dixon, Daryl Ashley, all of our great reporters for Les East, Manny Peppis. I'm Jude Young saying goodnight, but stay tuned. The next hour will be good. Friday Night Football with Ed Daniels and the legendary coach, J.T. Curtis. Just your average six hours of high school coverage on a Friday night here on 1061 as the original says goodbye for week number seven. Thanks for listening to Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 1061 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans, and at NashFM1061.com. The original was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicates, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The original was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Port of View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Yield College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road. By Mike Sirio's Pool Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue. By That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie. Bears Pool Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road. And Sunray Grill in Gretna. Tune in next week at 6 p.m. for the original. And now on 106.1 FM and WSLA, stay tuned for Friday Night Football from WNOL and WGNO with Ed Daniels and JT Curtis as the best prep football coverage in Louisiana continues for a sixth hour. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans.